parts for the Get Fresh crew. You review the books, get shaved and dirty looks. Now let Rom Town just say poo-poo. Good golly, Miss Molly, we're back with another comic-filled episode just for you, the Get Fresh crew. Whoop, whoop. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 254 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. 254, and it keeps on going, Eric. It keeps on going. Welcome, everybody, to the official and official podcast of the WeirdScienceDCComics.com website. And where else you can find us, Eric? I'm just going to get right into it. We have a lot of stuff, a lot of great stuff <gasps> oh, coming no, at do? you. A lot of awesome stuff coming up later on in the podcast. This is the thing. They get to the end. Like, well, but the not right away. Good stuff. <laughs> when the hell is this good stuff getting here? A lot Ooh, of shit to be getting. We tricked you. We did. Uh, but you can go and find us on the Twitters at Weird Science DC. I already said we have a website at Weird Science DC Comics dot com and also a patreon account patreon.com slash weird science where you can support us for this podcast all the other things we do including all the other stuff that we do on the patreon which we do a lot of shows a lot of dc comics i don't know where i'm going with this a lot of dc (laughs) comic stuff a lot of marvel some indie comic stuff some non-comic stuff but since you're here to listen to dc comics i will mention the big thing which is the weekly patreon spotlight where the bad asses of the get fresh crew they end up picking two books in this week they picked detective comics number 1015 and justice league odyssey number 15 a book that we haven't been talking about for quite some time we jump back in and Eric liked it a lot more than he thought he was going to. So there, if you want you to as hear well. Eric be positive, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, they'll have to kind of join the Patreon to see that. Uh, you, oh. you know, that's, I don't know. Uh, you liked it a lot, though. And you actually convinced me to like it a little more than I did at first as well. Way more. Awesome. Oh, so you can end up uh, doing this uh, and going and listening to us talk about why we think Mrs. Freeze should stick around, but she probably won't. And with that, Eric, you did convince me way more. Um, But I just I think that I might have to go and see if you're hiding something from me. But besides that, uh, we end up doing something right here, which is called you ready, Eric? You ready to smoke like a badass? Are you going to do that? You hide hide something jerk off. Uh, what? Th- but this is <laughs> what <laughs> you're hiding something. I hear that's word on the street that you're a hider, not a grider. Uh, but we're going to end up right now talking about some of our favorite people. You're going to look grider. You're going to end up look it up there, pal. Uh, we're going to go right. and talk about the bad asses of the get fresh crew you see what i'm doing i'm playing it right i'm not starting it until i'm done my nonsense the the get fresh crew eric here we go boom there's no brighter just just to think that this is one of the you know caveats of being a badass is to have this nonsense ah yes we're gonna start with a new badass nils he was always a badass but boy he is back and ready for the attack. You also have our men, Rob Lewis, Bertel, Akachuk, Dalton, Edom, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, John Jack, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, T-Funk, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, Batman Beyond Mark, Eric G, David Fink, Manship, He's Struggling, Broken Ribs, Tool Concert, Nonsense, Brandy, Murray, 
Bobby Bain, Reggie, Ben Townsend, Admiral Whiskers, Forrest Polly, Tony Walton, Joey Bercasco, Joseph Wajcik, Comic Boom, Rocky, D-Man 3000, All New Dave, Carlos Segui, Ian, Brian King, my man Pete from NYC, Polly P, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, Double Aaron, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Lone Wolf, Marv, and Ruben. See, it's easy. It's just that easy. How could it not be that that? easy? No, no. I'm telling you, I I went right through it and had some fun. But I will tell you later, I was distracted through all of that in a real weird way that I'm going to have to check something out. Eric, the world's greatest detective I may not be. But I think I'm on the case. Nobody will ever know what's going on of what I am saying. But hey, we will figure it out. But that is it for the intro. We do have a lot of books, including me and Reggie talking about some couple of Reggie may even have his own little section, all that jazz. So we're going to go off right now and start with, with what Eric is called an event. But we'll see if we agree with that. Indeed, here we are, ready to talk some books, some reviews, you know, give our views of these reviews, Eric, of the latest, greatest things hitting the stands. Yeah, we're going to give views and our reviews. Uh, But yeah, here we are. We have a bunch of books tonight, uh, more than we've had in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Yeah, I don't either. It's (laughs) hard work, this shit. I forgot how hard it was. Uh, at points where we would stay up all night, those days are over. Now I stay up all night. I just don't want to talk to your ass. Your lame ass. Makes sense oh, to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's how most of the people in your life have ended your relationship, right? I don't want to listen to your lame ass is what they say. And then they leave you. Uh, but I'm not going to leave you, Eric. I'm going to be here all night with you. Hey, I'm punching down, baby. Punching down. And, uh, speaking of punching down. We do have a website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, where we review most of the books that come out each and every week. Me, Eric, Reggie, everybody else as part of the Get Fresh crew should go over there and check out those reviews and uh, also some news. And I don't watch the news, some news, (laughs) reviews, views. You got to get in queue. There we go. It's right. No time. good news uh, is good news. There is no good news is good news. I actually was watching a little of Gary Gnu today. So Grow I'm up. glad that you said that. Uh, it just kind of played from what I was 
already listening to, which was the New Zoo Review. So uh, that's some grown-up <laughs> stuff, Eric. Obviously. Uh, but, oh, yeah. So I'm a man. I'm listening to yes, this instead. I, I am a man, I, indeed. And so we have a bunch of books, and we're going to kind of have a little bit of a shuffling of the way we usually do some of these things because of what was on the Patreon spotlight and all that. And in my, you know, against my greatest wishes we are going to start with event leviathan and then kind of go through some other books but i i know that a lot of people in general were a little bit underwhelmed by the event leviathan they didn't love this mystery thriller from start to finish No mystery thriller indeed uh yeah there's a lot of things that were set up in this event leviathan that we're not going to get and i don't know that we'll ever get uh but no i'm saying like things that were mentioned before that we never really got around to and by the end you end up with a non-ending, which is ridiculous for what you're going to call an event. And this is what we said before. Saying that this is an event is one thing. Putting it in your title, that's another (laughs) thing. You got to make sure people understand because they're not going to get any understanding of this is an event from the source that we have here. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think that what uh, Brian Michael Bendis wants to do, he's going to rename the books. I don't know if you – you don't listen to my news podcast on the Patreon, but you you didn't hear this breaking news. that From now on, Action Comics is now called The Only Action Comics That Ever Mattered. Number 1015, that, that's how he's going to do it. And Superman is, it's only my Superman, nobody else's keep away. That, that's what he says on that one. He's changing all the names because he wants to lay it out there well, in I the, the title. Now I don't have to listen to the news. Well, no, he just, man, yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, that was a low light. Uh, but no, <laughs> he ends up a lot of talk. Uh, and I just want to mention one thing. This is one thing that uh, we'll never find out, I don't think. But there was something that, you know, me and you had an issue with. Uh, and this will be a prelude right to your blurb here. Uh, which Deathstroke is this, Eric? Because he promised us that we were going to find out. He Look, specifically he said to us, saying, you will find out which one. Because somebody said, and this is what he does. Uh, what he does is he fucks up. And then he either waits around to try to worm his way out of it. And if he can't, he just goes silent, which may be the best way to do it. But you ended up having Deathstroke in this, which, you know, detective. Yeah. And they said, oh, man, what Deathstroke is this? Deathstroke's dead right I now. I know when I think overall. of Deathstroke, I immediately and think detective. Yeah. And so when he ended up, all he had to say was, you know, comics timing is wonky. You know, something like that. No, instead, he goes out of his way to say, oh, You'll see this isn't the death stroke you think it is. Well, what? Where is he? What, no, what right. did he learn? What, what happened? Because this was something he's like, you'll see. Well, we're never going to see the princesses. We never get there. We never get to the fireworks factory. And even though I say that, what is set up is, is hardly the fireworks factory we're trying to get to. You know, it's almost like you're there going to the fireworks factory. Brian Michael Bendis is, is promising you you're going to get to that awesome rest stop. Because you never get to anything that's even good anyway. It's nonsense, Eric. Stein. I just I know that I'm going to get angry, and oh, yeah. I don't want to because this you? book doesn't warrant any anger. It doesn't. And really, I say that, and now I want to go listen to Warrant, Eric, and not Cherry Pie. And nobody wants I'll that either. I'll slice you. I want to listen to Uncle Tom's Cabin right now. Cherry and I, I ran into is. a problem. No, I ran into a problem the other day where I did hanker for a hunk of Warrant. So I, I loaded <laughs> up on my play music, 
And I'm like, oh, man, there's a greatest hits. I mean, really, isn't every song by Warren the greatest hits? And yes, the answer is yes. And so I, I load it up. And this is something that I hate. I don't like this. It's a greatest hits album done later on. You know, you usually do a greatest oh, yeah. hits later on in your career. It's 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 crazy that's to start your career. Album, greatest hits. Yeah, that's hey, that that's Brian Michael Bendis. I mean, he would do it, but you know, or or Oasis. They they were pretty. You know, the Gallagher brothers. They had uh, they lacked some things like brotherly Look, love. They made they me did laugh not every lack time confidence. they smashed that watermelon, though. Yeah, they they did not. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, really. The Gallagher brothers. Yeah, they're are Liam's West Coast Gallagher. <laughs> Noel is East Coast Gallagher. We just figured it out. No. So I go to listen to this greatest hits of Warrant. I'm telling you, a triple album, Erica. There's so many. But what they did was they re-recorded the vocals and everything later on. And Janie Lane, he had lost his voice a bit. I'm like, why would I want to let a greatest hits that is a worse version? Get out of town, Warrant. I I mean, really, this this is the thing. I don't know what I'm more angry about. Warrant's greatest hits redone or Event Leviathan, Eric. We'll figure it's that out. Call. Give me the credits. Give me the credits. Event Leviathan, number six, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Alex Maliev and Josh Reed. Brian Michael Bendis isn't a shower or a grower here. No, he's a teller. And for our big finale to the so-called event, we have Superman telling Lois about what went down as she writes a story about the only reveal here. Leviathan is the former Manhunter, Mark Shaw, who most readers will have no idea about. That's about all you get here, a forced conclusion that did little to nothing besides for a name drop that no one cares about. Yeah, that's it. That's all it was. Instead of a mic drop, you got a name drop, Eric, and it was lame. It was really lame. And here's the thing going through this now before we get to the nitty gritty. Um, they're going to continue this. Obviously, this is a non-ending. <gasps> what? They do not catch Leviathan. Mark Shaw goes off. There's a couple hints. He He's off there lesson? with the Guardian. I think he did. He, in his mind, Fuck he Superman. went off. So, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah really. Lesson. Yep. So you go off, and I, I know for a fact that Brian Michael Bennett is like, God, I wish we could have cursing because this would one up that Titans TV show that said fuck Batman. Uh, I could say fuck Superman, but but we don't this, want that. He ends up. Well, he doesn't. What what does he care what we want? He ends and we up. We talk about characters curse all the time in his comics. They just have to be squiggled out. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wanted the when you squiggle it out, you end up having it a little less. And and in my mind, he's like. But face Superman. I'm like, oh, you the better watch your language. You better let like, oh, it's Cubert. Boring. Like that. And then, yeah. So, no, an awful game. Uh, hardly a platformer. You end up where you're going through this. And Brian Michael Bendis, is, he's on Twitters. He's promising things like you'll learn which Deathstroke this is. He, he might be saying all the questions will be answered. You know, things like that. And everybody's going. And so he kind of got into this whole deal, which is kind of fun if it wasn't him. That it is like, hey, can you guys guess? I'm going to take all the guesses and whoever is the first bunch of people who will guess it right, I'm going to hook you up. I'll remember your deal. I'll put your thing down. I'll get a hold of you. And that's a really cool thing, actually, where I think he was going to send, like, you know, copy uh, lithographs from this well, cool or some things for already. Well, that's well, this is the problem. Not only that. Supposedly, what it seems is he went to DC and said, Hey, we're going to, you know, I want to continue this Leviathan. By the way, I don't know if you read the scripts. It doesn't really end so that we can keep going with it. And, and it's a hit, right? And they're like, Well, the sales yeah. aren't the greatest. And he's like, No, no, no. Don't go by sales. Let's go by. And we, we were told, we actually were told, much to the chagrin to some people, that DC 
goes by sales, obviously, any business would, but they also go by, you know, social media, hype, things like that. So you end up having a Dan DiDio, which we were told he doesn't care, good, bad, you know, indifference, the worst. Good or bad, that's all good to him as long as people are talking about things. Well, Brian Michael Bennis seems to think that this book is a hit and that people love and have been waiting for Mark Shaw. You know why? Because people started guessing that it was Mark Shaw. And it seems as if they started guessing around issue number three. The problem is it was leaked. It yeah. was 100% leaked. If people wanted to see spoilers, me and you have known this for months now. So when they went over, then you have <laughs> people. Nothing to me for months now. Yeah. Now, then you have people, I'd, I'd like to say, Along the lines of myself, Aaron, who will then go on to Brian Michael Bendis' thing, and he's like, oh, I'm going to give out all these super swag things and whatever. I'm faking the funk, then I I cheat. I cheated everything. So I'm (laughs) like, you know what? Looking at the clues, I believe it may be a former Manhunter with the initials MS. And then he's like, oh, my, I must be doing the job for people in the know I'm laying clues down that they are getting and realizing who it is. And I think that what he thought were all those people who had it spoiled that, again, the Johnny come latelys or, you know, casual layabouts, Eric, as you call them, they're not really getting it. But it's the true DC fans, the people who have been tried and true, maybe like an Eric Shea has been reading comics most of their lives. They're figuring it out because it is a deep cut. But it's something they've been waiting for. And he used that, it seems, as leverage to continue the story with one shots, uh, having Leviathan show up in uh, his super books, things like that. And even more and more. I mean, even right here, we know that he's going to show up in Batgirl. It's just a matter of time before we have a Leviathan arc in Batgirl because they just keep saying, you know, he's going to be coming after you. You know what that means? He's going to be coming after you. And DC's eating it up. Oh, man, really? They were guessing it? Oh, we really thought you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. But I guess if these people are guessing it, it was leaked. It was leaked. That's the only way that anybody, even after the fifth issue where, and I said it was leaked. And I was telling people of this uh, a bit on the news program as well, that the idea that when we found out, okay, it's Mark Shaw, it's leaked. We're going with Who? this. Uh, and, and, and yeah, so we look it up. I mean, just <laughs> to see, if you want to see, you know, after the point, I ended up doing a Secret Origins podcast on Mark Shaw. Man, that was not a coincidence. You know, we knew I didn't say anything. I just threw it out there. But you, you end up having all of this uh, going on. And, and it's just nobody knew until the fifth issue if that was really even the leak, that's the worst. We are going and me and you are reading issue after issue with the knowledge that it's Mark Shaw saying to ourselves, you think that we're duped because there is nothing pointing to no, Mark Shaw. Not at and all. then we get the, the penultimate issue, the end of it, where Damien goes, huh? What is this manhunter? Hey, oh, there Spencer. it is. It finally Where'd came you up. Get so that how- tech from? Yeah, this is it just think of that for just a second that we knew who it, it was mind. and we still could not figure out how it was being told that way and thought that we were duped. And then, yeah. Hey, Kate Spencer, anybody else have that now? Just in, in your opinion, I lie. You don't. I like to look good. You never do. If Ever. I said to you right now, after the fifth issue, actually, we're done the fifth issue. No leaks. Hey. I see that Manhunter tech. Uh, who else has it? 
Would you have necessarily 100% said Mark Shaw anyway? No, because there's I been other manhunters. This is a bunch of manhunters, but I probably yeah, would have gone with the Mark problem. Shaw angle just because it was the most prominent through the time that yes, I was reading comics. That would be the but only then, thing. I didn't care about Manhunter because no. it was a stupid character. It did stupid shit. I'm like, yeah. Even when we have this whole thing here where they talk about Mark Shaw, like, well, who's this Mark Shaw? Well, he was a member of you know Checkmate when that went down. I'm like, even in this final issue, I'm like, well, when did it go down? You talk about when Leviathan took it down or before that, well, like, you know, in the pre-Flashpoint continuity, because we're not yeah. dealing with Checkmate or Mark no, Shaw in the last 10 years. We don't have much years. Checkmate. And, and so w- when this is said and done, you know, what did we get out of it? And we'll go into it. But what, what we got out of it was a bunch of these spy organizations were shut down. They were taken off the map. But we already see in books we'll talk about later they're kind of fudging a way to kind of make that work anyway. You have a villain, Leviathan, who nobody cares about. Nobody cares. You may say that you like Leviathan here. But again, it is nothing but a guy who has no secrets. Well, even uh, everything on the table and it's nonsense. Mark Shaw, Manhunter, would go and then, you know, he, his whole big plan to take down these spy organizations – why would he first take over Talia al Ghul's Leviathan yeah. organization, call himself the name of the like organization, and then go because and do this, like, Because why? it's stupid. There is no reason. There's no reason for any of this. And this whole idea was that he was hanging out with the old Sam Lane. Sam Lane came up with a plan that was kind of a, you know, things that I would do. It's well, almost a lot of holes in our defense system over here. Yeah. We gotta, it's you know basically, what? to my mind, it's OJ's book, If I Did It. It's just basically if I was going to take over things, this well, is what I like do. The idea of like uh, I think it's Timothy Olympia in the Live Free or Die Hard, Die Hard Four. The idea was he was a guy who worked for the government and was able to bring a laptop in and break through all the government's like defenses and no. tell you, look, I've already told you, this is how open we are and be able to be taken down. Yep. And then he was arrested and taken away because of this whole thing. He was too much of a threat. It's the same kind of deal with Sam Lane, where he had the same idea, and then Mark Shaw saw this and ran with it. Well, and Mark Shaw used it, and even Lois kind of twists it around and says, listen, this was something my dad did. It's almost like if you're a, a hacker and you get hired by a company, you're going to go and try to hack in and say, hey, these are the steps that I would have used, and let's make something that can go and, and stop that because I were He's doing a list of things that this is how you could do it if, in fact, we had to, almost like a Batman contingency plan. Mark Shaw got it. She even says, he looked at it, and it was a to-do list. So he does it. That's fine. That That is not the problem here because that's okay. The, the problem is, is – how did he get from there to having tech that seems otherworldly? Well, even I, that, I, I think this that whole the thing where is, we have a, a character that went around with this mask that couldn't be seen through. Then he had face changing like technology yeah, to talk to Leon and stuff everything. like that, and all these things. And not once, even in this whole like uh, this um, teleportation bombs that he would go and take off, or who yeah. knows where the hell they went. If there was just Leviathan Island they went to, but even the name Leviathan. But um, yeah, the Leviathan whole thing is, Island. I didn't look at anything of these to have Damien at the one point say, "Hey." Kate Spencer. Yeah. Did you get that tech? Who else has those there, tech? There, there's nothing here that no. I've seen that like, makes me think this no, is nothing Manhunter at all. tech. And, and as, as we talk about and it. Plus, if, the last if 10 people, years of Kate Spencer, we haven't seen Manhunter. Yeah, I know. And, and so when you have all this thing, if, if anybody's like, oh, well, well, Jim, you idiot. I know that that's usually what they say. But if you're saying like, well, you, he took down these organizations, that's how he ended up getting the tech. I, I actually would have liked Which to he, have seen he did that a thing progression for that, for that of strange- the deal. 
like superpower dampener for Superman in the last yeah. issue that then, you know, Plastic Man, he yeah. wasn't knocked uh, out at all. He I slowly squeezed let, out to let but, the other team know where we were. But that's the thing is, we never saw him get that. No. We never saw anything. And you have to remember, all this, especially by the end of the spells out, this all happened in one night. So this is somebody who, where are what the happens superheroes? Tomorrow? The biggest problem isn't, then we get angry tomorrow. The, the biggest problem in my mind isn't the idea that the secrets, it's the idea that these superheroes are always asleep at the wheel. They they are doing nothing. This guy has made a huge organization that has tech beyond anything that they've seen, and yet they know nothing about it. And, and I think at one got point- everybody swayed from these other organizations yeah. to join his cause. Without like, anybody how? saying a word. Without anything being a problem. How? Because Brian Michael Bendis just threw this out there. You know, somebody would have had some intel on this. Something would have been going. I mean, if you really want to play it out that way, have us see some of the people in the government, possibly, that it's almost like a a 9-11. Where you end up where after the fact, you realize, oh, my, they, they should have had info. They did have info. They didn't act on it. But he, he's doing this in such a quick, stupid, broad stroke way that you get no particulars. Even the idea at the one point where Leviathan's talking to Superman is like, oh, man, you trust the government. Oh, the government. Like, you made a, fa- a point not to attack the government at one point. Now it's everything's convoluted. It doesn't make sense. And really, the storytelling of it with the idea that we're about to get info as we're going on and then it cuts back because most of this is just lois writing a oh, it's story the aftermath and now. being we jump told in after everything's done like superman yeah. even when she shows up sam lane is dead there's no fanfare nothing to this whole thing all we get was last nope. time where she's just holding on to him after they were teleported away and now he's just dead she's writing a story and now everything is over and for some reason i understand she's upset about her dad but when green arrow walks in no i only talked yeah. to my husband okay yeah, and, and- here's superman now honey let me tell you what went down this whole time so you can write your yep. story. <laughs> Why and, and can't we have just, a natural progression? And let me just point this out where you start off with a, you know, Leviathan's mask. And it says, you don't know what a manhunter is. And really, no, most people don't. And the fact is, when he starts telling us what the manhunters are, he ends up going very classic manhunter and never really evolves it into what they became, which was against the manhunters. And so when you do this, that's where I think he's really pointing out or, or leading you to believe that all this tech is, you know, classic otherworldly things that you wouldn't see. But Mark Shaw himself was against those manhunters and actually was pissed off and tried to fight them. So he doesn't know the whole thing. And he's a broad stroke again with the idea of them being just tied straight into. And I believe there's a hint at the end that the Guardians are, are involved here in, in his little funny wink, wink way. But but just the idea you have that at the beginning where he's saying, hey, you know what a manhunter is, Eric? It doesn't matter. You're like, Good. you know what? Good. Fuck off. It, it really it, like that's your story because, yeah, it doesn't matter, asshole. So then you go and two pages are devoted to Green Arrow coming in. Hey, Lois, I got some info I want to talk to you about. I only talk to my husband for him to come in and then waste time. This is a story that only has a certain amount of pages. You have all this stuff there. And it just is three pages are just taken away right away. And that's what he keeps doing with the sing song. My father's gone. I know Leviathan's trying to turn him. I know. Oh, man, manhunters. Tell me about them. And then we go back 
and everything just feels like oh well because it's already happened and you know you have the well, three even hours when we ago go back then this whole thing where like you know silencer and talia go shot up the freaking bat van and like you know with a bazooka yeah. and kate spencer walks out and says i'm a manhunter and she's like well, talia goes up this way like I know you're a manhunter, sweetie. That's why I blew up your thing and stuff like that. Give me your staff. Take me. Give me your honor. But later on, when she finds out that Mark Shaw is Leviathan, she's so upset that a manhunter took down her organization. She's so yeah. in disbelief. I'm like, but you you seem to know this when you got here because that's yeah. why you wanted to take this out because there was a manhunter yeah. involved. Yeah, and even if you thought it was Kate Spencer, that, that's still kind of the same. Oh, man, I got the wrong one. Oh, well, no, she flips out and she starts doing this. And the other thing that drives me nuts as we go through this is right when we usually are about to get info too, it pulls out for Lois. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get that far ahead there. I don't need that info because we got 17 issues down the line to do that. But you don't get anything. You end up where Talia's there. You get Damien acting completely different than we've ever seen him, except with Bendis. You get a lot of people, you know, yelling and screaming at each other about what happened. Everything with Kate Spencer. At this point, we know that it's not Kate. She flips out because she's got a son. We we know that, but it doesn't make sense to attack everybody because you have a son. And at this point, they're not even saying it's her well, or that Kate she's Spencer really involved. And it has a son and stuff like that. Even when we get to the point where we see Talia Al Ghul and Sansa here, there's no reason that Honor Guest would be here as a silencer with Talia Al Ghul because they are opposed to one another. And then we have Damien yeah. come out. Hey, Mom, did you bring any snacks? Oh, Damien, sweetie. I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. Because I've never yeah. seen them before. Yeah, and then you have, you know, oh, that's that's your mom. Oh, man, you have that a couple times going on, things like that. And, and then they decide, because of the Manhunter tech, and they don't know what's going on, and even the fact that, you know, Damien and Batman even say, man, this tech is way over the top. Now, they were in the Batcave at one point, so that would be a concern. But even though right now they're like, hey, I think that we're being watched and listened in on. If, if everybody knows sign language, let's do that. Now, they say at one point or a couple of times somebody's watching, then they say they might not be. But still, if they think somebody's watching, they'll see that sign language. That That is the worst play ever of somebody's watching. Stop talking. Oh my do God. sign just, language. Just the idea that I've been talking about for six issues now where these heroes stand around and talk about what's going on but never come to an answer Now it's to in anything. sign language. Now we actually spend two freaking pages dealing with sign language as they sit around yep. and talk about what's going on in and, sign language. And I'm just I'm, I'm telling you, when we got to that point, I was already so angry because this whole thing, Kate Spencer, the Manhunter, like a What's this like her staff made out and stuff like that? And like the computer says the manhunter pendant signal is corrupting the scan. I'm like, what is the, pe- the pendant signal? Is it just yeah. the lines in her costume? Like, what I are you guess, talking I about? Guess. I'm just looking like, what is the pendant signal? Yeah. And then she just starts attacking and, you know, everybody's no going reason. to tell you, tell you's got the taser. And, and with this too, where they're sign languaging because they don't want anything to, you know, they don't want Leviathan to know what they're saying or whatever. They're not saying anything that would tip anything. It's just like, you think Leviathan's somewhere around? I think he might be. Hey, let's go. Well, Maybe if he is around, get off there he can probably and, see yeah. what we're doing now. Okay, we better stop yeah. doing this now. Oh, good. The cops are, and I, I love the idea of the, uh, the things because what I get is from Batman, the progression of this is Batman's like, listen, you go right here. Then, whoa, 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 Damien says. Then Talia goes, Calabunga, dude. And then Batman, I'm going to punch you. I mean, these sign language at one point, there's the tip of the hat that says the cops are a few blocks away. So it's not even sign language. This is secret handshake sign language that 
somehow tell you no still hey the tip of the hat that means the cops are a few blocks away i like at the one point <laughs> batman looks it's like he's picking his language. finger he's telling to steal a third. It, yeah yeah really i'm getting the signs what uh, uh, fucking double steal it this time what are you doing coach but hey i follow the rules <laughs> yeah right. no, we're batman batman looks like he's picking shit off of his you know hand that means i bet leviathan can't watch us or that's actually damien who's doing nothing i love the sign language of uh, oliver you might be right, Robin. That is what he does by just turning his head. I, I I don't know what the hell's going on in this. It's so bad. And yeah, and then they also have Leviathan is. Oh, you you clever. Stop you are it. clever. Just stop it. And the police aren't, you know, the deal. It's the other detective squad. And when they show up, you realize full out slapped in the face. That we have eight to ten to twelve detectives that some of them aren't that they couldn't figure out shit. They were only there as props and fan service deals of saying, oh, man, Zatanna, awesome. The question, great. And the real thing is at the end of this, it's great because awesome. Plastic man, cool. You know, all right. And, And that's the funny thing is you get the question in here. Uh, at the end, I was left with like 7 million questions, Aaron. Uh, uh, so even a Harvey Bullock. All right. You know your characters, Brian Michael Bendis, but some of them aren't detectives and that makes no sense. And really, it shows because they didn't figure out shit. And so you go back and that's where you pull out again, where, you know, you have Zatanna show no, up. No, I hate no, to bother no, you, no, Zatanna, no, but before, we're before, out of before time. we move on, I just got to one more thing because, you know, Damien Sinai's everybody like, I have a problem where he gets out of the thing and says, you know, hey, mom, did you bring any snacks? But when then he calls her mommy. Mommy. I'm like. It's in quotes, though. Like he's pretending, but you don't have you, you don't mommy. have a basis to pull that around. You know, that like she it. said, mommy's home. I don't okay, like it at all. Mommy. But he's not. It's like right away she'd be like, get her the fuck out of here, you know. And then she just ends up getting knocked out anyway for no reason. And, well, even uh, the whole that's thing where mommy. she's yelling evil. I'm telling you, the thing is, I, I was so mad by the end of this book when I was writing my review because the the fact of the matter is Brian Michael Bendis, he is a guy who does absolutely no research for anything that he does. And the point where she is yelling, Talia Al Ghul saying, I'm the goddamn wig of shadows, Mike. No, you're not. Shiva is. You were Leviathan. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So the She's idea Leviathan. that he has a she reveal was not the League here, of Shadows. A guy she who absolutely not. does no research. I'm telling you, she might be the yep. League of Shadows in the animated series or the fucking Dark Knight Rises but movies or whatever. But not in this. But not in the comics, not no. Not in this continuity. Not in the comics. That was in Detective Comics, and it's something that happened recently, and that's what drives me nuts. This is stuff that he fucks up that's, you know, two years old. Because the not thing is, 15. he's only watching other media. He's not about to go and read yeah. anything, but the idea this is that- what, We were warned about this when he came over. They I said, know. at point at Marvel, he was giving people powers that they only had in the go- the Ghost Rider movie. <laughs> Who's watched those? I mean, and if I you have. did, you're not admitting it. <laughs> You'll admit it. But yeah, I it's like anything, all but of no, sudden- The thing is, the guy does no research. So by the end, the no. big reveal is a character that most readers who have, like you, know, if you've only been reading comics the past 10, even 20 years, most readers are going to have to do research on who this character is. So you're going to make your readers do more research than you will actually do yourself. You you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, you are. That that's the thing. Fuck you. It, it's nonsense. And, and so and again, there's multiple things of this at Marvel. This is not new. This is not a guy who's come over to DC and is struggling to know the continuity. It's a guy who came over to DC and doesn't give a shit. And he's like, "Hey, 
What's up with this Talia? I remember some cartoon. The Le- No, no, no. You had a League of Shadows in this continuity since Rebirth even. So you can't just fuck around with this shit because, number one, it makes you look like an idiot. And number two, it just confuses people. And it just gets people like this is a guy who we're trying to find out if he knows what he's doing. And uh, every step the of the answer. way, he shows that he isn't. Every step of the way, he shows that, like you said, he's either not doing research search or he doesn't care and so with that if this was the greatest story we ever read and there were a couple things wrong in the continuity that you would can then say well that is the you know the cartoon there's no overlooking shit when you give us no story yeah you are that's your story where you're having people yell out stuff that isn't right you're having people act not like themselves you have a detective squad of don't say, do just, anything here, here you do here i'm just gonna point out the deal zatanna what did she do having her in this? Why she created did she some portals be- so we could get places real quick? That's it. That is it. And what did Elongated Man do? A, he, a guy that people have been waiting he for. He came about and stole everybody's hearts because, God damn, we wanted Ralph yeah. back, Jim. Yeah, there you go. That, that's <laughs> what he did. And that's where he's like, hey, who who are the people that they they want to have back? The fans want the Elongated Man. Here he is. What's that? Somebody's fucking with him. I'm telling you. We think it's Scott Liddell. He, he's walking by. He's in the hallway over at DC's office. Like, man, you have Brian Michael Bendis who, in my mind, just talks to himself out loud all the time. He's I need somebody for my book, and I need the, the greatest character that everybody's missing. Mark Shaw Manhunter. All right, gotcha. And then he puts it in. It, I'm just saying nonsense. the idea, like, for the people you could pick. I'm surprised that Barry Allen's not here just because he's a crime scene investigator. Mm-hmm. It'd make just- more sense than some of these. And so you end up having Silencer in it, who came in a little later, because people called him on it. People well, it doesn't said, make well, any goddamn sense. And but I know, but because he doesn't know the character, he just threw it in because people said if Talia's in there, there better be silencer. Were, were those Leviathan, people not reading silencer? Eh, they they well, no, I'm saying they they're not telling him how to do it. They just wanted. They heard Leviathan and said there has to be there better and then be we something had that with the silencer. That came out the DC's Year of the Villain special that went through the whole gamut of stuff that we're dealing with right now. Leviathan, Batman who laughs, freaking Lex Luthor and the Legion of Doom, and in that we saw Batgirl taken by Leviathan and like you know the idea that she was going to be brought in and be part of the organization. Yeah. Besides for showing up on a screen and being disconnected, she hasn't done anything except for show up here and say, ha ha, I was following you all along. Oh, no, he's she gone. She kicks back is what she does. And then that allows Damn, because at so this close. point, yeah, at this point, you end up having the both squads realize that, you know, they're sitting there and they're like, listen, we've narrowed it down to three islands, England, Hawaii, and Leviathan Island. Everybody, huh. let's take votes. Who wants it? Damien, no, not Hawaii. Come on, stop it. We know it's, I'm not even going to do a vote. We're going to Leviathan Island, you idiot. So they end up just popping out of a portal where, again, he, he must have been listening and watching and knowing sign language because they're just waiting there. Just, and they're waiting right at the shore, too. Just when, you the know, whole like, thing, when they show up and even the explanation, you know, we were inside that power dampening force field, but and Plastic Man, he was out cold the entire time, but he really wasn't. He was stretching his way back so he can get his way out of there to contact yeah. the rest so they knew where to go. And then out of it's, nowhere, they leap into a tackle Viathan. And this, here's the freaking Superman dialer. Batgirl made her move from inside the organization. We were all able to extract her. All she does is jump on his back and do a and flip over him. him. She kicked him on the back and flipped over him. <laughs> Tell you his presence in front of so many of her former followers sent the fight off center. You don't get a fight what because fight? that's basically all it is. That you have all those guys behind Leviathan. 
And some of them left and something went over on their side. Leviathan teleported away. Yeah. So he teleported away, left those people there. But then at the end, you know what? They're still down with you. These people love you, Leviathan. But continue, Eric, while I cough. I'm having problems here. Well, there's a whole thing at the end. Like we were left around just like, well, that sure was a thing. Why did like, you know, what do you think this thing is now? I don't know. That all happened. Just the idea, just going to the whole thing. This all happened in one, like, you know, one night in the next day kind of thing for everything that we've dealt with now, just to be left with, well, I've I've checked with my x-ray vision and all this other stuff. Leviathan's gone now. Well. We better go back because Lois has a story to write and I got to tell her about it. The power of the press is hitting there with Lois and that's what's going to bring him down. But it's not going to bring him down. It's just basically going to stop because Leviathan's whole plan was just going to release all the secrets. And and the best is you don't know what, when, how. You just know that they were all going to be released. Well, number one, you know, this is the government secrets and all, but most of the secrets in my mind would deal with these covert spy organizations that you've already taken out. So what? You find out that this, that, and oh, that guy was involved, or it goes as high as the president. Oh, there's a, there's actually people above the president. Ah, and it's the just- only person doing anything on this whole thing that makes any sense to me is Talia Al Ghul saying, "Look, we got to go after him. We have to destroy them before they regroup." Yeah. And all that. They knock her out. For Red Green Arrow, freaking taser. She goes down, and then we're just left with the whole idea, like you know, she was helping you. What the hell are you doing? Nope. Game over now. We want Leviathan, but we're not going to do anything about it. So the whole thing, we did, that's the whole thing, though, is we're, we're being told this. And then it's Lois Lane. No, stop. I don't want to know this part. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of want to know this part. They're about to say something because then at one point, Batgirl comes out. You know, they ended up able to get her out. But first, they're going to talk. I mean, that's the funniest thing. We got Batgirl out. Luckily, we could extract her. Luckily, you could extract her. You sat on the shore and talked for what appears to be an hour afterwards. This wasn't like a quick second extraction. After he went, you were just standing there, you know, twiddling your thumbs. And they're like, oh, man, he was going to drop all the secrets, military, government, corporate, all accounts, all emails, all texts, all bank accounts, all, all, everything, all, no more secrets. Oh, man, that's going to be bad. No, 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 no. He can't do it because I have this. Uh, What's that? I don't know. It looks like a hunk of junk metal with some blood on it. I'm not sure, but they need this. And without this, they have to start from scratch. Is that a hard drive? Because I would think you backed it up. Is that the device to release it? Well, you can kind of send out the info to other ways. This is the most ridiculous thing that it's this. And they got to start from scratch. Amanda Waller snuck it to me. But Jim... Jim, you don't understand the big twist at the end. We find out. Yeah. yeah. We find out once Leviathan gets away, he's he's a little heartbroken that Superman wanted to join him. But yeah. you know who has joined him? That the big twist of the whole thing, <laughs> the, the 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 Guardian, Jim Harper. Yeah. He shows Jim him because you know people care about Jim Harper. Guardian yeah. as much I, as I they mean, care about Mark like, Shaw. I know this is like the the story. Of everybody nobody cares about. This this is the you know the epitome of when and Lex had, had Jim the Harper flash when they for, switched bodies and he looked and he said, I don't know who you are. The Th- only that's thing we had of is. Jim Harper for anything to lead up to this, for anybody to get any kind of satisfaction was Brian Michael Bendis in one issue had Jim Harper get his ass kicked and he was in the hospital. That's the yeah. only lead up yeah, to this whole it. thing. And, and this is the nobody thing. cared then. He's like, he's looking at it. He's got his fancy holographic, I don't know, tablet. Oh, my. He's got all the tech. 
Uh, and again, this is like the tech that I do think he's going with the universal tech. That's why when they try to scan it, they can't understand it. There's nothing this, that, then it disappears, whatever. And, and so basically, like we said, you're setting up a Leviathan that's Mark Shaw Manhunter. You kind of gave a broad stroke um, a definition of the Manhunters. Nobody knows who Mark Shaw is. And then you have the thing, and I swear to God, this is him trying to be clever, and we'll see. Because this is going to go on, including where Leviathan's going to join up with Lex Luthor, it seems, for the Doom story. He's going to end up doing this, that, and the other thing in the super books. But you end up here where he's like, hey, you know, the Guardian shows up, uh, Harper, and he's like, hey, everyone's still with you. Everyone. Why? He completely failed and really did nothing uh, more so now than before. Really? Okay. All right. The bi- the bigger heads have tons of new ideas they want to try. I swear to God, it's the Guardians. I, I think that he's playing the joke that they so have big heads. you think that because Jim Harper is the Guardian that they're actually – like we have the Manhunter yes. here. Here's the deal. The you Guardians have the, the Manhunter and you have the Guardian. I swear to God that line, if the that bigger happens, heads gonna punch in your have tons face. of new ideas. I swear to God that he's making a joke that he thinks nobody – that the bigger heads are the guardians because it makes sense with I'll the name you. guardian and also it the doesn't make sense, but doesn't make sense. no i'm saying the way when you don't do research then it makes sense and i swear to god <laughs> this is going to be the idea that it all goes in a universal mystery fucking conspiracy that started with the guardians and why they so ended up making you, you know all these yeah <laughs> <laughs> boom, <laughs> boom, dynamite, or boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, the let's new go read some Power Ranger comics of boom. And I hope, I hope that finally I can be right, Eric. I, I just hope so. I really I'm don't. never right. I'm never right. I've ever heard. Oh, I don't care. It might be the worst thing ever. I don't care. I want to be right. And and again, if it was somebody else, and you're going to have a whole deal. And also, just think of the idea. The only Green Lantern stuff going on right now is kind of out of continuity stuff. And, and, you know, you have the Grant Morrison thing going. So you have free reign to do what you want with those Green Lanterns and the book and things like that. So I just think it makes sense that that's what he's going to do because he's trying to just tie everything in in this universal thing. And I do believe that this is going to go as high as the Guardians setting all of this oh, up. That's why you have tech that they don't even think is from this Earth. You have a description of the Manhunters that definitely go with the Guardians in there. And not evolved after that That would make more sense for Mark Shaw All these things going down And also just the idea that the Guardians Themselves, you know, are Kind of assholes and they hide shit and stuff like that So I think that that's what it's playing on The thing is they were assholes, Jim But we have the Templar Guardians now A new breed of Guardians for a little while now They're they're better, right? You think you think that's going to come into play? Really? That's that's a People remember the Templar Uh, Guardians, right? Oh yeah, yeah Yeah uh, but yeah, I think that's what it's going to lead to. We'll see. We will see. And also just the idea that it's going to the Doom story, which is kind of a universal. Everything moves to space in, in my mind with these things. So we will see. We'll see if I'm right. But it just seemed like that was his like, I'm going to put a joke in here. And then when they go back, they'll know all along that we were given to hints. And uh, yeah, banana. Eric, but what did you give this? For this big event, we only got the reveal that Mark Shaw is Manhunter, which I don't care about. I'm not a fan of the story no. and the idea, uh, like of the art and the idea that the story is told after the fact by Superman, where he's about to give us important information, but Lois tells him no. That's tomorrow's morning. The idea that uh. they're going to have this big reveal and then say no, we don't want to tell people everything that's going on in this fucking six issue event. But I, I yeah. give it a three out of ten. It's fucking garbage. Fuck I, you! I'm Can so I still angry hit that. that? I yeah, fuck it. Fuck I'm it. I'm going three out of ten. It's funny because I told 
you that I was pretty low, and you're like, well, I might go. Yeah, three out of ten. Nonsense. And, and this oh, that was is for what, a different book. Th- this, yeah, but this is what gets me here. That was you're right. So you get this. Eh? That's, that's just for you. That's not for Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is where I think that we're getting in something that I don't like, and it's the idea Shitty that comics? you know. Yeah, you you go and you read stuff on the DC Universe app. You love that app. I think that you love that app more than you love Jess, and that that is sad. I've never told Jess that. Wait a minute. Some people might be. Some people might be listening, Eric. I'm moving to sign language. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Is that a visual medium? Why don't you answer me? I just said like seven things. I I mean, listen. Uh, Let me turn the video on here. You still oh. don't. Yeah, the best is I, I'm doing this. I am moving my hands as if I'm making up fucking magic or something. It was the worst, worst sign language. Any? Anyway. Well, you, you're reading a lot Look, of events. You open your mouth, you're and reading- that's just making magic too. <sighs> that is Eric, and not on the podcast. If you know what I mean, <laughs> baby, uh, you end up where you've you've read a lot of things. You you read a lot of uh, you know uh, big events, crisis, yeah, all these things, like right? Well, what do you you what do you usually have before the big thing? And I'm not even going to let you. What you have is please. Issues, a lot of issues leading up to it. You have a lot of things where you'll even go on the app and you want to read Blackest Night. Well, they're going to say, well, maybe you should start with the these that are kind of a prelude, that you have a bunch of issues in all the things. You even said at one point when you were getting like near infinite crisis, not even near, years before they're, they're leading to it. Oh, I'm you know, you like have two a lot of things, Final right? Crisis, they were already yeah, Final and Crisis stuff. it was. So you have that. So what you're telling me is usually – the line wide books are leading to the big event. I, yeah. I like that. I got why did we change and why is this issue in particular where now we get events to lead to the regular books? That's all, all that it happens. is. We end up that that's bullshit. These are supposed to be big things. These are supposed to be what leads to where at the end you're like, holy shit, that was awesome. This whole year of nonsense that I went through paid off. Instead, they use these events to set up the regular books. These aren't events then. I don't care what you put in the title. You, you can call it a steak sandwich. I can't eat it. I don't like I'm it. I'm going to try. Then, oh, I will try, but I can't. So why is it that we're doing this where you have a big thing where you're on Twitter, you're putting all these things out. This is the big thing. This is the big thing. And then at the end, you can't tell anything because like Lois just stops and stops it because we're going to see that in another book. So it's just leading people along. And you know what that does? That, that makes off? people hate you. That makes people not want to read the books. And the problem is Brian Michael Bendis, whatever. If people don't like him, I see people every day tweeting me. It's like, yep, drop the super books and that whatever. That's not even well, good. I'm telling you, the big but thing when, whenever DC on Facebook has like a big like you know preview of something coming out, especially if it's Superman one, and that's the best thing. Even when it's not Superman related, you have a bunch of people commenting on this yeah. thing on Facebook. Fire Brian Michael that's Bendis. He's ruined DC. This is, this is what I'm saying. The problem is. When you had, like, John Wayne, he was pissed when Brian Michael Bendis took and snagged and, and with his death claws grabbed onto the super books. Death you know, claws. and Tomasi and Jurgens went, uh, you know, had to go other places. And then he starts doing. So at that point, you know, oh, man, I never liked Bendis. This stinks. Uh, I'm not good. There goes the super books for me. I don't see that as much anymore. Now I see, fuck DC. 
I'm done with DC. I don't have any DC books on my pull list. This has gotten too big. You want to know, like, the infection is Brian Michael Bendis. People are now just not mad at him. They're mad at DC in general for allowing him to do this with what seems to be no editorial focus on him. He is just allowed to do his own thing. That would be fine if his Wonder Comics were a so another imprint that, that was Michael out of Bendis continuity. Is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? I should be back in school. Oh, Eric, I should be back in school. I should. I don't think you should be around children. Learn what's got. I, I just accidentally hit that, Eric. I'm one of the lucky ones. I am one of the lucky ones, Eric. I am. No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, it's sad. But yeah, it's, it is the Crystal Skull. It's for some people the last Jedi, though. I don't, I don't want to get in that fight. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, those, you know, or it's like it, it actually ends up being like Bloodsport 2 Blood Brothers, Eric. You know what? It, um, something that never happened up. that would have been amazing. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. He's Smokey and the Bandit 3. It would have, it, it's point break that, you know, whatever that movie that came out again. It actually, it's anything that you like that ends up the next part of it just ruins it because I, I see more people saying, DC and not just saying Bendis. And with DC having problems already, they're scrambling for things. They have to end up doing things that make the money, which means a lot of Harley books at this moment and the Black Label, a lot of Batman stuff. That ends up then triggering more things. It's an avalanche. You you have these books failing, so then they're going to just start throwing things that they think are solid gold, which are some of the things that people complain about. Like, oh, there's too many Batman books, but they're ending up at the end of their rope because nothing else is hitting. And then you have an event that you end up calling event leviathan and then at the end it's worse than monster men for christ's sakes this is worse than justice league versus suicide squad this is one of the worst things of just a quote event that i've ever read because you don't end it you end up just setting up more things which he does you have naomi everybody loves naomi well we better end up waiting to put her in other books and never give me an info now this is what i'm saying dc now is going okay well that's the game plan i think brian mike bendis is onto some let's have deceased oh everybody loves it let's have a non-ending so we can do more of this shit that's just what they do and it just it angers people when they get things they're putting money down for a complete story they're not getting it and even the story isn't even a story it's just bad. Three out of ten, indeed. Fuck you! And let's move on to the next book. Next up, we got Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Blackest Night, number three. Where is it number one, Jim? It is number one, Eric. They, it they says number three it on, on DC Comics' website. I'm going yeah. with that. I'm going with what it says on the cover. Fuck that And cover. that says one. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that the cover would be the the end, uh, be all, end all. So I'm going with that. But yeah, yeah, I think you're the only one who actually it realized that third- it had that. It is the third thing going on in Tempest yeah, Fujinot's story why here. That's right. It should say Tales of the From the Dark Multiverse number three dash Blackest Night. But it does not say that. It says, you know, Blackest Night number one. So you're going to have to go with it. You're going to have to go with it. Written by Tim Seeley with art by Kyle Hotz, Dexter Vines, Walden Wong, Danny Mickey, David Baron. Baron, Baron, Ellen Pasolacqua, and Tom Napolitano. Tempest Fujinot continues his voyeur fetish, where now he looks onto a world where Semestro never shared the power of the White Lantern, which allowed the Black Lanterns to kill everyone and spread out into the universe. There's a few survivors, though. We have Lobo, Dove, Limbo, Lantern, Sinestro, and Mr. Miracle, and his then this ragtag team plan on rebooting the universe to the end to end this Black Lantern plague. Dang. Too bad nothing ever works out in the dark multiverse, though. 
And that's no. the first thing about this issue is that they have this whole thing where it's Tempest Fuge not continuing. Let's check out this kooky world over here. And he gives yeah. us the breakdown of what the story was to what happens in this one. And what they say the whole thing is like in the original way, this went down in the, you know, like the prime universe that we deal with in Earth Zero, you know, uh, Sinestro shared the white power. Like I'm like, uh, it's kind of a liberal term yeah, of share because, you know, is. like we see here, Necron kind of separates him from the power where Hal Jordan then goes and dives into it. And like you know, the rest of the freaking people who have been resurrected yeah. become White Lanterns and they fight him back. And the whole thing is it's not even fighting back Necron. It was the whole idea of we got to resurrect Black Hand and then that will close the doorway for Necron who we can then defeat. But they're going – it's a very liberal term of what they do here for the idea of Sinestro sharing his power. Because in the Dark Multiverse here, he never did that thing which is different from the yeah. original one, which caused the Black Lanterns to win and spread out across the universe. And everybody – this is very much like a deceased kind of storyline now because it is. where we had Blackest Night was a very Skittle Lantern heavy book. It was very heavy in the Lanterns because it was, it, was, it was a Green Lantern story. We don't really have any lanterns going on because everybody, for the most part, is dead. So it really it's feels dead. more like deceased yeah. now for the ragtag team we have here. It does feel. It feels like this would have been, you know, a way that you could have had that deceased as a Elseworld story that led from a bad ending to Blackest Night, even though everybody would have been dead uh, yeah. at the deal. But uh, yeah, it felt like that. You have Tempest Fuge, and obviously at this point he has become the Watcher. It's nothing, it seems, of gathering up any sort of team, anything like that. It, it's <laughs> maybe this was a crib. bad place to try to get and uh, recruit a team for that next crisis. Yeah, to yeah come really, along the way. I love it too. It's like there's this big crisis coming on. Uh, where should we recruit people and and Even things? At well, the end of this one, when Sinestro, the Limbo Sinestro, the like he's half White Lantern, half Black Lantern, he's the only thing left in the universe, kind of thing. Like <laughs> he got what he deserved, huh? I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's, he seems to be keeping, you know, taking pleasure in this. And, and really, when you're thinking of Tempest Fugenot, when we did think he was gathering up an army to go and do things, the funny thing is, why would he pick? Because he kind of seems like he should be on the good guy's side, yeah. but then he's going to these dark things. But then he even spells it out here. These are tales that I'm going to go check out. And I'm the guy who fixes tears or tears, as Eric would say, Fuck in you. the multiverse and things, including the dark multiverse. I seal them up. So this is basically a Tales from the Crypt, you know, Twilight Zone, anything of, hey, let's look at this. Well, uh, dear listener, this shows what happens when you have both oh, uh, powers at I your see you you know, glass. Yeah, it just seems like I was that. just checking in and on one of my favorite stories. Here, join me, gentle listener, as we go and look at the strange tale of the dark multiverse, Blackest yes. Night. It's even maybe a little bedazzled or or whatever that was where you ended up having – The original? What's his name? No, the the one with Brendan Fraser and when he ends up being the big uh, baseball player but then he doesn't have a penis or it's real small. That's the basketball power. Yeah, basketball, yeah. He has the basketball power. Yeah, he's got the basketball power like you have. You can't make a shot. Uh, But yeah, so that's – it's all the – all it is is monkey paw stuff. So at the end, you see what could have happened – it's the dark multiverse, so things aren't great. And you're starting out with a dark multiverse version of Blackest Night. I mean, really, it doesn't get any darker than that. And so as you go on here, I do think as it's going, you're getting a little now. I, I'm not going to say that Blackest Night is not a popular story. I'm not going to say that a lot cool of people story. Didn't But people, I think, are more familiar with a death of Superman and a nightfall 
then this. Next up is Infinite Crisis, and then you have uh, the Judas contract. So yeah. you're going to have these go down, you know, and you could argue about which one more people would know about if they – I think that most people, even if they jumped on Rebirth, they would probably have gone and read or know more about Nightfall and Death of Superman. But even so, when you go know, into because this – Blackest Night was so important that DC made sure to keep that in the continuity well, they for did the because people at that read time. It. But I'm saying that was at that time. But also Nightfall was in there as well because because it was the Batman stuff and one of the stories they wanted to keep, but they had other ones as well. But I'm telling you, yeah, that, and really, the, the idea of sense. it, when I hear quotes, they more bring out Brightest Day than that because that was, you know, the, the thing going on. So they just didn't want people to end up like reading an event. Oh, I know. But I'm saying <laughs> they didn't want – and that was the most, you know, closest thing. And what they said was not exactly – they did say popular, but yeah. it also was they were afraid that people were going to say – we just read these two big events and then you just wiped them out right after. Fuck you. We're, we're not going to read a shit like that anymore. You just wasted all our time and money. So you ended up having that. I'm telling you, if Blackest Night would have been 20 years prior, I think that Green Lantern continuity would have reset, though it would have been wonky. And that's just New 52 nonsense anyway. Yeah. But with this, what I'm saying is as you go into it, you are going to have it's it's more of a subtle change of a not subtle, but it's more of something that when you think of, oh, what's going to happen with Nightfall? And they say, oh, Nightfall, it's that when Batman came back, Asriel killed him. All right. I can understand where this might go. You know, Death of Superman. Well, that got a little wonky. But the idea of, you know, Lois was Lois mad the at the rest of the people in there. She's the eradicator. You're like, oh, OK, well, whatever. You can go. And then this is like, well, it's that Sinestro. And they're, they're fudging it, like you said. So they, But it, it's almost like you kind of have to just to get going. There's not See, enough right time. Now, uh, this is my favorite there. of all we have right now. But the, the I do idea, too. I, it's mine too. The idea of what we have going down the line, I actually think the Infinite Crisis one is the most compelling in my mind. What if Ted Kord hadn't been killed before Infinite Crisis to lead that thing? Because then we don't have a Jaime Reyes who could stop the I know Omax you have and that, Brother. But again, like, this is what I'm cool saying. Idea. These start getting a little more intricate than, say, a Nightfall, Asriel, he kills Batman. These are easy. They're getting more and more hard for, I think, casual people or people who just join in to grasp. Like you say, uh, you know, I say to you or, or most people, hey, what's this Nightfall deal? Well, Batman comes back and Azrael kills him. So Azrael maintains being Batman. Oh, man. Somebody's like, oh, this infinite crisis. Well, what's the deal? Ted Kord does and people okay I, I don't really know the question there so I think they're going to be like a casual kind of like who's Asriel no, I think that, that that is a little more known than say like like I said, that's step A to B. When, when you have a Ted Core, that's really like okay, you're gonna that means this, this, and this. You really have to have more of a grasp, I think. But we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah. see which ones sell and things like that. Uh, I think people yeah, are just kind one, of losing interest by this point now, which kind of no, sucks. The problem, so because but I think that I think these this is don't the best mean anything. For the well, yeah, you know they don't I mean? mean anything. They're just fun no. little like you know. Dark, since we have the dark multiverse, everybody wants to play in this stupid goddamn well, sandbox. And, they and, might but, as well and, do something with it. It's weird, too, because people were excited about this. So you end up – but I think you're right. I think they're losing track and and losing interest because these are dark versions of what-ifs, right? But the problem is, do you want this or would you ha- rather have the what if that, you know, you ended up where Abin Sur's ring went to Barbara Gordon? Or if it went to Guy Gardner first. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, those – you're ending up kind of going with these dark versions. They're not as fun as normal what ifs. Like what if, what if Batman decided not to, to do had this? Had become Batman yeah. and stayed Batman. Bruce Wade yeah, never came back. I was back. just going to say, yeah, what if, you know, the Bat Bunny continued? I don't know. People are probably like, I don't want that story. I mean, really? 
really. What if John uh, you know, Kent was never aged up? All right. Yes, exactly. What, still, what let's if, do some current what stuff. If, what if Damian Michael bad, Bendis stuff never like came that. to DC? Yeah, there's one. That's crazy. I'd like that. Uh, but yeah, so you end up where you're kind of – you have what ifs, but you're funneling them down into this very narrow thing here. That you and have to fudge this to point, do it. And you have to fudge to do it a little. And then by this point, you realize at the end, it really doesn't matter. And all of them end up being monkey paws that you find out at the end. Well, it wouldn't have been as good that way or whatever. I, I do like somewhere you find out, oh, man, that would have worked out a lot better. And then even the it, idea but it of reading The Blackest Night where you could have had, like, you know, like made a real good way for Sinestro to, like, you know, he becomes the embodiment. He becomes the White Lantern. But the thing is, yeah. throughout the whole final issue of Black Lantern, um, The Blackest Night, you had Lex Luthor as an orange lantern who was just screwing everything up because he yeah. wanted him like, kind of use that as a way that he ended up killing everybody yeah. for the rings, which there was nobody then there to go and become – the white lanterns is like you know yeah stop there was Necron. no white lantern just the idea where you have to fudge it like he didn't share his power I'm like i don't remember him sharing to begin with but moving on yeah we have in this the whole deceased thing that i'm talking about this is what it feels like it almost feels like it's deceased unkillable is coming out in february it's like yeah all right who do we have left you know on this planet who to deal with this from the people that we've already dealt with because everybody is dead and the idea that we have dove left which makes sense because she couldn't be converted because of her yeah, connection couldn't be to the avatar piece and stuff like that and we have lobo who has had been hired to like you know bring her back to uh, Tacron Galtos. I'm like, all right, you're doing some cool stuff. You're actually taking us into space. Lobo makes perfect sense for why he couldn't become a Black Lantern. Yeah, because he explains it exactly. He's, his healing factor makes it so and even the bike can't yeah. you know bring it out. So if even they go for his heart to rip that out to kill him, he even says at points he had back. herpes twice. It was the greatest, you know. <laughs> he and he shows up pretty dark, pretty mature actually. And I was actually shocked that they went, but it was good, and and I did like that. But yeah, and then go on because we have a couple other characters that end up like you know our big thing that's still left on Earth because Dub just seems to be making her way to San Francisco, thinking like you know maybe there are some Titans left, some old friends of mine that could still get things going on. But we have Sinestro, who is known as the Limbo Lantern here, half Black Lantern, half White Lantern, and he has the power to like you know like in the the Blackest Night story live, and he can bring all these Black Lanterns back to life. But because he's half Black then, Lantern as well, he only die. lasts for about a minute, and they die and revert yeah. back to Black Lantern. And so, then it's almost like a torture, exactly. uh, you know, when he does. And he's do just that, torturing so. these people because they're forced to die then again and become the, like yeah. you know this controlled black lantern thing so yep. the story doesn't really pick up though i like seeing the who's left and what's left of the world and stuff yeah. like that but when we get going for the idea that oh look i'm lobo i've been hired to bring dove back over here the, somebody has a plan and we're going to attack on gatos and this is where the story really opens up because it's dealing with stuff that we never yeah. saw before where now we're going to go and it's mr and that's miracle the thing. that's my biggest problem is and i'm going i'm paging through as you're talking and the, you know it's fifty four pages or so, right. and it really doesn't it pick up till up. about page forty. I mean, page once you get to Tacker and Galtos, and even it's kind of fudged, even where they're like, "Well, we'll take her there, Dub, but it better not be something bad." And then basically they end up Sinestro, and they basically kind of say to themselves, "Well, if they want Dub in particular, maybe they have a good plan." That would involve it. Let's go and see what this plan is. And yeah, once you get there, once you get to Tekra and Galtos and see that it was Mr. Miracle, once you see the new gods. And then gods, you have the you new gods up, all become Black yeah. Lanterns at this point who are like, and Mr. Miracle you know, has kept almost it Almost like bay. the avatar of Darkseid well, for Necron. Well, that's the weirdest part. Like to bring is, that in because it is the, almost the idea where they have to force this idea like, I don't know why Necron needs an avatar of being yeah. Darkseid. Like, why does Necron have to be Darkseid? I think it's just a wow moment. Just like, it is I, a wow moment. Just over there. I have the anti-life equation 
now I'm like, yeah, no, you're I've also, always wanted it. Yeah, you're, but you're, you're just also Necron. Necron. That's what you are. <laughs> you're Necron. It's Necron, which you don't get Necron, which is odd because it's just dark side now. Like, but Necron did want the same thing. You were like, you know, anti-life equation, the, the ending of free will there. Yes, Necron wants to bring peace to the galaxy by Rush? killing it. Is that why you're talking to free he will? He chooses free will. He does. You still have made a choice, Eric. You end up there where I do like the play here too, because you end up having Tim Seeley use Mr. Miracle, which again, like you said, it, things are making sense, you know, in this weird deal. He's, but I like the fact that he's also playing, and, and I think he is, of the idea of the Tom King book. Nothing about the book, but the idea that people going into this, a lot of them love that, and they know from that who Mr. Miracle will do anything. He'll even stay in a suicide dream for Barda. And so you play on that by the end. Oh, and I God, thought that I'm that was telling you, that's it's one of those moments like we talked about and like oh, we talked about, everybody talked about, like from uh, yeah. Infinity War, where it's just if you would have like held off even like Star Lord where he goes and punches Thanos in the face over and over again. Like if you just would have waited, the idea that we are about we are about to win and you decide to throw it all away because you love Barda. And you sit there and you sit there and think and you're like just go with it. I mean, just God try because they, they're, the you know, you're, you're, they're probably lying at you. Now, yeah. what are you doing? And now it was. And the thing is, you knew it was going to happen. You knew that you're going to restart the universe with this big bang because we're going to take this rebuilt mother box and pierce the source wall to get to the original source of the universe so you can re reinstitute the big bang and restart the universe from square one at this point because it's ruined. There's nothing you can do on it. You yeah. can't bring anybody no, back. This is, this is the idea of let's burn it down. And exactly. Start. You know, nothing here is good. Let's start again. But just the idea of he is at this point he has put this entire plan in motion where he, we're going to get Dove because she can't be infected She's her avatar of peace connection is going to like absorb the source energy and create the big bang and then one big bang is like you know we're not going to be together anymore if you do them yes I'm sure he's aware of this, but why do you got to go yeah. and ruin everything even in the last then, I even second? think that it plays the idea that you may have had them if it was the right way of doing it, possibly because they end up fudging the stats by the end to just do what they have to with a, you know, they end up saying, well, oh my, you know, these guys are taken out, but we still have kind of that with Lobo, you know, and things. So I don't know. Maybe it would have ended up that in the worst part that they might have been together in a different way or whatever, but even and so what you do is you, you let this happen and then work out the details later. Try to figure out something. Try to go because you're going to be there immortal the, in there. I'm and that's sorry, the this basic is the thing. thing. This is the final play at this point. We don't have any other choice. you got to yeah. go with this or and, everything and hope is for done. the best. You just have to hope for the best. And basically what he does, what Mr. Miracle thinks in his mind is, you know, I'm sorry, but – I don't care. I'll just die here and I, I don't want to live. What? But how about this? Save the whole universe and then die. Find a way to kill yourself later, you know, maybe by committing suicide in Tom King's miniseries. But so you have this going on and he just ends up, like you said, at the end with Star-Lord, you know, with Thanos. He just... just Two seconds later, and you might have been able to have everything that you wanted, and everything just goes. And but the universe, I did like it where, as it was, because we're going to channel the source through Dove and her like embodiment of peace would have created which this. She's the greatest. The she's great, so nice. The greatest universe yeah. to start over from. So when we ruin that whole thing, you end she, up having to use Lobo. Oh my and god, he's not it, good. And that's the best he's, part. He's got herpes twice. He said <laughs> he's just, got the herpes just universe. The idea that we're like. Well, well, this isn't working. Dove is dead now. We can't use her. Well, 
I guess we have to use Lobo. Let's keep the, like, the, at the end, it's almost like a ball got fumbled. All right, we'll pick it back up and freaking keep going. But now all we have left is Lobo. So the idea that we're yeah. going to create the big bang again and Lobo is our, our pinnacle of what's going to happen now. And he's pretty so, much the blueprint and, of and, the universe. And that's the funniest thing because. You know, it, I think this could have been better if it was tightened up to like, you know, 35 yeah. pages, I think would have been really tight for what it was. Because when I was reading this, I was having a lot of fun just for the whole thing of like, we're not dealing 30 years later. And I like, yeah. you know, like we did in the Nightfall story. Nope. This is 19 to 23 days later at a certain point after the Black Lanterns have won and started infecting the entire universe. So we have this whole thing where we have these characters that make sense for this whole thing. We're going to throw a Hail Mary play to bring back everything we can because, you know, you can't bring back everybody. It's not a wishing machine. We're going to revamp the universe. And I'm like, all of these things, these aspects are really cool. And even when we had this twist at the end where we are going to remake the universe. I just like as they evolve and that one alien smoking the cigar like Lobo. I wanted everybody to be smoking cigars through the whole thing. Civilizations, all the civilizations throughout the universe have an aspect of Lobo to them, which makes them want to destroy themselves like he did Everything. to Zarni. And I'm like, yep. this is the best twist, just desserts, yep. fucking Twilight Zone ending. Oh, ever. Everybody's just destroying themselves as Sinestro just watches it go on. But even as you're going on, there's cool things because they do end up having to go to the source wall. You're going to have to get that energy. You have Mr. Miracle, Dove, and Lobo and Sinestro going there. And then when they end up getting to it, you do have all the, you know, everybody, the big names all oh, coming yeah. to stop them. And then them. you have the color core that have we had for all the different yeah, like, Skittle lanterns part. that are all black and lanterns And even now. then where you have Sinestro then bring back, you know, his daughter and Hal Jordan to kind of, you know, talk to him and things like that. Sornic. And you, you even, know, Hal, yeah. you got to do this and then they have to revert right back to black lanterns. Yeah, they revert back. But before even that, you do get the... Hal Jordan pretty much inspiring Snesho in the, in the different ways and stuff like that, but saying you were the greatest, you know, and he's almost like, I just want to say goodbye, whatever the deal I is. Know. And didn't bring and, you yeah, back for that, and Jordan. Just, and that's what comes out later where he's like, you know what? Hal Jordan was right. I, I always knew it. I was the best, but there's moments that I really like. There's just not a lot well, of it, time to tell well, the things the thing, it's, it takes it's, a while to get there. Limbo, like Lantern Sinestro here, that's continuing on from what he was in Blackest Night in the final issue where he took on the light, like, you know, became a white yeah. because as he saw it this was his destiny this was what he was created for and this is his chance to show everybody how great he is so when mr miracle is going to turn everything away when dove is dead at the end like you know they waited too long yeah he's like no this is my destiny i'm going yeah. to go and yeah, do I'm this still going to do it i don't care i don't care if it's low like that's like the deal it's, uh, you know, Sinestro, it. it just goes terribly terribly uh, fucking wrong because the universe that, that is one, rebuilt with a blueprint of yeah, fucking Lobo. that one alien i love that the one civilization is just gorillas and the one because they don't have cigars he's just smoking a stick a cigar he's saying it's a stick <laughs> and even this and, whole uh, thing where we have the limbo lantern sinestro he realizes this place is the worst that i've created yeah. this oh, is my he's just like he's he trying to break through bleed space to get out of the dark yeah, multiverse into the regular and he sees tempest fugitive it, like, it is very very no reminiscent of Done. Lost Army yeah. at the end of the, the you know New 52 DCYOU when all the Green Lanterns got stuck on the other side of the source wall. They ended up seeing Hal Jordan. John Stewart saw Hal Jordan on the other side closing and then the it closed the up. Source wall, yeah. Yeah, closing it up just like this. And boy, that, that should have led to a lot of stories that didn't lead to shit. But, no. uh, you know, he should have been pissed. But yeah, you end up where Tempest Fugitive's like, no, 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 I'm bricking this in. You're going to have to live with yourself with this nonsense. And he's just there you now. He's just your cosmic bed now yeah, lying yeah it. and there you go so you end up oh, having huge. this 
you know, old Fuge is there saying, like, you know, there we go. Another piece of shit Earth done or universe done. Let me go jerk off go. to another fucking world now. Yeah, that's let's go. It's, it's time for me He's to go cuckold another story. What's up next, Infinite Crisis? All right. He's got some weird kinks, I'm gonna the old get out Fuge. the lube. He does. He has some weird deals indeed. But, yeah, I like this more than the others, actually. I like this more because even though it seemed like it could have been tightened up, like you said, yeah. or if not even just tightened up, maybe this would have been one that would have dealt with a three-issue thing that would have been cool. Um, you know, then you can have that space. But in this one issue, you ended up wasting some time, you know, really str- – I know it, it Oh, and plays then really out, stressing out just in case stressing like, you know, people didn't read Blackest oh Night and like, like, all right, well, I can know like, we really got to make sure that everybody yeah. knows who the characters are involved here and how they survived blackest nights and like that i'm like oh yeah. come on and yeah, like, you're, you're really and yeah, even we're doing the a lot of it is. we're just traveling through space to get to the source wall so which is a lot of black backgrounds at times we're really close up on the face because we don't want to show the black yeah. backgrounds all the time and that's yep. the worst part yeah. is like i have some complaints about this even the idea that we got a fudge to be getting to get where we are i like this issue the best out of everything yeah, i got i ended I up giving so. it a 7.5 out of 10 I'm going to give it a 7.5 as well. And uh, I like that. Like I said, they really, really want to – you have to stress that Dove not only is where you're going to put the source life energy to come out and then reset, but because of the idea that the twist at the end is that Lobo is the blueprint <laughs> is the opposite, you really have to get people on board with the idea that Dove is the perfect of the oh, perfect. Yeah. She has – you know, she's great. And they do a good job. And I think Tim Seeley really, really – you know, ended well, up doing when, something really good because it's Lobo. Well, even who when likes it's Mr. Her. Miracle who doesn't go through with the plan that he has set up this whole thing. Like at this point, Lobo has spent so much time with Dub, he has realized no. she is the perfect being at this well, point. And, and, that's and then the because thing is, he I, gets yeah. her killed, fucking Lobo is furious where he just goes and impales his fist through Mr. Miracle yeah, at the Mr. end of here. Like, all right, this all And makes I think sense that today. that's the the play there is a lot of people may not know Dove. You know, maybe they know her from the TV, whatever. But uh, the idea that you have the piece of crap Lobo that th- and basically even says, it, you know, it's a big thing to him that she's like the next best thing to the dolphins that are gone now. The dolphins are done. Can you she hear was the next best thing? Cry. You screwed it up. And so with that, that is a great thing to play off of. Of if you still didn't get the idea of how good Dove was. The idea that a piece of crap like Lobo just thinks she's the greatest and not in his normal slimy way. He just like, he sees like the dolphins. I don't think he does. And uh, because (laughs) he ends up saying like the dolphins are the thing where when you even had any time these stupid dolphins and it is this thing when they come up, he ends up saying the same things. They're pure. They end up not, you know, they're they're just good. And he says that, and then it ends up being him as the blueprint, which is the twist, and it's just bad. Uh, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Uh, with I think that. it could have been better though if they didn't up, have to have could've. that fifty-page goddamn count there. It could have been. Yeah, I just up a think bit. that they were afraid that a lot of people would not be, you well, know, the understanding it's, it's a the little twist. Book. Yeah, yeah. I just like I said, it's one of those. I think that to put that by the end, they're they're thinking that they have to set up a little more than say a nightfall, where they they really went so far ahead that you can kind of tell a new story anyway. But I, I thought it was good. I, I liked it. I actually am looking forward to now Infinite Crisis. I, I haven't not been looking forward to these, except that they're longer reads yeah, and I'm lazy. I hear. Uh, but besides that, they just kind of pop up. I haven't really been like, oh man, I can't wait for this next one. 
I kind of am a little with that infinite crisis to see if that can continue and see if the quality goes. And then after that, the Judas contract, we'll see how that goes. But uh, we'll go to the last book of this section. All right. Next up, we have Batman's Grave Number Two. You a ditch digger? You want to dig that grave? Are you? Written I, by I Warren Ellis, art team Brian Hitch, Alex Sinclair, and Richard Starkings. Well. The mystery of whether the guy at the end of last issue was Clint Howard or Larry Fine has been solved. He is both. So they're a child of both. He is both. I should be back in school. Well, I would love this book to be a treat like something the Ice Cream Man would bring us. It has too many ticks to be just that. Really, all we get is a prolonged fight scene and a weird transition to maybe another case. It's like going out on Halloween Without a water boy, Eric. I ran out of Clint Howard movies. <laughs> yeah, he was in Halloween, the remake. He, he's listed as a oh, character. So there you the go. The remake. <laughs> it's like going out on a remake of Halloween without a water boy <laughs> slash little Nicky slash Apollo Star 13. Trek. <laughs> Discovery. I saw that. I was actually going to say Discovery, but I was afraid that you wouldn't know exactly what I was saying there. Enterprise so. in the original uh, series, Jim. This book is having a bad case of arrested development. Right? right? You get it? Yeah. Clint Howard the, the, jokes, everybody. Clint Howard. And you said to me that, because I thought the right away. I, I Larry Fine, yeah, you get the, the hair. And if you don't the know, hair, that's yeah. a three stooge. Uh, and God, if you don't so. know that, please find out. But also, the face is – it's Clint Howard. It's Clint Howard 100%. Sure and then we're like, does anybody know who Clint Howard is anymore? Because I don't know that everybody knows who Ron Howard is. And without the one, you can't have the joke of the other. Uh, so you end up having a fight. You end up where at the end of last issue, Batman's on the case of a serial killer. He's those. He goes into this apartment. He ends up realizing through his weird sort of you know deduction that somebody's the in the floorboards. It really – it never even made sense of the floorboards, all that. So he ends up opening it up. And you did have Clint Howard here saying to Batman talking. Well, you mean I said Eduardo in that, Flamingo? Yeah, Eduardo Flamingo. Eddie here. He it's ends not the up Flamingo. He ends up saying stuff. Well, everybody can have a name. I mean, you know, you end up like you say well, Little Wayne. I don't know if faces. you know that. Little Wayne ain't no Robin. Uh so you end up here, or is he? You end up where at the end of that last issue, which was dealing so much with the idea of Batman putting himself in the place or even talking to dead bodies to try to figure it out. That was a neat little twist that they were using as this is how he gets into the case. He's like, okay, not only do I, you know, I don't put myself in the mode of the killer. I put in the mind of the deceased. So when he opens up the floorboards and is like, oh, you got me there, Batman. I thought, okay, well, is that him talking to a dead guy the way they were? It, It actually is played off weird in that issue. And I would have said that you should have had, now that I think of it, a different font when he's having the conversations of a dead guy, and then that wouldn't. But in here, you end up where he is alive. This is the killer. He ends up springing out, starts fighting Batman, and half the issue is a fight. For like 10 pages. It's ridiculous. Number one, look at this guy. I mean, it, it is Larry Fine slash Clint Howard, and he's just beating the crap out of Batman as he's getting beat up. At one point, he just says, I'm going to taste your face. And, and that's the big I reveal. Was but we, I but kept we already him with got me, him. Batman. He's in my Make tummies. Me feel. Yeah. And so, <laughs> what this ends up being is not only is the, the mystery issue. done, it's like giving you this info that you really don't need at the end. 
in a fight just to go off then and find out this guy eats faces. And, and not only that, the whole issue. thing is, but like when we have Batman fighting this guy, the flamingo, who's I'm telling you, this is the idea that he's the flamingo. He's not the flamingo. But uh, like I we, said, though, they finally, never call him the flamingo. They just say his name. And I'm even saying, after that, the flamingo's they say his name is Eduardo Flamingo. Yeah, but I'm saying they he say that and they say, but he says, though, eh, it might be some other guy like this is a copycat something, but we're, it doesn't matter because we're never going to get to it again. It's done. And then the and whole it's idea done in that a way this that just ends. this character. Like, even when we go to Gordon at the end of the whole goddamn issue, he's like, you know, this guy, he fell a fail of an employer, evidently got lobotomized with a chisel and was left on the street, drifted all the way over here. And like, this is a, like a hitman for hire that got lobotomized with a chisel. Now he's just trying to make friends and eating fake people along the way. Mm. How to influence people and make and eat faces. That's a new book out yeah. there. But and, like, and then it just This ends. whole thing goes nowhere. All right. Now that's over. Hey, Alfred, you a little hungover? Sure am, Master. Bruce, and then, all right. It's not, you know what's the weirdest part about this whole thing yeah. is we even only deal with the idea that when he was dropping off the flamingo at the GCPD, the officers drew their guns on him. We oh, they, yeah, they like, kind of grabbed why? it. They didn't even fully. They went, and then Alfred's, or not Alfred. Then uh, you know, Gordon's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I should have whatever." It's just nonsense. And so you go back, and the, the the joke last issue was drunk Alfred. It was saying a lot of sure nonsense, was. and it was funny. He was hungover, and he's like, "Oh man." You know, I said some crazy shit last night, Bruce. You know, remember that thing I said about the tutu and the turkey? Yeah, please disregard that. I didn't really mean it. And Bruce is just like, huh, yeah, you, you got it. My head hurts, too. Huh, I'd rather be you going out and getting punched and attacked by villains than, than me sitting here getting drunk off my ass. I'm like, I think Bruce is like, I don't take that. Uh, but as right. this is going on, this you leads You put on the castable, then, man. Go out there. Uh, we fucking are, fucking yeah, really. eat her faces. Go out there, Swipe, you know, and even then, the best is is Alfred still comes off as a bit of a piece of shit because he's like, yeah. you know, I didn't mean that stuff about people being bad because they're poor, but I'd really like to go out and beat the shit out of some of them underprivileged people. Like, Alfred, you still drunk? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. The morning drinks. Here, Alfred. I'm like, what is going on, Alfred? You're a piece of crap. But he's like, oh well, I'm gonna go out there and do some stuff because the officers they almost drew their guns at me, so I'm gonna go talk to Gordon. He gets there and this is going to be the next case where and there's no transition to it. All hey, you remember sudden, Bobby Turton? Yeah, all of a sudden they're talking about tattoos on, on necks, the things. I'm like, all right, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right, old about. Bobby Turton, yeah. corrupt assistant yeah. DA, blackmailed his way out of charges, went into private practice, became a defender, got quite rich out here. Well, he's dead now, Batman. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, Bobby oh, Turton. Well. Yeah, Time yeah. to move and, on and, to this case. Oh, Bobby Turton. So, and that's the case. They're going to go see how he was murdered. And, <laughs> and the we big solved thing. the last one. Yeah, the last one solved. And so he ends up like, yeah, you remember that? You didn't get to take him in because he had friends at DAs and they were cooking and he kept doing this. And then he, he got rich. And then the big joke continues to be the idea of <laughs> – he enriches me, bitch. That's basically all it is. Well, and I'm telling yeah. you, that whole oh, thing man, with the, the, the so neck rich. tattoos and stuff like that goes back to that one little side bit we had where, like, he actually saved Officer Nguyen this, like, in the last issue who was being yeah. attacked. He doesn't know who the attackers Which are. Which doesn't but, like, make this sense This is so far here. removed at this point it because is. we spent, because like – Because now we've almost, seen Nguyen more, since more there than, when he yeah, – More than just 10 nonsense. issues with this fight that goes <sighs> nowhere. Just a, it's you nonsense. Know, that's what you did for Officer Nguyen over there. He doesn't know who these guys are. Those are some pretty distinct tattoos. I guess we'll get on this after we find out who killed yeah. Bobby Turton. Yeah. So they're going to go get Bobby Turton, who who killed him. And, and the big play is going to be 
do you need to look into a case when it's almost like, you know, people saying Epstein, you know, Epstein dies, he gets killed in jail. Most people are just like, fine, the guy's a piece of shit. He, he deserves to die. This is what this guy is. It's basically he should have been probably arrested back in the day or should have been. And then when he was in jail, they probably would have killed him. So what does it matter now? It ends up and it's even like the with idea too, Alfred. When Bat when Batman is even going and looking in on the case and the files and stuff like that for his money and stuff like that, when Alfred comes in, he's like, You're such a bitch, Alfred. Like, Turton, wasn't he that terrible creature with eight gins who smelled vaguely of butter? I'm like the yeah. shit talking doesn't end with you, does it, guy? <laughs> Tell you, Alfred, shit talking Alfred. He he comes in, he's like isn't that that asshole that smelled like butter? Uh, okay, whiskey breath, get the fuck out of here. But he even says that. <laughs> then he goes more shit talking because there's Bruce. He's like, huh, I want to figure out what the fuck happened here. Who the fuck would kill him? And Albert's like, listen, I know you have a code here with your, your stupid Batman, but isn't it a thing? Wouldn't it be you killing him if you would have arrested him? He went into jail. Then he got killed with a shiv later. Wouldn't that be Batman killing him? He's like, no, that, that wouldn't be, Alfred. Go make me a cucumber sandwich, bitch. And so Look, it's Alfred, just like the whole deal of this. It doesn't mean that he deserves to be murdered just because he's a dirty piece of shit who smells yeah, vaguely I'm like butter. Th- this is what I needed. Turton, wasn't he that terrible creature with eight chins who smelled vaguely of butter? The man was Samoan. Give him a break. I need some Pulp Fiction here. <laughs> Rocky Horror doing some foot massages. And it's just, that's all this is. I'm it's Alfred you. Tucker I don't even shit. think people are going to get that reference now. I think it's going to make know, you think he hates Samoans. It's too late. Hey, back off. The guy was Samoan, for Christ's sakes. Uh, yeah, so, I just love it. hey, isn't that that fat guy? Oh, yes. So, yeah, you have nothing. Old Rocky Th- This horror. issue might be the worst issue I've ever read in my life. I, I'm, I'm serious. Uh, for the point of what it's doing and what it's not doing, th- this almost makes Event Leviathan seem like war and peace with the story. That was well, telling you thing. end up with 10 pages of a fight that means nothing, nothing at all. And it's just well, I'm ridiculous. Just whole thing. I, I get in. I'm like, all right, Larry, fine there. He's alive. That stick it there to Jim. But like, we get in this whole fight that just goes on and on. I'm like, like this is a who is Larry? I hate them. I'm scrolling yes. through, just going through. I'm like, and all of a sudden, for some reason, after he drops Larry Fine off here, Eduardo Flamingo. Even with yeah. the small amount of information we get about the next case, for some reason it became Fuck a slog no. to get through the last four yeah. pages that did uh, anything it's the last in this four issue. pages that did anything. And like I said, you throw in a reference that was barely anything in the first issue. You end up uh, having a case just thrown out there when you have a progression of Alfred, you know, talking about the, you know, oh, man, the flamingo. He likes to eat the faces. And yeah, we had that with Gordon. And hey, he was yelling. He's going to eat my face, all that stuff. So then you have Batman go home. He talks a little and then you have the signal go up. And usually I can see the progression of the signal being the idea of a new case. But you get there thinking that what's going to happen here is we're going to try to get the case going and also the, the drawing of the guns. That just gets thrown in there really quick and out of nowhere. Hey, I got this dossier. Remember this piece of crap? The DA was crooked. We're going to, and it's such like we, everybody listening and I, we've read these things. There, there is a natural progression of things. This thing slams the brakes and then hits a hundred miles an hour immediately after, and it, it has you spinning in the about, opposite direction. The 
And even the idea of the throwing in that, hey, those neck tattoos, when you're, you don't know what the hell's there, like a neck tattoo. I go back and I'm thinking that he's talking about the cops. And then I'm like, oh, I remember. Boy, that's an odd little deal. And then the big joke is, that's you know. That's the point of the series? Yeah. You, you know this guy. He, he's there. And he, he's, he was rich. He ended up DA rich. Yeah, yeah. He had like 10 houses and, and a, you know, baseball owned team. a baseball team. It's like, pfft. That's cute. That's something really neat. Like, that's rich. I mean, really? He might have been rich, but did he live? Yeah, he was dying to own that baseball team. He didn't live. He died, Eric. He got killed. And so what you end up happening is is I I really think that if Gordon was like, wait a second, you know, I'm a detective here. Uh, Something's under Batman's collar. I think I'm going to be able to figure things out. He's infected, Eric. How dare you? So you end up like... Huh? I don't think yeah, this is an out of continuity story, as far as I'm concerned. It's it's supposedly not. So you end up where I think Gordon's there, like, huh? He he really thought something weird there. I I get something. That's okay. even different. And he says, "Hey, Batman, yeah, that guy. He was the richest man I ever met. What?" Yeah, yeah, kind of. No, no, no. He might be the richest man in the world. Fuck it. I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm rich, bitch. And he runs away. Oh, well, that's That's all I needed. That's all I needed. This this is the whole thing. Because he's so upset at people saying this guy was rich. This is his sticking point. This this issue is garbage. And if I was Brian Hitch, I'd ask for all of Warren Ellis's pay because there's no story here. There's barely dialogue at one point. And the fight is just nonsense even. And when I get something that is a fight, some people like the choreography of it, Eric. It's a ballet of fists and kicks and the dance between a villain and a hero. First off, the guy looks like you could breathe on him and he's going to break in half. I mean, really. And so, and and didn't have super, it's just a guy who likes to eat faces. And so you end up having that. But as it goes on, if I get more than three pages of the dance, I am leaving a said dance and I'm just zoom, 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 and it becomes the quickest read that I ever it's the dance of the dead. And so I just sat there and I actually got more laughs out of this as I turned each page and saw this fight continue. I'm like, this Batman sucks. I mean, is he you don't even get the idea like where some you might have him like, oh you're you're holding off on me, the Batman. And like, no, no, whatever. Now they're just fighting and doing stuff and all of a sudden, you know, trying to bite the faces and stuff. It's nonsense. Uh because of that, I'd love to give it eleven a pages. Five. That's a fight. I, yeah. I just went I, yeah. I just went back there to count the pages of How the fight. How ridiculous is that? 11 pages of a fight between and then a, page a for guy who looks like Clint Howard. Yeah. There is hardly anything set up. And now the next issue we're going to do. And now this is the thing. Oh, Bobby you, start, you start off now. It can still continue. But you started out an idea mind. of Batman. Well, I mean the series. It might, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Does a series continue in the woods when we're not there to read it? Because I don't know. Uh, but when we're going through this, you start out with the title Batman's Grave. Okay. Uh, I, I'm kind of getting this. The All right, it Batman's out, Grave. Uh, a serial killer. Okay. 
I got it. Uh, he, he ends up going into the minds of the dead. All right. This seems like it could be at least six issues of tracking a serial killer, trying to figure out the deal, oh, yeah. having actual detective work, things like that. We're using this book as what we said last time we talked about it, a alternative, something different from the other bad books, even a detective comics, but especially the Tom King stuff. So we have this going on. We're doing it. And then this case just ends. With, with a fight because he done was in the floorboards. And, and then what ends up happening is you're like, how the fuck did you come up with the idea that he was in the floorboards anyway? You just sat there looking and, aha, he's still there. They usually wait around. There you go. He went and fought this guy and it's just stupid. Uh, what would it's you not the it? answer. It's not the question about what's missing. It's what's still there. The answer, it, the killer. Uh, yeah, you have the killer. Yeah, this is killing it. I, I just this is this is just not good. I, I just it's beyond me that you have eleven pages of a fight that isn't even it's a fight that's that like an iconic issues. fight. You know, like this is the thing. This isn't a fight between a Bane and a Batman. This isn't Two Face and a Batman. And it's, it's not like one of those Howard. like. Like, say you have the Riddler, you have the Riddler or the Penguin. Like, if they're going to even fight 11 pages, they are going to run away at points. They're going to try to set traps. They're going to do something. This is just a brawl. They might even have some funny quips. That's what I'm saying. This is just a brawl, not come and face me. That's what I'd say. I I don't know. I I know. Yeah, that's all. And he's just saying that. And then you fight and he says it again. Like, here's my fist to keep you company. See, uh, that's even better, right? Here's five of my friends. Boom. Right in his face. Right in the kisser. Uh, But yeah, it's. I, I I am I'm looking at uh, there's a nine five please I don't understand I I, I have completely <laughs> I've lost grip with anything that's going on in this reality we call life I really do and it carefully navigates the balance between image and text Whew. I, I I don't get it I I, I give it a three out of ten but I just want to say a yeah. fuck you five just to I want to say fuck a you. fuck you five fuck too because you. I want to have that but I'm still like a but three but I just want well. people to know. A three out of ten because nothing. And the thing is, I don't even mind Brian Hitch's artwork. He's not my favorite artist. I like what he it. does here looks good. Yeah, it looks great. It better. I, I mean, really, There's just nothing else going on. <laughs> they, they say times like, "Oh man, you know the 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 writer backs off and lets the art do the heavy lifting." Brian Hitch. He, he got the moving van. He, broke his he back ended up buying the, the pizza. He broke his goddamn back getting every bit of furniture. Wow. Oh, he has Warren hernia Ellis surgery. Didn't even show up. He's fishing somewhere or something. He's taking a nap. He's actually napping on the couch as Brian that Hitch himself to has to pick it up. He's moving it himself <laughs> and then has to go and buy his own pizza and beer. He's doing every bit of lifting. And there's really nothing to lift because the setup. Oh, it's just, it's bad. It's really bad. But that's that. Uh, just forget Goodbye, about it. And really, grave. yeah, I'm done. I, I think that we are done with this book on the podcast. That's how ridiculous this is. So you know, you're done. Out, out, done. It's one of those where you say ten out of ten is a. <laughs> sayonara sucker we're out i think anything three and below means sayonara you out we don't need your nonsense oh i'm telling you for the most part even with that you could see some potential somewhere it's just this potential nothing the the potential i had was that i could actually read a book for this podcast in three minutes there's the potential and then like that's fine with me but really i sat there it's like one of those things where you're reading it and you just start giggling like fuck are we going to talk about with this i mean there's there's just nothing we managed to do something here but it's still just it's not good it's just not good but we're going to go off to something that is good eric that would be the mail 
Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. Who is laughing? I hate them. All the reviews and the mail with Jim. I like the killing. And I've got such a long way to go. I'm one of the lucky ones. To make it to the end of the episode. Woo-hoo. First I'll hear mail with Jim. And I've got a long way to go to make it to the end of the episode. Fuck you! Now with Jim, now now with Jim. Gonna hear now with Jim. Zero point zero. Hey, Eric, we're back with the mail. Just running the gamut of all your preloaded sounds for that one, Everyone, Eric, everyone except this one. Very good. But Rick, not hit back. Yeah, it don't hit back, It does not hit back. Brick, don't hit back. Ah, here we are. Fucking having Brick hit you back. Mail. Not hit back. And we are here with the mail. And if you want to be part of the mail, I'm the star of the show, Eric, just like everybody in the roundabout deal of Weird Science Mail, you can end up mailing what? us at weirdsciencedccomics.com, just like Angela Lansbury. Uh, oh, my. I'm, I'm thinking of anybody else that I can think of. One star Old bigger star. than the next. Angela Lansbury, Betty White, uh, maybe uh, Jack Benny. Charlie right. Chaplin, Fatty Arbuckle, wow. aka Eric Shea. There you go. It's it's all the all the stars <gasps> oh, no. have come out. We've got we've got Henry Winkler of things. Happy Days. We have you have them all, Eric. You have them all. May West, maybe uh, 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 there later. Here we go. It's the mail, Eric. It's the mail is what I'm saying. And this is the one mail section of the night. Uh, and there's two mails. One bigger than the other, actually three mails, because one of our buddies sent uh, something twice. So nice, he mailed in twice. But the first one is Chisanga. Chisanga says, no, sup, get fresh crew. Oh, yes. Well, Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis. Fuck you. Event Leviathan. Fuck you. Just bored me to sleep. He says, Heroes in Crisis picked him off. Event Leviathan bored him to sleep. I just couldn't feel disappointment since I never expected much from the story, especially since I've never been a Bendis fan to begin with. I said that at the word. beginning. I still I still ended up, word up there, cameo. <laughs> I ended up uh, kind of uh, getting angry anyway. Uh, none of his stories since his Marvel days have got me excited since I started reading them. And I wish he would just get new artists, change how his dialogue is since he somehow managed to make sign language feel clunky and cluttered. And for fuck's sake, read the fucking wikis. Stop making your own versions of the characters. I know one Eric Shaking, shaking Seriously. his head, yes. Yeah, hey, hey, he shaking has no my head, yes. Shaking Nodding your head, head yes. yes. No, you stupid. Your neck isn't that strong. It's like a fucking bobblehead going <laughs> it's around. It's a giant fucking uh, head here. Don't care for the reveal. Serious, has any of DC's writers ever read or watched a mystery story before? I don't think so. Maybe they should call Angela Lansbury story she wrote, Eric, because they sure as hell act like they've never or moronically think that they can shift the rules 
to fit the story. Angela Lansbury's walking over coals. Excitement, she wrote, Eric. It never works. Just annoys people who feel these stories are bloated. Just to squeeze more cash out of people. I I know God something that's loaded and tries to squeeze cash out of someone, right? You know who I'm talking about. Hey, Eric. Gotta watch out. There's people listening. What do you we say? gotta switch. Oh my we god, gotta what switch. are you doing? We gotta switch to sign language. We gotta switch to sign language. <laughs> His run on Superman in action gets a go fuck yourself zero, which obviously needs this. I'm one of the lucky ones. Yes. Uh, and uh, they should just give him his own imprint. I did say that as well. Or just fire on, him. On DC, character Earth for him to play with so he can leave the regular DC universe alone. Fire I don't know. Him. He, you, he needs an imprint, and anywhere you sit, you leave an imprint, Eric. A big, fat-ass what imprint, is wrong right? With you? That's what I'm telling you. I'm mad now. I'm angry. We're almost done. Why we always me? say, like, I don't know. Who else am I going to be angry at? It's like Tanya. She has a little you bit of a, a mental illness. You have a whole house full of people you can hit tonight. No, no, no. I'm talking to you. It's like I'm telling you. I'm the nicest person to Tanya for the most part, but yet her mental illness makes her attack me. So I'm just attacking you. It's going down the line. Ship flows downhill right into your mouth. And speaking of that, Eric, I, I hear that they like that over in Germany. And there's Nils. Nils has shown up for the second email. Thanks, he says, Jessica. what's up? What up, you beautiful people? And hello, boop, boop. Eric. Oh, that's Aww. good. That is good. He, he's I been actually listening. Seen I'm going to see if he he's says been this. paying attention. He has been taking notes, and he knows how it goes. Oh, you know, he says that. <laughs> you look because I accidentally sent you the email instead of the link for yeah. us to record. I'm so glad to hear your wonderful voice in the podcast again, else? Reggie. And instantly, it was a great section. Well, I'm at episode 242 now. This is where my emails start, and I want to give you some insights into my near-death experience on the water roller. I sometimes Google words. That I don't know what they are in the USA. Me and too. You know, as me, me and you both speak American. So the German word Walserschlauder is water uh-huh. roller. Maybe you could call okay. it a water slingshot. We call anyway, it a river over here. Yeah, yeah. You know, we call it nonsense around these parts. <laughs> we call this too much free time on your hands. Anyway, I will attach you a graphic of what I mean. He said graphic for picture, Eric. You get that. And I mean, (laughs) also a link to a video where you can see how incredibly dangerous these things can be. And yes, they can. And it's more it's more of a runoff kind of maybe what would end up being a dams version of like a, you know, like a garbage disposal kind of thing. It's really odd. It looks like if you get caught in this, you will be dead. Uh, seeing this again in this video, knowing that, that normally people don't survive this shit, it's an incredible rush Why again. Would you do that? No, Jim, I'm not hooked just to these kind of situations. With HIV if you want to rush, then. Oh my goodness! How about just like going, you know, parasailing? I mean, you don't have to go yeah. that far. Holy crap! I mean, I'm really, you, you, you no, it's to win it or there to lose Fuck it. You. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm going down yeah. this thing where people oh, die all geez. the time. Like, why? Yes, yeah, I don't know. He says it's a rush, right? Your favorite band. This is the link to a water roller. Kind of funny because in this exact water roller that we were caught in. So he's caught in this one where I do believe I saw a person die. Which, again, they like in Germany. But it was on the left side. Yeah, that's all he's doing. Uh, German porn, he says. As a German, I never noticed that most of the pissing and very rough porn comes from German producers. 
I've noticed, Eric. Jim I has. always thought it was the whole world who likes to play out different sex scenarios. Damn the industry. Sex is so much more. Uh, and uh, kind of dislike that other country on the bottom. thinks of Germans as people who only have sex in these two ways. I don't think that, but it is a little rough. By the way, sex, in quotes, I noticed that I didn't tell you that I am in a polyamorous relationship with two beautiful women. And if you don't know what that means, I looked it up. That means he's dating somebody from Hawaii, Eric. That's what oh. I found out. A polyamorous. <laughs> exactly. That's when you get laid eric oh my the jokes are coming hard and heavy (laughs) just waiting for them to be good (laughs) i got a million of them none of them good (laughs) take my wife Uh, i mean it and it works great they already did have you ever seen have you ever seen the show now you're a guy i don't watch a lot of tv and it's uh-huh. not because I'm a pretentious prick who says, I only watch the military channel when I turn on the what I call the telly. Uh, I just I, I don't have time, Eric. And I don't no, actually, you don't have the attention span. No, that's the time. I'm saying actually what I'm saying, the time is. And it's funny, too, because it you ends up when I first. You just YouTube with the fucking I Gallagher fr- brothers. Yeah. I sit there and watch Noel Gallagher videos and, and my attention does not waver. At all. I'm, what is he going to say the about the, the cure? Did. Oh, my God. He said that about Phil Collins. That's what I yell in my room. Uh, but no, when we first started, uh, you know, talking, I, I was going to say when we first started our relationship, um, it was one of those things that I said to you, I can't watch hour long programs. And, and I did say that it is based. And then you had to be the pretentious prick. Well, Technically, with the the commercials, it's only forty eight minutes. So I guess I you're I not going to ever do. Hey, that's, how I, I, that's how I remember. It. See, there you go. And so <laughs> I said, I, I can't watch these. I can't pay attention enough. And if I can for one episode, I just can't for more than that. So it threw me off. And you didn't believe me. Now I can't watch half hour programs. I really can't. Jesus. I sit there. I am a wreck of a attention span asshole is what I am. And I just sit there and I put something on that's 22 minutes. And by 13 minutes, I am looking at the wall. I'm doing this. I'm thinking this of that. when I try to have a conversation with you. I can't help it. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're one of the most boringest people I've ever met. It isn't. Actually, when we're talking, I end up there with the idea that I'm really into the conversation. And and here's the thing, and people will know I'm talking to Manship or anybody else that has attention spent. The thing is, is not that you can't pay attention. It's that you can't pay attention to one thing because you're actually paying attention to 15 things at once. And that's what happened. Except I'm for me. sitting there at the time. No, you're getting as equally ignored as everything else going on. At that point. So I'm sitting there and I'm worried about this person who can't get the Patreon feed going, uh, you know, on their phone. So I'm thinking of that. Then I'm also thinking about this funniest tweet that I think I ever had that that's not trending, Eric. And I got to get that ball rolling. Then I'm also thinking of Tanya's at home and she's going to do this. And so by the end, my head's just fucking swimming. It's like I'm in a water to fucking roller. Ah, but, uh, you know, I pay more attention to you than trap. most. I pay more attention to the, I'm telling you, you think that you're upset. Yeah, but at least I sit there and listen to some things. And then uh, occasionally I sit there and I'm like, oh, that's Richard and Wendy Peeney, huh? And you're like, no, no, they're not in Star Trek Discovery. They're the fucking ElfQuest people. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Kind of like this. We don't have any problems. Here's how, this is the show. Who are we talking uh, about? This this is the thing. I don't know. 
And as I'm doing this, I'm thinking of Tanya upstairs and I still have to make dinner. I'm telling you, it's all wacko. Uh, I ended up wanting to pull this out because you watch more TV than me. So I'm hoping that you've seen, I, 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 hoping you've seen the show that he mentions. That's all this was. Have you ever seen the show Yom Iyer? How did you just say to me? You, Mayor? Y-O-U-M-E-H-E-R. You, Mayor. No, I think it's a show that you're actually the mayor of a town, a shit town, it's called. Kind of like this, but we don't have any problems in our relationship, and we don't have to defend our relationship choice to other people. Big love. I'm I'm thinking, is that what big love is? Okay, I was just going to say, it has to be something with uh, people who just screw everybody. I don't know. Uh, You know, Temptation Island. They just accept sister wives in that, Bill Paxton. Yeah, you did. I like Bill Paxton. I, I think right, he's hey. a gem. Thoughts and yeah, prayers. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been in much lately. Oh, well, I said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Up. They just accept it. Uh, it's it's a shame, though, that Bill Pullman went down. They just accept it that they are happy together. Oh, yeah. And we still fuck other people. I, I don't know what the show is, but I want to see it now. So I'm always on the hunt for beautiful women in the wilderness. I often write things and wonder, how will you <laughs> I react think to you should go to the city. I'm sitting there. He's he's off into the wilderness. Uh, there's this one lady. She's there. She's banging a fucking rock against a piece of wood trying to make fire. He shows up with his dick out, and then, you know, you get greatness. Sex cinema he has next. These, these are these are all in different, uh, you know, categories. First, we had German porn. I don't know where that went. Now we're in sex cinema. I once went into a sex cinema with my girlfriend and, and another dude. You know, you you know, might ask yourselves, why is the other guy in the mixer? I'm wondering myself, but yes, well, we wanted to live out a cuckold fantasy of ours. So we asked someone. The thing is, it's weird to play. It's weird to be the guy who I don't know that wants to be watched to initiate the well, no, process. That's the thing is that the two guys want to have the cuckold, so they want to Eiffel Tower and have someone watch. Oh. So that's what the girlfriend's going to watch. I get it now. They're, no. they're going to play po. They're going to play pogo sticks. Is what you're telling me. They're pickup sticks. Sword I call fight. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, sword. Naked sword fight. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's more the I guy like the man. I, I want. I want to watch somebody do this. Not like, hey, I want to. Like, I don't know. You can just pretend, right? You want somebody looking at you. Well, this is the thing. Then you just start fucking on the bus. People are going to look. So we asked somebody. If he would like to go to the sex cinema with us, just sit in the corner and watch my girlfriend and me making out, having sex on a big bed, and also pay us for this experience. He ended up getting $200. Well, now I have to pay you? German. You pay me. German. 200 Yeah. So he paid us. Yeah. In the six Now, in the meantime, I'm assuming that the picture that I've seen of Nils is him and his girlfriend. Eh, I could see it. In the sex cinema, there are many different rooms. We are all connected to each other, and you can wander through them. Some people always have their cock in their hand. Some just watch. I, I really want to know what Nils thinks this it's podcast like the one time is. Right? I went in that, <laughs> Nils is like, like the one time uh, I went I'm going to into that this mirror podcast. maze of freaking Wildwood. It was the worst experience ever. Everybody's fucking got, got yeah. their dicks in their hands. It's worse. Dicks in their hands? <laughs> that is a crazy horror maze. Some sit down in chairs and make out. We booked ourselves in a room where nobody some can come stand, in. Jim. Yeah, some do, but they can watch through windows. I was giving my girlfriend a very long and intense lick job. Then we switched and she gave us a very nice long thing. I'm telling you, this is getting very crazy until we start to make Comics, it harder. And, and she ended up having problems. All the while, this guy was sitting in a chair next to us, not allowed. I think that he's scrolling with us to see how far we'll go. He's 
this guy's not allowed to even touch his wiener. And I'm going a little G-rated. <laughs> He's not allowed to touch his wiener. We later had sex with a swing. What? My girlfriend's head turned over. The, the whole time there was a, a guy running around. Is she dead with a, now? I, I don't know. They were watching. Some even put their digs in holes. We ended up in our digs. room. We didn't want to play. I think it started being a glory hole. Hooey. I'm telling you, I don't smoke, but I need a cigarette. What is Batman I, I, doing? I, I, he gets the comics next. <laughs> next is comic. Comics. I'm telling you, if we ever wanted to decide that this is going to be uh, rated G, I'll know this is going to have to stop writing in. I finished Batman Damned yesterday. Now, so of course, he's going to like that, right? And I notice again, the new are very good artifacts. My scores, uh, it changes the scores immensely. I haven't read all the issues a second time, but I think the story is very uh, thin. Riggs, yeah, see, he gets it. Uh, gets it too and gets it on the reg. He gets it. Still give the trade an 8.6 out of 10. Help me, please. Actually, I don't mind reading issues and giving them the high score on my first read. That means I enjoy what I'm doing and have a really good time. Eventually, I'll get to the issues, another spin of thought. And when I read your reviews and listen to your podcast, but that's after I had a great time. So basically he's saying he reads them, enjoys them, and then we ruin his dreams, yeah. which I would have normally. That is the you know, pr- little, progress of how things work around here. Uh, yeah, we are the destroyer of dreams. We have said that. We know we are. Now, the funny thing is, as he says all this. You ain't going to find Man, shit really about Batman Dam. No, I'm saying he's not going to find anything with Batman Dam on the site or the podcast. No, I mean, I, I thought think, you were because... trying to find that Greta sound. No, no. I'm just saying about the idea, Eric, of a review <laughs> oh God, that you, you may right now. end up doing things when you go God, and get there. <laughs> oh, my. He says, I don't even know where we are. And it's too funny to read everything that King's followers are writing on Twitter. So he says also that's what he doesn't like to go doing, leaving after his final issue, because then it's just not King anymore. Oh, my God. How limited to just read his run and don't give Tynan a chance. I saw a picture of an upcoming story of Batman 86 and there was Deathstroke costume involved. I'm intrigued if he's alive or someone else takes up this mantle. He's already alive at issue 44. Oh, sorry about that. I just he's back in there. there. Yeah, Yeah, he's on on 44. He's on 44. I I wouldn't mind uh, Pierce's run, Pierce's run, ending at issue 50, then stopping for some time. And after six months, someone else picks up the deal and runs with a new story. I don't need another Deathstruck story right now. It it doesn't need it. He is one of my favorites. It's crazy. Yeah. Thoughts on Legion of Superheroes in the new 52. I was overpowered by the immensity of characters, all new to me. So for this run, I wish for a concentration on few characters in the first six issues with a great villain. That's, you'll see, that's what I thought that you should have started. Start small, get bigger, grower, not shower. One is enough to get to hmm. know all the characters. Anyway, I'm off to my girlfriend now, who still has piss in her hair. Which uh, one? We just oh. finished our newest porn shoot. He says, well, he's German. Oh, yeah, I nearly forgot. I have my first coaching client. Treat her right. My one girlfriend and I made my one girlfriend. I keep forgetting that he's got a whole stable. I made him a great coaching. It? It's funny. He says coaching. And and I can just Polycronopolis. see. Yeah, I, I made him a great coaching package for three months. I, I could just see he's like, what is the, I don't know why he's a, a, an Italian or French accent, but what is the American word for dick in mouth? Oh, coaching? Okay. I made him a great coaching package for three months and we are cashing $3,000. We combine deep business. talks with adventure 
one after the other or it wouldn't be so effective. We made some breakthroughs with him and our two adventures were bouldering and trampoline park. Stay awesome. Your pal from Germany. Nils, I'm often confused in a quite exciting way by the time we end Nils's emails. Uh, But Eric, we're not done. He ended up emailing again. Not as long. Hey, it's me again for short email. He says, Guten Tag, die Ehren und Frauen. He says to us, I'm now an ultimate badass, and it's going to stay that way. So he is on the Patreon, ultimate badass, Eric. And you know what that gets? That gets a kapuya, kapuya, because now he always (laughs) was a member of the, he's like, I I said uh, that's going to (laughs) stay until now. He's done. (laughs) And uh, please, please, no, don't break my heart later, because people are Say this always ended up breaking my heart. Off to my wedding now or weekend now, driving to a meetup wedding. with seven women in Dare Eiffel near Trier. Oh, One of them oh, will Eiffel. give me a tantra the massage. Yeah, he's getting a tantra massage as if he was Sting. All right, Eric, I keep telling you does? about that tantric sex. He loves it. Him and Trudy massage, end Jim. up with a lot of tantric sex. It's a tantra massage, which it's like the I spa. know. Maybe. Or the uh, Momo, not the Momo. The Momo spa. It, you it want to would go there. be that. The Momo. Then that's where the lambda, lambda, lambda go. Is the Momo. So you you end up where I believe that this massage will last like 17 hours. There'll be a lot of yelling. Uh, maybe some, you know, kind of like the idea of shaming. I, I don't. I have no idea what it is, Eric, and we're done with the mail there. And yeah, shaming, you know, shame, they yell as you're there with your pants down. And you don't want to be shamed when that's the case. But Just like growing that's up. That's it for the mail, really. That's it for the mail. And we're going to go off now to talk some more books with me and Eric. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair, blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just Eric shake. Looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. Well, that's just Eric Shea. That is Eric Shea. That's Eric Shea to a T. Also an sure S, is. an H, maybe a K. Eric, all the letters in the alphabet. That means you had something to say. You, you know that when you when you stabbed me twenty six times, you had something to say. That hasn't uh, happened when, yet. I know that it will though. It will. I have we faith that you will stab me eventually. You gotta have faith. Uh, well, George yeah, Michael told me you that. Gotta have faith. Ding, 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 ding. Let's just sing the whole night. We we will <laughs> skip these tell? books and Go we'll back just to the sing. karaoke. Well, it would be nice. Ding, ding, ding. If I could touch Eric's body, I'll just you do that. It would be nice. It would. Uh, we're going to be talking about a bunch of books from here on out. This section uh, almost ended up being a little bit convoluted. We ended up almost not doing Wonder Woman. It threw me off because Tom Felrath was going to do Wonder Woman. He actually did the annual that Steve Orlando did uh, during our you know, Patreon only, I believe it was on. Uh, and uh, he did a really good job, so he was going to do it. But his family is being chased they by got the, the strep. strep. Real bad. Uh, you, now that I think of it, it's like it's the got black the strep racer so hard. just chasing them around the house, <laughs> or the Hamburglar, one of those two, running or and chasing plague. them around the house. Or yes, or the plague. So he's not going to be able to do it. So we're going to be me and you doing that with, and it, it just seems weird, even though there's no connection. And back in the day. 
And even still, when we're when we're trying to generate our outline, and the, the, a little tip for podcasters, you should know what sh- books you're doing. Uh, you end up where we want things to make sense. They they should have a theme. As somehow Flash and Wonder Woman just got thrown in together. And yeah, you can make, well, they're both on the Justice League. We could make yeah, right. up themes. But if I still had really, my way, we'd have a Green Lantern in there as well. Yeah, well, if if you had your way, you'd be reading the book with us. I mean, really, you've had your way. That's why we don't have a Green Lantern in there, you, you son of a bitch. Uh, That's but not the Green Lantern. We, and, That's um, Grant Morrison's nonsense. Oh, oh it's, uh, but it's not the Green Lantern, though it's called the Green Lantern, right? I know, not on my watch. I, I agree, Chewbacca. He is an asshole. Chewbacca, he's a little bit temperamental, that, that Wookiee. Uh, but we're here, and like I said, we're going to have a section where uh, I don't know the theme. Flash, Wonder Woman, and Batman and the Outsiders. I'd like to say that those are all characters that are pretty cool, right? They, they may So even... funny, too. We start out with the Eric Shea theme that you created. I don't have a single book this section. That no, I, I know. And that's because I can't put it for the last section, Eric, because I have another oh, thing no. in mind. If anybody would be able to guess, maybe maybe that would ring a bell, P- possibly. <sighs> possibly, Eric. That's the only reason. I just wanted to mix it up, and I want a little tribute to you because I think that you are going to step forward in this section to show everybody oh, exactly no. what you Pressure. are made of is what you're going to do. And I hear a lot of people, they say, oh, man. That Eric, what a goof. He always makes me laugh. He he makes me chuckle. I never hear him like, boy, McClellan. that Eric, he's a smart fella. Or that Eric, he really knows his stuff. I don't, I don't ever hear that. And if I do, if you want in one here, well, help the other. Yeah, right. See, there you go. Now you know that you're alive. <laughs> you know, you have feelings. Uh, but we'll start right in with this now that we you know, wasted all this time. All right, that's all I feel. Uh, we are starting with Flash number 82, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Rafa Sandoval, Jordi Tarragona, Arif Prianto, and Steve Magic Wands, Eric. I, I don't know that I'm oh, going yeah? for Steve a Harvey here. <laughs> yes. I, I think that tonight it, it's going to be all about the uh, nicknames for the people. I, I just want to tell you that. All right. So I should have done that earlier since this isn't the first section. But, Probably. you know, wink, wink. Maybe you well, did. I may have. I'm not <laughs> sure. Well, Central City Stupid has turned recording. into the city of snart. And I can only hope that this is explained a little more than the story. It seems to resemble a little too much for my liking. It, it actually made me uncomfortable, Eric. I got a chill down my spine when I ended up reading this. It just actually, I started reading. I'm like, really? City of Snart. That, that just really? I just wanted to say that because it City sounds disgusting. Nah, City of Cold. That's it. City of Snart sounds like there's like boogers. All and like everybody walks by and when they go by a building, oh, they no, place I a booger on it. Yeah, it sounds terrible. It's a very cold open here, Eric. And, and by the end, we, we are left to wonder what is real and what is just a reflection of reality. I kind of feel empty inside reading, though. And, and even by the end, I was a bit intrigued. Now, here's the kicker, Eric. I'm worried about Commander Cold, though. <laughs> and at the end, he lost his head. Even though he never lost his cool. Oh, my. <laughs> you you ended up giving me that line. I See, I, I don't think if I can. I can't even take credit for that. About. So uh, you, you gave do me that. that last one. But did you like that? I don't that, want any of that. Fucking did you like that? It was a for that. No, I don't cold, want it. cold open. 
Eric, is what it was. A very cold, maybe freezing. So, yeah, you start off here. And the, the issue, a cold open. I don't know you, what the hell is going on for this you issue. Know what's, you know what's weird about this is you start off an issue where – a lot of times you're going to lead to something. You end with a big cliffhanger, the last issue. Then you go in and you have sort of an idea of, oh, my God, what's going to go on now? How is this? I didn't have oh, that like here. told. I got you. I, I'm telling you. When, no, I'm just saying there are times when you have a drastic change. But you'll have an inkling going in that, oh, man, I wonder what's going to go. I wonder how, you know, what's going to – I opened this. I, I thought, did we skip? I mean, was that guy right? I really, did we stop really thought that we flash? missed the flash at yeah. some point jumping I, into this because I think that that's that the thing that bothers right. me the most about this issue because we talk about the city of cold, city of snot, whatever you want to call it. This is so much like the city of Bane because nothing was set up. We were just thrown into a city already yeah. taken over and I'm like – what the fuck are you doing, Joshua Williamson? Yeah. We've already dealt with this. We don't like it already. Yeah, and and, and in this, you're going to have, you know, what is the city of cold? Now, you know, Captain Cold, he may have the city, you know, he's the king. He's King Cold. Uh, but that city's a piece of crap. I mean, king it's cold. on fire. At one point, they call him that. He, he's on The, the yeah. city's on fire. You, you have, you know, the detective Morrow's there. Oh, that King yeah, Cold. Yeah, really. You have, uh, like, all the people who are part of the Flash book, they're kind of there as a resistance burns and morrow burns and morrow are there right there that's one cold burns and and so you know (laughs) you don't have a setup now again we had this in the city of bane so it's not like we're not used to it but i don't need it again i need something more and and the idea of this being the offer we don't know the the offer seemed to be the the tech that they were using to kind the of technology. transform well, themselves. That's the thing is too. Even the stuff we're talking about here, where we jump ahead far in the future, where you know Snart has taken over all of Central City. It yeah. seems that all of the rogues have their own thing, like Keystone City, different sections of different areas, stuff like that. They have claimed as their own territory. But for the thing is to get all the rogues back together again, for the plan to work out that Lex Luthor was offering, we needed Golden Glider. We were told this, but the thing is. Captain Cold said, we're not going to go with Luther's plan. We're going to go with we're your plan. Go with, the yeah, plan B, yeah. which got Golden Glider in, which we never found out what that was. And here we are. We jumped to the future. Start has no idea where Golden Glider is. No. They've taken over the city. I'm like, did, did they go against Golden Glider's and, plan? And, and that's Lex the thing. Plan? If you remember, too, they go to Mirror Master. He's hanging. You know, he, he's doing his thing. Having a good time. Having a great time. And he's like, oh, the Playboy lifestyle. Your, your sister, oh, she left. You know, she wasn't down with my lifestyle of the ladies and the drugs and then the hepatitis i don't know why it sounds so intriguing and inviting what a life but she ended up tommy going lee. off because yeah really that is tommy lee a city of lee <laughs> uh so you end up in, in the city of lee every building goes up in the air and starts spinning around just like his drum kit amazing yeah, oh, it's the best uh and everybody walks around in those suspenders and like that bdsm outfit that he used to wear pretty cool uh, way yeah, to keep pre- your, ma- pretty, your pants up pretty cool way to keep your jock up uh you end up there where they he goes oh i don't know she she went off, you know, goody two shoes. They went and she was giving, you know, lessons to underprivileged skating kids instructions, yeah. to, you know, do skating, which was her thing. And I love, too, at that point, if you remember, the funniest thing, the shade being thrown that she was charging them. How dare you charge these underprivileged kids? I'm charging <laughs> them a nickel. Uh, but so the idea was, OK, here we go. We need you. 
we're going to do this plan. So the joke with us was, what are they going to do? You know, make a soup kitchen or they, I don't know why that's a joke, but hey, you have all that where it seemed to be an altruistic thing that she was going to be having to be involved with because she was, uh, you know, gone to the point where she evolved enough of the, hey, if we get some power, if we get these opportunities, let's try to do good. Let's go back to what the rogue stood for and, you know, trying to take it to the streets and get the man and things like that. And so without her being here and this Get whole central city being down and also you brought up the other important point of this the idea that it's not contained in central city you have keystone city mentioned you have it all around so obviously in my mind now you do jump to a future which are the two big flash cities though central city and keystone i know but city, that, what twin i'm saying cities, is so they, are they have the twin cities but just having them both like this is too much of a broad thing for it to be happening in real time anyway so it is in the future but you throw in this idea that it is mirror tech that ending up to make these pocket universes, these pocket earths, pocket cities, whatever the case may be, you throw that in, but without explaining everything involved, it, it does get convoluted. But I, well, I would think that if this is the case like this, like a city of Bane. Now, if you explain to me that the, you know, the president of the United States is down with this, then number one, the DCU president should be impeached right there and out because that's ridiculous. He is turning, take. he's turning the other cheek here, and I don't even care what's going on now in the real world. I'm just saying here, <laughs> the president. Well, what's going on now? Nothing in the DCU. I don't watch the news in the DCU. This this president. <laughs> (laughs) who just sits there and says, you know, oh, what? Central City and Keystone, they're being taken over by the rogues now? How's the crime rate there? It's down, sir. Well, then I'm down. That's all he is. That's his platform. Crime's down and I'm down. Uh, So the idea that there is no reaction from any other hero, any other thing. And, And in fact, while we go here, one of the biggest resistance fighters in this is Iris. I would think that she'd be able to get a hold of some people. So I, I do well, think that this that, is but, a pocket. Like deal. we have Burns and Morrow, and I, I just can't wait for this whole thing, this plot device to be over with, where this is a mirror reflection world kind of thing. It's just weird to have the doom symbol still in the sky if this is all like a made up mirror and, and later world. in the world, but, you know, later off. But I guess maybe if you go into this pot, in my mind, you go into this pocket mirror universe there and you end up kind of like a, freeze frame a cold frame. It, it, boom you get this and that's just gonna be really? there you doing that yeah i went there but uh no it's just weird to think though because when we had this all said and done like whether this is in a mirror universe or not from yeah. premier master technology or stuff like that we have people in the ccpd who have freaking turned allegiance to be agents of cold and yeah. freaking work for them like yeah, all you guys are going to get screwed when the Flash comes back and turns everything back to the way it's supposed to be by the end of this if, arc. Because if like, this is remembered thinking? or something, that's the problem is it almost feels – we say City of Bane, but it even has a little bit of an inkling of, say, a Flashpoint or a Freeze Point. Eric, I, I don't know what that would be. Uh, but also, as you're going on, you're sitting there thinking, and I know the same with you, like, oh, City of Bane, oh my, here we go again. Then all of a sudden you hear absolute zero mention. I'm like, no, 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 we're going too far. <laughs> Why are you going this far with all these other no, things? The thing I expect to see absolute zero and Captain Cold's talking about it. It just stuff made like me that. laugh it's because that, it's been such a thing with Freeze thing, and though, Detective. Well, we have King Cold taking over. You know, we have his, his city is now – like the city is now his. We have the insurgents coming in trying to take over, just, you know, rioting in the streets, looting. And you got to put a stop to this. One thing that did catch my eye, though, was the idea that one of his advisors, advisors in this whole thing is somebody named Dr. Chambers. Whenever I hear the last name Chambers, I immediately go to Jesse Chambers, who was Jesse Quick. So I'm like – 
does the flash, you know, have an inside source in there because her powers do kind of like, you know, come from the speed force bit, which does seem to be shut down in this weird she has those universe. Crazy goggles but like in the too old that I like. Uh, you know, I'm down with no, those. No, no, that's, that's, a, that's oh, different. I that was uh, Dr. Chambers. Chambers is the other one because there's two women here. I'm telling you, and it actually no, swore, I, see. Yeah. Switches, I thought I it was see the same now. person at one, first two that I She has like oh, the okay. ocular thing, I believe, is what she might even. But yeah, so w- with this though, what I think this is going to end up, and I think we're already seeing here, I, I do think it's a mirror universe. I do think that maybe some of these things may not be remembered. They might be reset. I don't know how the, the rules of the mirror universe go. But I actually think that this is going to go into the idea that by the end, Captain Cold thinks that he doesn't really like this because he doesn't have the thrill of having the flash after them and things because you go into what is supposed to be his big deal. He, he, he's asleep at the wheel. He he has left shit go wrong because I just don't I think that he likes to be the rogue. He doesn't like to be the king. I think that that's the big hint going. Plus, you have the other rogues who, if he's not on point and he's not focusing enough, you end up where they start to drift a little as well and not follow the plan as much, kind of do things. Because even when they're trying to figure out, you know, break-ins and things and they end up getting a hold of them, they aren't exactly like the nicest to each other. They they It ends up being like yelling and, and yelling at each other and things like that. It just felt So much of that rogue's family. Yeah. So I think that, and with, with Golden Glider gone, I do think that this is going to be one of those where it does end up resetting just because Cold gets bored and he sees things and it might even end up like I said, kind of where I get the flashpoint deal is it, it almost seems in my mind that we're going to get to a progression where the world is turned so bad that you have to get back to what it was before, even though that wasn't the greatest either. But, uh, and that's but, the thing. It's like this better be a mirror universe situation because how messed up this you know city of cold is. This is worse than Gotham during no man's land. Where like, yeah. so like buildings are toppled over, just covered in snow. The way people are killing each other in the street just to see and so like, get food and from like you know stealing from stores stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you don't you don't want to be the king of this. Like you know, here's your no. crown king. Nothing. Yeah. Oh my, a Metallica <laughs> reference. He, he went, also, I just want to say to you eric uh, do you ever have plans on taking over maybe your apartment i i don't know maybe quaker town or the world if you do i had plans of well, taking control of my life well, haven't if, worked if out so do, yeah that hasn't at all uh much to the chagrin of everybody around you you end up where when you do this please when you're there and they're like okay you took over eric king eric or king nothing that's right uh We need to get a little, you know, motif going. We need to get a look for your agents of agents of Shay. We got to do this Uh when they uh when they show you anything that resembles Nazi stuff. Please say no, because we don't need this. Uh, You know, you have (laughs) Captain Cold there and we know he's the bad guy. Joshua Williamson has to go so far to go. Okay, and then Cold's police agent. They have to look like SS agents. You have to get that. They even have, you know, almost like the cold version of a swastika on there it resembles even during the uh, uh, jokes and riddles deal all that's like you don't need that you're you're already in control we know you're the bad guy but he, he ends up having that which is just crazy but yeah you have these agents like you said there's even you some of the, the central city deal like there people are going with cold i mean there are some people who are just like hey i'll go with well, you got at top. this point the city's cold we got this guy saying all this he's taking everything you know what if aliens come down they say like obey us or die all hell are new alien overlords right away i'm down with cold too yeah and i i would think that you're not going to throw uh somebody by the name of chambers in if it's not jesse i I would think that that would 
be it kind doesn't of a thing exactly look like Jesse Chambers, but we don't see that character in the Flash continuity yeah. since they're like everything got rebooted. So I'm like, yeah. I'm hoping there's something to it at least. Yeah, it might be. And so they end up and they have you the know, worst part is for some reason the Doctor Chambers was something when I, I kept looking at it too because I feel like we've seen Doctor Chambers before, maybe in this because it just seems like a name I've heard before. Could not place it though. I'm like, all right, well, Chambers, Jesse Chambers, Jesse Quick. Yeah. Maybe I'll go with that. And I, I mean, as I'm looking at it, because I'm looking at them, and then you know they they end up you know revealing this technology this you know the mirror master technology where you can go into and he is trying to find his sister uh, and they come in with oh my god look we got a a call in oh my god another theft and you have them uh, alert that but i I think that even with the idea of you know a lot of thefts going on in the city of cold right now i guess the crime rate is skyrocketing the president might start waking up on this uh you know he better get well your approval rating's going down sir there seems to be a crime wave in the city of cold well they'll send out just false information uh, uh you know some sort of fake things Eric. uh but you end up with with uh king cold i just didn't want to say fake news <laughs> king cold's there and, and again even that to me seems like a play on citizen cold from from flashpoint and stuff like that but yeah he, he's gonna it's go citizen out citizen cold yeah. commander cold we have this yeah, all have the time now prince cold i don't know bad cold you end up there where he has what really trumps Mr. Freeze's kind of lame little, you know, snowmobile car tank. This thing is way better, right? It's got cannons and stuff, but he's just standing on top. And I'm like, why is he going in? They're like, we better go investigate this. We we don't really need you to, you know, stand there and, and go through. But yeah, there, there's just fighting in the streets. They, Look, they end I up- keep having all these thefts. I'm going to come out here and make a personal yes. stand. They're going to know that this is my city. Yeah. How about What's that? Commander Cold, Avery, and Kid Flash are here trying to steal from me? Yep, that's oh, with what an it is. Iris West as, Al, uh, and as well? I'm like, all right. I, I just yeah. want to know what's going on. These yeah, people fucking, like, you know, the rebels are coming in and stealing a mirror technology now, and you're going to fight Commander Cold, but there's Avery and Kid Flash they're just running away. Everybody's saying the Flash is dead. I'm like, look, we just ended the last issue with, you know, the force, the speed force yeah. wall barrier being put back together again, and flashing the black uh, flash with a forever force energy, and then a lightning bolt. Now we're far in the future. And, and like, at that point, we joked that we on? thought Flares and Commander Cold were gone because they said they shut down all those forces, and yet it seemed like they were in the strength force at that point. So we were like, oh yeah. my, they're done. And I was like, oh, and that'd be, that sucks. You're like, I don't really care. <laughs> it ties it up. Well, we I'm got it you, the it next like issue. Josh Williamson might have written himself into a corner. All right, fl- uh, flash forward here. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it, it's very odd, just the start, because it didn't feel like that's what we would get to, even though it was, you know, the end of something and then the start of another but nothing really ends with explanation like we really weren't we were still wondering what's going to happen to a fuerza or yeah. you know a, a steadfast like all these things going or on the forever force yeah, or, or that. anything and, and we wanted to know and then all of a sudden it's just okay we're here with king cold in the city of snart and so they end up where you know King Cold comes, Captain Cold comes, and he's going to. And I wish he would have kept with the military. Like, you know, now he's four-star general Cold. Uh, I would have went better with that. Uh, though he didn't want to say, hey, promotion? Uh, general Cold. Yeah, I have one of those once, too. I have the sniffles and, and stuff like that. He's like, okay, I'm King Cold. So you end up where he does face his imposter. <laughs> Who goes up to you? Like, what's wrong with you? I got a General Cold. <laughs> you never said that? I got a General no. Cold right here. Oh, thank you for being very specific about that Cold. You're a weird yet, guy. Yet not being specific. 
Yeah, no problem. Anytime, pal. Uh, but yeah, well, I don't talk to people at work. They might say shit when, like that to me. Even this, where this is a progression that we don't know about because we haven't seen, but you're getting the idea in this, you know, somewhat future that they've had some run-ins. He has found out about all this stuff, and oh, my fake! I was hoping we'd meet. Kid Flash, Avery, go. And, and the the art looks really good at this point. Uh, and they are going to go. But even with Kid Flash and Avery, they're there. I need somebody to say something here that will let me get a grip of where the story is. Like maybe some years like, oh, man, after five years of fighting, this led to this something. Or like, man, you know, well, I, I, this, I just don't. It's even, even the thing that we had before, because we started out the issue with somebody breaking in the Star Labs in Central yeah. City and stealing something. We never find out what it is, really. But then the second time when Commander Cold then goes up against King Cold. We have Iris, I mean, and uh, Kid Flash and Avery get away. And it just seems like they have a broken piece of window. That's what I'm saying. I think think that is the mirror technology. Uh, that I just, they the whole get. thing, I just like, for whatever it is, I'm like, it really just seems like it's a broken piece of glass. Well, we get, you, we you, did it at Iris. You so get like, desperate. Good for you kids. I'd be loving it. It's, that's all it is, is they go out the next day. Okay. We got to get some more of this technology here. We, we got the, you know, the transdimensional container. It's a Pepsi can. Thanks a lot, guys. You're doing great. Every kid flash really suffered some head wounds at the last the, end of last yeah, issue. Really? Oh, they got it bad. Here's the thing about it though, is, a little bit later, the next book, we're going to find out that you could make a damn invisible jet from one panel. I- I'm telling you, you no, get no, some broken no, no, glass. You're getting some broken glass. Boom. They you're even in. tell you an hour. An hour. So this is what I'm saying. You get some shards of glass. Here's a hunk of metal. <laughs> Mirror Build technology. me a jet. Mirror what? technology. So that's all. I think that they are grabbing specific items to make their own mirror machine because all of this is and and what ends up at the end because through all this everybody keeps going flash is either missing or dead depending on who you talk to who they think whatever um and by the end we do see that that isn't quite the case but you end up having commander cold get frozen he 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 dead eric as far as we know at least in this and this is why i hate stuff like this because we don't know the rules so is this dream world is this just pocket universe that things go back to normal or does this keep going is it one of those is it nightmare on elm street where things that happen in the pocket universe stay all the stuff which <sighs> i would assume and it, it's kind of a shame i know that you just are kind of done with commander cold there's no real reason for him anymore um we but i like them anything i would have liked him to just go back to the future just let the guy hey, have i got one some win. future tech uh, sensors that i can tell you about this here and i yeah. might bang burns on your couch yeah that's, that's enough for me. That's like every roommate I have totally in him. It's weird. They said the same exact things, too. I just thought they were loony. Uh, but no, Future I just man, want, huh? I wanted him you to and I just be good go roommates. <laughs> So who wins this Super Bowl? Always bet on the Bills. That motherfucker cost me so much money. That <laughs> asshole. He, he was lying. Eric, he was lying. Uh, so when, when you have it, if this is the end and we don't reset to something, whatever, that this is true. Uh, it, it, to me, it's, it, it is a bit of a shame just to have this commander called for so long just to have him end this way. Uh, but really, like you said, who cares? Uh, so a, as you go, though, you do get, you know, hey, Iris, we got the piece of the glass. All right, kids, you're doing great. And, and they go. So that's how it ends with. 
King Cold then, as again, you see the doom symbol. And the funniest thing was Weather Wizard yelling and screaming about the effects on the weather that that symbol might have. I'm looking to the sky and it's really upsetting me. Uh, so they, they, like I said, everybody is already, they have their own little agenda. They're starting to fight a little. And I think that's kind of an important thing as we go. But you have a narration with commander called like basically saying you know i'm doing all of this i'm running the city they think flash is dead and all this stuff but it throws in this idea again of hey some people think that this is just the mirror master technology we have i'm like why would they know about that it, it, this seems like that's something very star lab slash being taken over by you know cold and doing this but he ends up and you do it because flash. they realize jim in this strange mirror universe they're normally right-handed but now they're left-handed that's mirror true. universe and, and it's it's australian rules flushing toilets is everything's crazy uh so when he, he's you going down do it? and he's in the old iron that? heights yeah and the iron that's right yeah. here and iron heights they're there and and i did even like what cold heights uh was their big like yeah. castle deal that was kind of cool but then there is the old ruins of iron height clever snark oh i'm telling Cold you he, he isn't he doesn't have a lot of imagination but he's got moxie eric yeah he's gonna go with what he knows what's that leviathan but, got leviathan island leviathan right. island cold, cold heights. heights you know cold avenue <laughs> that's the best uh yeah everything <laughs> snark street uh so yeah and leonard plaza he ends up and he's talking as he's going down the, you know, the Iron Heights uh, thing. You see some Otisburg. of the old, you see some of the old things. You even have the steadfast Fuerza trickster deal of the cells. And then he gets What's the he one trickster. I don't know. Well, he was there, but he goes in there. And it's he broke he's everybody a, out. Because he's a trickster. He, he can't trust a trickster. And which trickster, Jim? Well, I, I, we'll have to find James out. James Jesse I, or I, Axel? I actually think that is gone. They <laughs> hit the road, though. That whole story. But he ends up where we Flash is it. alive. I know. I'm saying, though, it kind of was just there and then disappeared because of all this, you know, year of the villain stuff. And But you end up having Flash alive. He is actually in a cell in Iron Heights. Uh, luckily for him, his mask is only a little bit torn and, and he still has his identity. Uh, but he's pretty much just, you know, pinned up to the wall uh with looks like flanges Chained. and stuff it, it, look at that thing it, it does look like the flanges uh and the head of commander called that's frozen uh, is thrown at him and he's like hey here's your buddy but i lost you can his head you can always keep his cool <laughs> keep his cool thaw that's what he yells he's like you can watch him thaw i, I don't want to watch him thaw it's just his head that's uh, gross yeah it is gross and so yeah he goes off and and even that the idea in, in a weird way of just why this story seems like it has so many different things that are just reminiscent of things we got that, you know recently this feels like the idea of Asriel keeping Batman alive in that dark multiverse nightfall. I mean, everything in this just seems to have a little bit of something else. Not that he stole any of this. I'm not even saying that, but it's just no, no, a no. weird timing where I'm just like, reminiscent. okay, I've, I've seen that. Oh yeah. I've seen that. This seems like that. And so by the end, it just was more of a nothing deal to me that doesn't treat well, me end, if maybe we this is end a, up finding out. Maybe this is a strange just way he decided to tell the story. He just wanted to do like think outside That's the box of the way he normally yeah. does stuff. Because even this says next, what the hell happened to Central City? Maybe we'll go back and we'll see. This yeah, is that's like what weird, I'm saying. Like, and, know, and that actually, yeah, when I was reading of the it. future, or even yep. one of those things are like steadfast, you know, because he has a still force. He can make you think of the past. Maybe he can do the future. Who knows what the still, yeah, fucking and, still and, force can do? Maybe he's having a vision of doom. I don't know. And this is the thing. 
where you're in these, you know, you're you're there, and Iron Heights is just a wreck. So I I didn't assume fully that they're actually there, but I think they are. I think Flares and Steadfast and Trickster are there, but it's weird so to they had time uh, to freaking carve the names on the door. That's what I'm saying. It's weird to actually name the things. You don't need to put their names on the doors, especially if somebody's going to come and find them to, to break them out. You kind of don't need that, but they do that. And so I, at first, when I, if I would have just seen Trickster, I would, oh, that's just because they were in there before. That's their old self. Because when you go by, I would have liked to have seen like him look into one and see Steadfast there in the corner or something. But yeah, by the end, I was intrigued about, okay, usually Joshua Williamson, he will skim the details. This is something that we've already seen in City of Bane. I do not want to skim the details here. I want to know what's going on so that we can kind of play along with maybe how we get out yeah. and what this... You, know, you don't have, like we you had don't have a big stakes momentum going yeah. last like in the last story arc. We're finally getting answers to things just to jump ahead here yep. with knowing nothing. I'm like, you're just kind of pulling the carrot away from me at the end here. Yeah, yeah. I want and, the carrot, goddammit. And it. without knowing rules, without knowing how these are set up, you, you can't really eyesight. play around with how you're going to get out of it and that's what i need um so when i got to the end i'm intrigued by what's going on a little bit worried because he doesn't really explain everything especially right away especially those forces you know what is the forever yeah. force did we yeah. so when it did say next what the hell happened to central city I actually, that actually was like, okay, that's cool. It's almost like when I say to you, like, the only way I can get, uh, like, really say I need to do this podcast uh, coming up on Saturday, like, for Patreon – I really have to announce that it's going to be out. So then, then it forces me to do it. I'm, I'm thinking maybe he's going that route. Like if I don't say we're going to get info, I may stray a little. So I'm going to tell them we're getting info. And now he has to kind of be there to tell it. So, so I'm a little excited about this though. Like you said, it kind of does reset everything and it, it seems like it's supposed to, but I was enjoying the stuff more and more as we were going through the, you know, up to this. And this kind of puts me back again. You know, I'm MC Scat Cat. I've just went two steps back again. I want to go two steps forward and, and go and do the smooching, uh, you know, with the ladies, Sarah, because that's what MC Scat Cat does besides smoking. He likes Paul Abdul, the ladies, and smoking, if you remember. But I, I'm Just back like there now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ghost hunting. So you end up like, I like it, but I need more. So that's why I'm going 6-8. I, I, again, I'm I'm going to this thing where I always can go a little higher. I could give this a 7, actually, because I'm intrigued. I could give this a 10 if I wanted to. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I could give it a 12, I think. Oh, my. You just you opened could. up a lot of avenues. Maybe snort avenues. Eric, I could do that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 6-8 uh, because I need a little more. Uh, but I can get on board with this. If we get info of how... Go things are, are this way and it makes sense because a lot of the things I the mirror technology board, and you saying yeah really i could really do that uh or maybe not you end up with the chambers deal you brought that up that intrigues me a little too uh and I'm just you know this resistance and stuff so it may, it may not be that but it is odd it's like one of those things where y- you got to watch the names you throw into certain books and that is a trigger name you, you it triggered you all of but a sudden in batman this week does. we have a lawrence wayne Oh my, yeah. who's that? Nobody. Yeah, really. wow, Nobody. Okay. It's one of the, he's from the Chicago Waynes. You know, those guys, <laughs> they're, they're in the sausage business. But yeah, like you said, or all of a sudden they're like, oh my, there's this young British guy that just came into town. His name is Tommy Pennyworth. Oh, oh my, is that my son? No, that was a terrible Alfred. <laughs> no, it isn't Alfred. I it was whoever, whoever you are. Oh, goody. 
I'm glad that it's not my son That's what because Jim. I was. Does this all story over. take place before Batman number seventy-seven? Uh, yes, but there, there's, there's one later that doesn't have the note that should. But how about this for an Alfred right now? This would be hey, hey Alfred. There's this Johnny Pennyworth that came into town. Oh, brains! There you go. And there. But what would you give this? I'd give it a six point three out of ten. I'm. T- I can get on board for this whole thing if it's a wait. The way he decides to like change up his storytelling and the way the order is given, he's trying to do you know change the dynamic up. That's yeah. one thing. I don't know what we're getting coming ahead. Just this really threw me for a loop going into this issue. I'm like, well, why would you do this? I was really anticipating answers for the momentum that we're budding, and now I'm thrown yeah. into the city of cold, and I don't want to be a part of the city of cold because it's like the city of Bane, and I don't definitely don't want that. But I like the art enough. I I guess I can stay oh, optimistic you. going forward. It's just that uh, this really just kind of threw me off jumping into it. I agree. Eric, so what was your score again? Was that a six, did you say? What was it? 6.3. You're, you're too busy just pushing buttons? No, no, I was setting up that. I just wanted to do that. Huh. But we're going to go off now to another book that has had a, a reset. All right, Eric, and the next book is The Wonder Woman, number 82. And it is written by issues Steve Orlando. He's back. He He was on the annual but this is him back for his second run at it uh you have never ran two times in your life and i don't mean for office oh (laughs) art by kieran mccowan (laughs) scott Hanna, romalo fajardo jr and pat you on the back bruso eric i almost forgot to give somebody a nickname so i had to (laughs) throw that in at the end Steve, uh, the Orlando Magic, is back for another run on Wonder Woman. What? And, and <laughs> just I was I should have so just like said Steve something Magic about Wands? I should have said Steve Orlando is bringing back his magic. Then that would have been a cool tie into the would've basketball team. Instead, I fumbled it, and that's not a basketball term. No. Steve Orlando is back for another run on Wonder Woman, and he uses this issue not to show you that he understands Diana as a double character. Dribble. But to show you, he has read Wonder Woman, especially the Rebirth volumes. This issue feels TV more. Shows? Yeah, some. This issue feels more like a roll call than anything else. We do get a little forward progression, uh, and that is all about making the book a little less G Willow and a little more Rucka, which I'm <sighs> sure a lot of people won't complain about, except this miserable prick called Eric. Listen to him. What are you talking about? Oh, my. The the crap you were. I'm telling you right now, I like this more than what we got from G. Willow Wilson. It actually, to me, it is one of those things where he ends up coming in here. The thing is, it's not only that. It's G. Willow Wilson and Greg Rucka's greatest hits. You get it all this issue while freaking Wonder Woman moves into a twin townhome. Yeah. You're also resetting some things because you end up having what I thought throughout that oh, the whole thing. Back, huh? Well, with the G. Willow Wilson, you had a lot of things where you know, Cheetah was just walking up and down streets screaming and yelling, you know, for blood. Down the jungle. Well, that's the thing, though. At least she has a, a thing that she's doing here that actually not only one makes sense for what you know, we got Cheetah before. This isn't just stark raving mad Cheetah who who's not taking it anymore. She does have a plan. It's a crazy one. It's a weird one, especially coming <laughs> off what G. Willow is doing. This is the same plan that she had before because now that she has her God Killer Sword back that was recreated by magic by the Dark Fates and this whole thing, she has seen the reflection in the sword and she knows that Wonder Woman was her friend and she's going to do Wonder Woman a favor now by releasing her from the under the freaking thrall of the gods that she so loves. Yep. 
Bitch, you've been doing that for fucking issues in the yeah, regular goddamn series. She was series. just trying to kill those just to kill them. Yeah, I'm She's saying she wasn't, she wasn't bringing them out, though. And that's the thing about this is G. Willow she ain't Wilson. She doesn't either. Well, G. Willow Wilson, she's going to. G. Willow Wilson yeah. brought back, uh, you know, Themyscira. Nobody cared. It, it was just like, okay, because there was no weight to it, because there was no setup. It didn't make sense. It just happened. And she did never, in the whole run of Wonder Woman, in my opinion, got the idea across that she knew anything about, like, she had a checklist that they gave her, like, hey, you know, what am I supposed to write about? Well, you bring back Themyscira. All right, here we go. Uh, What what else am I supposed to do? You do that. All right, here we go. And so when Steve Orlando does this and has this idea that Cheetah is there to draw out the gods, at least you're referencing that they're missing. At when G. Willow Wilson was going, you didn't even know what was going on. There's Pegasi going around. You got the satyrs and stuff, but not really saying well, like, oh, man, what too, happened? We, so, we are still set up in a world where the gods have been kicked out of Olympus. Even the mystical animals, but we're trying to call Hera from where? That's to, what I'm saying. To come to She's like, thinking you know, that they are somewhere missing, and she thinks this is going to be the only way to get them. And that's the thing. There's there's a little gray area of getting kicked out, and other people have said they have abandoned. So this is what I think they're going with the idea. They just left Olympus. They took off. Well, a lot and of this them, like, what, Duddy had no idea what was going on. Like, why, why the hell am now, I here on Man's World? Like, the mystical creatures had no idea what was going well, on. That's like, what I'm they were saying. To I think Olympus a lot of again. this is being reset. I think that Steve Orlando's going with this idea where, and Cheetah, though she might be misguided, is going through this idea of, okay, there's no gods around. You know, they, she references, they're gone. And and then she's saying the only way I can think of bringing them back is, I mean, basically taking hostages. This is a hostage situation. If you don't come, Hera, I know you hear me. Yeah, that's what you do because they're not coming back. You have to start. Yeah, you got to leave water alive by the end. But she's there to say that and saying that the fates. Stop killing the hostages. You want us to order you a pizza while we collect the the helicopter? Nobody's there. Nobody's there to say that because they're gone. So it may just be that it never happened. You know, she wants extra cheese on that pizza while she's waiting. Uh, that would be nonsense. No, she wants, uh, you know, catnip or something. I don't know. The, the thing on the cover, catnip, Cheetah, huh? Cheetah looks like a hamster on the cover. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> she looks I'm, like I'm a goddamn you, monster in when, the comic. When you ended up having the, oh, we're going to bring back the, you know, Themyscira, boom, it's back. And then you start thinking like, well, what does that mean? Did that bring back the gods? Do you have this? What happens with, you know, Wonder Woman, things like that? And, and it was never explained. G. Willow was just throwing things out there. I like this, the idea that at least we're getting an idea that at least the people in the book know the gods are gone. And this is just her idea of maybe I can bring them back. She even says at one point, this is your mother, kind of. And what mother would let their children end up? And you even have it spelled out. She's not anything to us. She's an inspiration. She's not yeah. our you know, patron saint here. Uh, but Cheetah thinks that she can draw them out. And in fact, the fates seem to do this because they're still stuck in this limbo. And to be able to come to Earth, to show the way to Earth, that's why she got the God Slayer sword. And I do believe that what they're doing is they're there waiting. When the gods come, they're slipping in the crack of the door. When the door's open, that's what seems to be their plan as well. I just the like that idea. The door seems to be open now. Yeah, I don't think it is because the idea is they're not – we don't see the fates. They're not you know, prancing around. She even says that they did this for me to show them the way and things. I think that they're waiting for these gods. But also the idea that I actually like that I never thought of is why do they put this prison in this kind of in-between deal? Because that's where all the shit goes wrong. You have Ares well, there. Even He's with getting that, things. because I – 
that wasn't even that before. This was just a cave on the outskirts. It wasn't no. like that whole prison that we had before with Grail. And speaking of and that, again, what happened to Grail and her other Amazons yeah, think, who are still out and about who are talking to the dark the face? Island. It's like Gilligan's Island. She's over there on the other side. That's where the cannibals what, are. the headhunters? Uh, yeah, the headhunters. And so I think that, again, they, I think they're going back to the old version of what that prison – I think that this is just basically here to say, eh, the G. Willow Wilson stuff. You can go, go by Maggie was there. Go by some things. But – don't listen to that other stuff because it didn't really make sense. And we want to get back to the Greg Rucka stuff if we're bringing back stuff that ended up happening there. And, you know, what he took away, bring it back with that vein. And it's so, such a weird idea. Like, I know that Cheetah wants to be in Themyscira. She believes she's earned a right to be there. And she's all pissed off that she's not allowed and stuff like that. But the idea of killing the gods and all this, it really feels more like a Veronica Kale motivation. If you want to up that character, make her the year of the villain or whatever like that and kill off the gods because she has more to, against them than anybody else. Yeah, I'm telling you the only reason is that they're sitting there thinking of it on the shelf and they're like wonder woman you're the villain cheetah wonder woman you're the villain veronica kale you're, you're not gonna have just yeah. guys browsing through and go i think i need to read that veronica kale oh my you see cheetah it's just the classic deal you know what you think of in these year of the villains most of them are classic red cloud say right that's yeah, what i know. think about when i think of superman uh so you, you have it but the, <laughs> the big problem is cheetah just sits there and just screams and yells her thing you know over and over and over so it, it kind of gets the like we, we understand we understand your thing you end up having you know a, a couple panels of flashback kind of art where you do see where she says let me tell you about I old up- cheetah yeah, I want to I want to tell you, you know, I was the one who ended up, you know, figuring out your language. I studied you guys. I was a friend of Diana. I got possessed by Erskataga. Hey, everybody. Yeah, Remember I, how much you love that Greg Rucker run? It. Here's yeah, some that's of that. what it is. And even at the point where she's like, after I, well, we broke the ties of the Erskataga, then I decided I wanted to be Cheetah. And that is a little off, but the, the art shows yeah. Veronica Kale there. So it makes sense. She's, she's there. Twi- yeah, she's it works. twisting it because she's the A number one. She doesn't want to give any credit. <laughs> also, with the idea through all of this, you go in with the idea. Veronica Kale ended up. You know, duping Wonder Woman, helping Cheetah out like we, like she always did. And so you still have that connection. So I do think that as we go on, if they play it the way I think, Veronica Hale will step it up as well and be a partner in this whole thing where you even end up where Cheetah is like, oh my. And now I was duped because Veronica Kale just wants the gods to be dead and, and buried. She she hates them. It's such a and weird maybe- X factor too because we had that weird heel twist. Like we knew Veronica Kale was bad, but the idea that she was like, "I fooled you all along. I was working with you." When we ended that whole thing last time, it seemed like she actually regretted what she was helping yeah, she, Cheetah, and even had Cheetah leave her a voice, a holographic voicemail. Oh Bitch, yeah, it just, just don't work. I'm gonna come back and kill you. I'm yeah, like, oh, I'm gonna this get ain't working you. Out for I'm anybody. gonna get you down. Yeah. So with all this though, we we haven't mentioned Wonder Woman really, and. The this is a Wonder Woman issue, so we have to get to Wonder oh, yeah? Woman, and it takes half the issue. So what happens here, and we're, we're going to talk about this in, in a couple other books, specifically Superman at the end of the podcast, is the idea that you have set up a time frame with the Doom Sigil in the sky. It, it's tough because you can't say, okay, what with happens in the, the Wonder Justice Woman book? Tough. Yeah, and you can't say what happens with Wonder Woman has to go hand in hand with what's going on in the Justice League. You can't play that game, or it's always going to be a dead end. You're always going to run into problems. So Batman, yeah. especially the Trinity, you know, you have that issue because they're always busy doing things. But you do put that doom symbol in the sky and that sets up 
One problem because there's a time frame. The other problem is that Scott Snyder's Justice League book, they're decimated. You don't even have them even winning the day for a little bit where you can sit there and think. And again, I don't even really think this stuff when I'm reading. I do separate the books. But just the idea that in the overall DCU that Lex Luthor apex predators at the edge of the universe with a perpetua who has come to life again you have the anti-minor and they're ripping through things grabbing stuff they have a big plan or whatever and there's Diana looking for houses and you just sit there like well, when was this time off did they just say at House one point hunting. like and we even lost- at a candy telling her on the phone as she's moving into her new home you know it's like yeah there might be doom in the sky the whole multiverse might be falling around us but you know but what hey we need to take some time for you yeah. my Really? What are you, what are you so, doing to Wonder Woman? And, and the problem is, and I think what the problem is also, is the idea, and it's something Scott Snyder kind of wanted to push and wanted to do so that his book really meant more to a lot of people. He said, listen, we're going to write this as an event. So it yeah. does play off like that, and it does feel like that. So when you have an event going on, you're not house hunting. And you have the, you know, the doom symbol in the sky that puts a time frame on it. So you're like, really? Like when everything is going wrong, you're just going to sit on your porch and talk to yourself. But like, I, I'm was glad Steve to, not I'm paying the mortgage that. on that freaking Virginia, you know, beach house anymore. You he, had to move out. He's in jail. Eric, you know, God, that. For what? He's, he's in jail. I don't What's know. What's he in jail for? Back rent. He isn't paid. You know, he's in debtor's prison. Uh, he's he's there still? because. No, he's there for vandalism. That's what it I'm was. I might be in trouble. He broke Wonder Woman's heart. Vandalism. <gasps> you stepped on my joke. <laughs> what a joke it was. Uh, so you end up where she's – Edda's like, listen, you need to rest. You need to have some R&R. I know that shit has gone completely wrong, and at this moment, you're not aware that Cheetah is ripping through your sisters on Themyscira, but you need some time off. I don't know. What does Wonder Woman do in times like these? Diana's thinking. I'm like, I don't know why you're thinking like that. But she's there. But talking. you know what you really need? A nosy neighbor who's kooky yeah. as hell. Uh, Nora and, uh, the Nunes. Thing is too, you know what makes me laugh here? This is a Brian Michael Bendis thing that he did in the Batman universe. Because what how is Wonder Woman talking to Etta? Does she have an earpiece? Because that is on a phone. Wonder Woman doesn't have anything. She is just talking to her, just normal. And if it's an earpiece or whatever, you don't need the neighbor to come in like, hey, talking to yourself, that's pretty weird. You know, we know it, it's a comic book thing. They're talking. you know, And that's what he did a lot at the beginning of that Batman universe. But Nora Nunez is now maybe my favorite thing character about of all time. Book. I mean, first off, she has what appears to be transition glasses. And what from what I've t- learned from American Dad, they're the coolest things ever. But don't look in the sun, Eric. They're in an eclipse with them. <laughs> but yeah, she it. comes out. She's got these green glasses like, hey there, Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, talking to yourself on the porch. Good start. I'm like, what the hell is this lady? I mean, she's, she's no, no, really no, got no, some no, no. But then, You're even yeah, scared. I'm telling I'm you. Just the whole thing. When you when she comes up, Wonder Woman, I have the internet. Nora Nunez yeah. from next door. I've I'm never once cooked fish in the microwave. Though. That, that way that I, and I don't like this panel progression the way it goes that you have to go down the side and then go to the stupid fish deal because she's just like, hey, new neighbor. Uh, hey, good start. You know, talking to yourself. And she's like, oh, I'm Wonder Woman. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's the thing about Nora Nunez, she's weird as hell, but I really want to have this whole progression in this story more than anything else with Cheeto or anything else. More than anything in this book, I want to have the progression where Nora Nunez thinks it's cool that she's the next door neighbor to Wonder Woman in this toy oh, yeah. home and then realizing to herself, 
oh fuck, I'm next I'm door neighbor to Wonder Woman. Bad shit's about to happen yeah, to me. Yeah, she's going to be a target. And, and just the idea that Nora, Nora Nunes is not ready for up. this crazy life. No, yeah, she she's got she's a little wacky herself. I mean, this is the thing: is what she says here actually is something that Brandon would love to be the next door neighbor to her because Brandon has a big problem. We have it at our work too. No, no. He says people Ah. cook fish in the microwave there and it drives them nuts. So that you meet somebody and you say, Hey, New neighbor talking to yourself on the porch. Good start. She says, I'm sorry, I'm. You interrupt I have the her. internet. Yeah. Wonder Woman, I have the internet. Nora Nunes next door. I've never once cooked fish in the microwave. What? What, what, what is that all about? I, I don't – I actually are thought to myself – Are you saying, hi, are these your credentials? Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. I, I don't even understand what that line means. Is this something so that – my it's neighbors. A, it's this a big happen. internet meme that, you know, the worst neighbor is the one who cooks fish in the microwave? I mean, really, from no, what I've seen from co-workers. Gordon Ramsay, don't do that. You can do whatever you uh, want in your own home. Yeah, like, oh, man, you know, you're going to get your stuff, the princess, you're going to get a day. It's zapped down. Can't even say Star Trek. It's like the worst version of it. Oh, that's just like Earth Fleet. Earth Fleet. Get out of town. Yeah, you have Jaina. What do you know, you know about it? Ends up like, you know, beam me down, Frankie. And all of a sudden, her stuff comes. You got some magic talking through the open chest. I wish it went open and closed like a mouth. I'm, I'm guessing it does. That's how I would like it. You but that's where she tank? finds out. Yeah, that's where she finds out. Oh, no. Cheetah is out. And she says, like, oh, man, even the last well, so that didn't work. Oh, woman this up. And then you have Nora, who who is now... The nosiest person. Oh, man, shit like this always happen. Yep, this is normal. She's like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> I better go talk to the realtor. I'm going to go back and get my deposit. Time I, to I am move. Out. Yeah, because it, it's trouble. But, yeah, then you go back to Cheetah, who's now just swinging things, yelling, talking about seeing thing. a reflection. Same deal. And then this is where a thing that I do like where Steve Orlando then goes and Wonder Woman's going to go off to get some equipment. She ends up going to see Natasha Irons in Metropolis. And this is something that we love. We love Natasha. We're, we're not getting enough of steel here in Natasha. And love John Henry she, Moore. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I actually, I like Natasha more, but she goes there and I'm thinking, okay, she's going to make her a sword and a shield. This is, you know, classic deal. Or no, no, no. Something. She goes and, and she goes and it's like, hey, hey, Natasha. And Natasha's like, oh, you sounded urgent on the phone. Well, what the hell's going on? Oh, I want you to build me my invisible jet with this slightly bigger than a handful of a I, I panel. I swear, it's, it's a broken up piece of metal she hands her. Huh? Okay, give me an hour. I'm like, what the hell are an you hour. talking about? And even the She's idea when we have this thing, jet. you know, my invisible jet, it flew with the Justice League, but was destroyed in the Leviathan attack. Do you remember her jet being destroyed in anything Leviathan no, related? No, I don't. I, I didn't. Here do I. And I'm like, why even I add think that, that? that's like, just a tie-in because you've already said that Etta, and I do want to point out, I'm glad you brought that up. Etta, at one point, because when uh, when uh, Brian Michael Bendis ended up, you know, destroying all of these organizations. It's fine and dandy to say, oh, we want to reset them. We want to do this. But there are a lot of characters in the books, the, in the DCU at large, that are based in these organizations that aren't necessarily anything that I think Greg Rucka has in mind when he's doing all this stuff. So it does screw Greg some Rucka. people like a Steve. I mean, I mean, Brian Michael Bendis. You end up having like a, a Steve Trevor or a Edda. So Edda's there and like, yeah, I was involved with the old Argus, but I'm doing something new now and I like it. Like you can't even – they don't even know what to do 
with these characters. Yeah, Brian stuff. Michael she's Bendis just ends up. I'm just saying, though, she says she's doing something new fully, but you can't say anything because you don't know what Brian Michael Bendis is going to do later. So it's just thrown out there. But you I do never like know that. What Instead, I, do. I like that Steve Orlando just was like, fuck it. I'm just going to have Etta. That's a classic character. I'll just say she's doing something new. Um, but yeah, you end up where she gives her a panel and says, can you bring me or make me? The invisible jet again i need it to go and fight an enemy of mine because i i don't have my weapons and i need it for you know to, for surprise and things you know i have to catch her off guard and she's like oh yeah give me an hour and i'm like really an hour i mean just say give me some Shut time up. you know Please. something like that so i know she you're a smart off. cookie natasha but get the hell out of here yeah also i wish that she's like okay she goes to megan she's like well this is the, a panel from the side of a refrigerator what the hell does she think i am uh but then they go off and like she's like whoa oh well uh just you go the off idea to china where we have wonder woman who then physically flies to china to talk to De yeah. on the Ch- the Wonder Woman of China. Well, why do we need this invisible you know the, jet, which you can you see know what her the best in? Is? That's the problem. Is. That's the best thing. And I love and we don't when do she swoops in. When she swoops in, she's got little round goggles like the Mrs. Freeze. Erica, you have to look at them when you, you go oh, and look Natasha close. Natasha had an hour. She didn't she's, build a fucking closed cockpit. She's got that. She's got that and, and like a, a World War II helmet on. It's classic. She goes down to see the Wonder Woman of China, where, you know, which is – uh, something that I like. It's Peng Daylan who goes. Daylan is what we go by. She goes to see her. And the thing is, Steve Orlando does not have to go panel after panel of both of them saying it's odd because we haven't talked. We understand that the, you know, Daylan has kind of disappeared after the, uh, you know, new Superman and the Justice League Justice of China, China got yeah. canceled. So you don't need to have an apology. Here, it's almost like he's apologizing to all the people who are big fans of Dayland. Oh, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Hey, I'm sorry I haven't come by. I know it feels weird that you didn't come by. I know I'm sorry I didn't come by. But she's there for the lasso. And I thought that that was a really cool thing. I actually, the thing I, is, I thought why that, does she need Daylon's magic lasso? She's going to go I on guess the sword she just and she wants it like for this. effect. I, I, I weird. also to bind her then, but I do like it. I would have rather her say, Hey, you want to come with me? You know, you're a Wonder Woman too. You want to go check out the mascara? This is cool. I would have liked that. I would have liked Natasha instead of going, hey, I need an invisible jet. Say, get in that suit there. You know, the, uh, the steel suit. Let's go. Let's roll, ladies. Ladies first. Let's go and take it back. And hey, I would have loved You that. know those magical weapons you have that really only react to you tele- like telepathically? Yeah, can, can I, I, I use it? those? Yeah. The best is, this is my favorite part of the whole entire issue. Even better to me than the idea of, I, I never cook fish in the microwave. This is best because Daylon, she has her thing. Hey, uh, can I borrow your lasso? This would be great. Daylon's like, yes. And I trust my boons will return intact once those lives are safe because she's going off to save lives on Themyscira. And she says to Daylon, as she's walking away, I assume, I will protect them. Like my own sister. And I want Daylon to go, whoa, 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 bring him back. You came to me because yours got stolen and you just left it in a prison. And and yeah, all that stuff just got destroyed. I ain't going with this. Give it back. You're not allowed to use it, but they don't do that. And and so you you continue the roll call. We're not going to get too much because we're almost done here. But Cheetah then ends up fighting Maggie. It's just there to kind of, hey, I, I also read G. Willow Wilson's deal, and Maggie's going to remain. You know, the couple fans there, don't worry. And then all of a sudden, in the least stealthy way, 
the invisible jet comes in. You can see Wonder Woman there with those goggles and that helmet. She comes swooping in so close. She's buzzing the tower like, like one with maverick. I mean, I'm telling you, she, she Maverick got in more trouble. He go, it almost knocks over, you know, Maggie and Cheetah because of the, you know, kickback of the wind. Why jumps she out just of it as it flies fly. over. Yeah, jumps out of it as it rockets over top. Really, tell the Slams truth. Down you wanted Natasha. Her. Yeah, you wanted Natasha well, to I do this jet. because you wanted a, a jet and you wanted a crazy entrance. And I wanted a fast. That's all you wanted. You wanted an entrance. I had a superhero landing. She was too lazy to fly. Also, the idea that Steve Orlando, I wish he would have spelled out the idea of the jet going through the portal type deal and all that stuff. Because with the jet, kind of, I know that it can, but it, it just kind of throws it off a little for me. I but, still don't understand yeah, how so. the Themyscira. Do we still have to go through the chi dimension? Uh, maybe. Maybe you have to go to, through the cheetah dimension. Uh, Eric, I'm trying to get the thing oh, there. Yeah? The cheetah dimension? There yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> so she ends up coming down. You end up with a big thing at the end like, Barbara Ann, it's enough. And I'm like, where's this like whole idea of you there for surprise? Are you there to catch them off guard? You have swooped in, went, went float, do two flybys, jump out, land, land there and start, you know, talking trash. And there's no real, and that this is something where it's not the a best big deal. part of this issue was Wonder Woman moving into her new house and meeting her neighbor. Yeah, I, I'm t- I I don't mind this, uh, and you don't like the art. I like the art of some of it. I don't. Um, I like the idea though that Steve Orlando is going to use. He, he's going on to All a right. book number one. It's a that, fresh start. Let's remind people what's been going on thing. here. Where it's not I plan even a fresh going. start. He's been thrown into the middle of a story. I mean, this is where I said the idea that with G. Will Wilson, I really believe she quit the book. I, I think that she just basically said, That's I don't want to do this Am anymore. I right? oh, 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 my. Oh. A lot of people we're, liked we're it. podcasting. Never mind. Yeah, that's I know. true. I, I was uh, not one yeah, of those people. A lot of people liked it, but it just seems like I don't think they would have fired her. I think they would have let her finish at least this year of the villain. And she ended up, I believe she ended up quitting or a mutual deal. But, you know, Steve Orlando comes in. When when do we ever really get the idea that somebody joins in in the big thing going on in the middle? And I think he basically. It's just such a weird idea because the story for the most part did feel like like it was concluded. But like all of a sudden, like, hey, uh, the year of the villain is still going on. What are you talking about? I just concluded my story. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. The sword was was destroyed. Cheetah was captured, and then the next year, all right, un- like remake that sword and well, like you know take and, away the and, bonds and, and keep her captured. And here's the thing, though, is just think of what? that. Think of that. And again, you're going to mention you know kind of uh, you know cross pollinate some books here, but Cheetah's in the Legion of Doom. She can't be captured. So just the idea that that was the end or kind of the ending of G. Willow Wilson's that you maybe you could have stopped there and got it, but it well, doesn't make sense. That's future problems, because right now, as far as I'm concerned, she's in 1941 causing yeah, problems. Oh, well, yeah. She's all over the place. But yeah, I think that Steve Orlando comes in here and he, uh, I'll, it's Actually, a weird came deal. came back at the end of last yeah, issue yeah, just like didn't yeah. I'll end up giving him <laughs> some credit, though, here for Time the idea travel. that you have a Steve Orlando who did have a mini run on this book. It seems as if this is going to be one of those mini runs again. You know, I don't know how long uh, he talks about this six issue story. So 
if he's uh-huh. going to come on here and just end up like, oh, give me G. Willow's notes. Okay, I'm just going to do that. Why even hire him? You, you just get anybody. So I think that what he's doing is, okay, I'm going to show everybody that I'm going to do more of the ruckus stuff. I'm going to kind of twist the story a little to what I want to tell, and then we'll go forward. And I said in my review, James Robinson stuff. I even said in my review, yeah, I said Shea Fontana. I said in my review that this issue, like I said in the blurb, it's a roll call. So, and I like having Natasha. I like having Dayland. That that is a pretty cool deal. You have at the beginning even the Doctor. That is the first person where when you see Cheetah attacking this older woman, they're like, who the hell is that? That's mainly from the TV show. So he's ending up throwing all these things in, which I do like. I gave this a seven out of ten because I actually was surprised that I did like what he was calling back to. But it's kind of the deal where now he's on blast or won't be not on blast, but he's, you know, I'm looking at him and then staring at him that the next issue better be more of a progression and better be something that's not just, hey, look at me. I'm doing this because usually when he comes on uh, Wonder Woman, the last time he did, it's more about the idea of I think Wonder Woman has compassion. I'm going to do every panel that shows you that to the point where, you know, it got really tough it, you know it really also uh, a roll call here's yeah. aztec here's artemis yeah yeah uh, but you have this i think that this is more of not his own roll call this is more of a greg rucka deal to kind of get that set to what you know should lead to the gods coming back eventually and saving the day possibly or at least wonder woman and them coming to an agreement or something. i don't know how it's going to play out um but i did like the roll call now but you can't keep doing that so i hope that the story progresses but i gave it a seven out of ten what would you give it i give it a 5.1 out of 10 i'm not a huge fan of the art and the only thing that really changes here is cheetah's motivation from what she was doing previously now she wants to do this for wonder woman as opposed to just being angry about not being on the mascara i like the parts wonder woman moving and having a nosy neighbor that part's great but the rest of the book is cheetah yelling the same damn shit or just telling me what i've already read about it so there's no real progression yeah, I, I there think and that just even with the I sword said the, the big thing, actually, one of the big things for me was the idea that they are in the book kind of addressing that the gods have gone away and there's a way for them to come back. Though we, you know, we don't know what the way is and I don't think they would know the way. They just know they're gone. And it's kind of been skirted a lot. So at least, uh, you know, that actually gets me a little bit excited that they, at least Steve Orlando realizes because sometimes I don't know that G. Willow Wilson knew that they were gone at points. You had some mentions, even the other people. You have Well, gods, she's the one who did that. Now, I'm saying you have gods, though, coming back other places, too, where all the shit's going down and all that stuff so you know i i don't know how or what or what they're going to be playing with so at least it's mentioned and, and maybe we'll get them back and they can kind of go and populate themiscara or not themiscara olympus again and then it would make more sense because you know shazam we have that issue with him with the whole idea and things like that so him and olympus fighting aries yeah yeah so we'll see we will see but we have one more book in this section that we'll go to now All right, and the last book of this section is Batman and the Outsiders, number seven, written by Brian Hill, art by Cian Atorme, or Cian Mel Torme, Eric. Oh, yeah? Adriana Lucas Films, right? And Clayton, you better keep on your cowls. (laughs) You like that? You you liking this stuff? No, I don't like that. 
I, I guess it's Fast and the Furious time at your house right now. I hear them zooming on by. That's actually the audience leaving after my jokes, Aaron. This is what I've been waiting for. In a book that had a little excitement in six issues and an annual, I was ready for an all-out action-packed issue that actually also pushed the plot forward as well. This issue had twists and turns and crosses and double crosses, and I really liked it. And yes, Eric, I was pressed for time when I wrote that. That is not oh. a Harvey, a winning. But that's the thing. Sometimes you win awards for things that you don't expect. Thank you, Harvey audience. Thank you very much. And yeah, I, I did mention that C and Torme may be in a relation to Mel Torme that they called the Velvet Fog. Eric, but I'm that's sitting not here the, the entire time trying to think of Mel Torme's nickname, like the Purple. The Isn't that great? Fog, the I, Purple I, Smoke. I, I'm like, the, no, I could the not Velvet remember. Fog. The Velvet Fun. That's right. I, I end up hearing it all the time because I listen to a lot of old-time radio, and, and they mention him a lot. Uh, but, yeah, here we are with Batman and the Outsiders. You do have a different art style. You have, you know, C and Torme on this. I actually really like it. I know that it's not as detailed. It's not as fancy no Dexter as Soy. Dexter <laughs> Soy. Um, but I think it does well in this issue where the action and all that, you don't need to be so wild. I mean, it's weird to say you don't need to be wild by art because you should always be uh, if they're doing their job. But I think that it plays out well. I think that it, it, no, it ends fine. up letting the thing go. And there's a lot of smaller panels. And I think that the smaller panels in this, because Dexter Stoy does do big panels and, and but the smaller panels as you go i think it does amp up the action and the tension as it goes on now we both have a problem with this issue it is very similar you it's more i don't know if it's a sticking point but it kind of is a problem that we've had Something where we, my crawl well really we've we've had this whole thing like i said six issues and an annual which is odd in itself and it's been what everybody has been telling me, oh, it's character moments, it's character development. But by the end of these issues going into this one, I, I would say to somebody, okay, what character development have we got? A and really what you needed to have Caliber's going into this a book. bad guy. Yeah, well, Boom. for most of the people, I'm not even saying this issue. Going into this yeah. issue, you have Caliber who lies that he's a time traveler. You have Sophia who gets taken by Raish, but yet they have to you get her, but Babylon. it takes so long. Babylon now. Babylon. Uh, you end up where, you know, they, they took their time to get there. You have a Duke Thomas who really everything seemed to be a, you know, a seesaw roller coaster with him where one issue you have that he's upset that they don't trust him on the team. By the end of that issue, they're all hugging. Everything's fine. To get the next issue where he doesn't think everybody wants him on the team. And yeah, maybe the versions of why he's upset might change a little. It, it all leads. All roads go back to karma with him. And being a fan of the run on Detective of Brian Hill, that by the end, we kind of like, ooh, that didn't really stick the ending as much. Uh, I'm kind of done with karma. And the idea that this is the only thing that drives Duke in this book, when in fact, he has parents that, as far as we know, are still jokerized. You have an idea that he has grown up really surrounded by uh, Batman, even when he wasn't with Batman. He ended up saving Batman as a little kid. Then when Batman died, he ended up being one of the Robins in the We Are Robin book. So this is a kid who ends up like, if, if he doesn't want to be... something different. Yeah, and, and then he became something different. He's hung out with the Robins and they, they basically said to him, you're nothing until you die. You had all that stuff in Batburger, stuff like that. So it, it, to have him here where he just can't get over... This this one thing, I get it. That's the you know, that's the focus. But you're never getting more than him just saying, I can't get over it. And Cass, you be good. 
You are great. See, that's and then, another oh, problem. Man. That's the focus. We ended the last issue thinking like, oh my God, here's the big reveal. Duke Thomas, Batman's been lying to you this whole time. He has had yeah. karma in the state center. And then you don't even and have now that. he's chained up yeah. in, a, in a truck having yeah, they're, his powers changed, which were never something. fully established. Yeah. And so th- there is a pacing problem, I think, in this book. A lot of people have actually come out and agreed. And in fact, I've even talked to Brian Hill himself about it. And he's the nicest guy. I'm telling you, if, if you ever tweet him, he'll talk to you. He'll talk to you about it. If you have a problem or you praise, you know, he takes them both the same way, which I think is great and something I know I couldn't do. If somebody was trash talking me, I get I get pissed. I'm not going to treat them well. Even when and, somebody's complimenting you, you might think that's a trash talk and no, you get angry. That's the thing. All the time. If somebody's like, oh, th- this this podcast, that last podcast episode you and Eric did, that was good. I'm like, oh, what the hell was wrong with the others? I mean, we've done 250 some episodes, uh, but no, he he ended up. And we I talk, know what's wrong and with he, the others. He even said that he is a guy who is more of a you know TV cinematic, you know, movie type guy. So the pacing is a little different in comics. He's learning, and he, he basically that's refreshing of somebody saying, listen, yeah, I understand. I'm learning. I'm learning to do this, and I hope that I'm getting better. I hope that you start to improve. And when I read this issue, I actually messaged him back and said, this is what I like. This is what you need. Not every issue. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm saying that this is what you need every issue. You want to have you know, all these fights and all this. It does play out well in some of the parts of having that stuff before. But I think that you need to do a type of issue like this. If you're going to go real like slow burn character development, you need these like every three issues. You need something where not everybody wants to just sit and see Duke say, hey, I'm not part of the team yes you are no i'm not and then have jefferson go off hey batman you don't want me as a teacher yes i do no you don't and then just end up having Cass and katana just sit there go boys go because they're just sitting on the side and so when you get this there's a bunch of things that play out and by the end there are like i said crosses double crosses and things like that that i think were really good uh and the, the problem we have goes right away though is you do have this character that has not been developed and i think that he goes in well with the whole concept of powers in this book now i can't say that brian hill main job is to give us duke's powers because it wasn't a character created but he has the opportunity to give us his powers because these powers of dukes have been back and forth we i mean i don't think he anybody really can sit there and say that they have a hundred percent grasp on what his powers are and i think that what you're getting here now is the idea of hey i'm gonna kind of give him my own powers a little and what i said some people were already mad i saw him in the slack saying we don't even know his light powers and now you give him dark powers I hope that maybe what this is, is he's going to explain these dark powers a little. And then when he gets back to the light powers, then they'll be explained as opposed to that. And it'll make more sense. That's that's what I'm hoping. But Ishmael, he he's a wild card. That guy, he he's yells all the time. Who knows that he's what's got, up with that guy? He doesn't have ice water in his veins. He's got the Lazarus pit in his veins. And even so, this whole thing with, with Ishmael, it's a problem I've had since the get go, because the first time we saw him was with Sophia and her father being attacked by him. He uses whatever power he has to kill Sophia's father. Then he says he can't take Sophia's power. For what reason? I don't know. Next time we see him, he can regenerate because he has Lazarus pit in his blood. And now in this issue, we find out not only can I take power, but I can change but i'm like you yeah, have it seems like he doesn't take an him issue. anymore anyway like he's transformed now but this the, the the time frame 
does not any like I evolved. I I think that now he just changes power, but it, it we didn't see anything much. And the time frame to me is too quick because Sophia, it, you ended up having her father die because he took the power. It, it really reminds me of if you were reading Marvel, it would be like the whole deal with Carnage taking the Codex out of you know the spine and things like that. He ended up st- taking the power not to use himself, just kind of to power up maybe, but also just to kill. Sophia's dad he just died so with that with the powers he he does kind of see seem to be the convenient guy who has powers that are only going to be what you need and now you need this transformation evolution type deal and so he's saying I you know I used to take powers but what Rachel Gould does he evolves us now I change powers and, and how's Rachel doing that because do he, he had this arc program I'm saying it's, giant facility I'm saying it's shut the down. Offer. I think it's all the offer. I mean, this is your, this is the problem is with this book. It's a really odd year of the villain because you don't really get a lot of year of the villain spelled out. There's not a lot of times where you sit there and say, Hey, Lex did this or in this book. And so I think that maybe there might have been some piece missing that you could have seen where he would have been transformed when he got that offer. And that would have made a little more sense. You know, hey, I'm going to give you this new power set because what we want to do is evolve these people to make my big army. Where I'm bringing back the, you know, Turns out I need a league army. of assassins. I'm really poor right now. Everybody's dead. I don't have yeah. a league of assassins. Well, it's, it's I need here. to build something I, I, up here, Lexi I don't want to end up making, you know, things, but I don't, I don't want people to come into this army. I need to change them and evolve their I don't know. He ends up saying this, and I'm thinking that maybe it is part of the year of the villain. Rachel Gould gave me this power it. to change us, evolve us. I, I would like, think that what it is, got that yeah. Power guy. yeah, I would think that it would have been like something like an Alka Seltzer tablet, and he puts it into the Lazarus pit, and that changes that when he gets the thing. I don't know, but I, I'm assuming that that's kind of what it is. But you end up where we haven't got a lot of Sophia. She's been missing. You know, they went to get her finally. It took them forever. She's brainwashed so, I mean, after really, she was on the tongue of the because dragon she was with there her for so long. She was there for so long. They let this happen. But th- they have her in chains. And I, you didn't kind of get that fully. The last issue, basically, you saw her in the little distance as a stick figure. But they do have her, you know, you know, bound up. And Locked she's up. like, she's hey, crazy why am I in shackles? Right and that's where you end up finding out. Yeah, she is. She's talking nonsense. Even Jefferson says she's still talking supervillain back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and this is my other problem in this. It's not a problem, but it's it's kind of a problem of not doing what you should do. I mean, there's Sophia, right? I know that you don't want to really drug her, but I drug her. I would knock her out right now. Oh, she yeah. would wake up in Gotham. Out. Whether with a pill or a fist, you knock her ass Something. out. Yeah. You don't leave her just sitting there like that, especially because she's talking crazy. You don't know her power set, really. And Batman's being coy. Like It seems like Batman has not but, said anything to them. So you better do that. You better knock her out. They don't. Even the idea that we have Sophia and her idea where the more she gets hurt, the more power. Yeah. Before she becomes physically, it seems like. Well, we saw that before like where she was that, able to like, like know, survive though. an explosion I, uh, yeah. Yeah. and get away, where she's almost immune to things, but also makes her stronger. But she, on top of that, has the goddamn power of stealth and being quiet because she's able to take the soul yeah. killer, uh, uh, the soul st- uh, stealer sword, the, hell she's got, the soul taker sword away from Katana. That's Katana. Her, all she does in this That's issue, like Jefferson's is, yeah. is hanging out. And Katana takes a nap. I'm like, yeah. well, why can't we do more? You know, freaking Duke is hung up. Out. The best progression we have of a character is Cassandra yeah, Kane Orphan, mean, who is going against is, Batman's wishes to take matters into her remember, own hands. Remember, this this is the weird kind of, uh, you know, 
taking it out of the deal where at one point it seemed like they realized it was a trap that Duke must have been taken and cast what they would have thought. But, you know, they're back, you know, wherever you have all this going on where they're just flying her back. So they really can't do much else. But I kind of either you knock her out or you watch her. I mean, this is the worst guard ever as Katana so tired that the one thing that she does. Yeah. All Jefferson really does is reiterate the fact that he doesn't want Batman turning people into little bat boys because he gets kids killed. I'm like, we have discussed this already, you one-trick pony Jefferson right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This this is the thing, though, while this is going on, there's not much to do until they get back to Gotham. So I I didn't mind it with that, where they're going there. It's just the idea that Katana, her one thing that's important to her is this sword, and she likes to just get taken from her. This young girl is able just to take the sword and about to kill her with her own sword. She's Babylon now. Uh, And this (gasps) is the thing too is i can even go with the idea that she's been evolved and transformed because before we saw that she was immune to pain and now pain makes her stronger i can make that kind of correlation of there is an evolution going where even when you see duke he gets transformed to be the light to the dark deal um but yeah she ends up taking the sword she's gonna stab katana and you know jefferson comes out after caliber's like there's something going on with you too right and then says it again i'm like i think that that was just thrown in there to be the thing to say out of the like Caliber, are you really in the idea of getting with Katana, or you just no, want to no. know the deets about no, what's they, going they, on with no, Black Lightning? Her this is, this is Brian Hill because he's got a lot of crap that people think that that's what he's going for, and he wants to really spell it out that there's nothing going on because that's ridiculous because her husband's in the sword, and you don't want a crazy cuckold in the sword. You know, he's there. I kind of do. He's screaming. <laughs> you want to see that? But you end up. I kind of do. Uh, you have Sophia slash Babylon. She Come ends up using part, this pain sword to break. Yeah, so she ends up grabbing the sword. She's about to stop Katana. And they're like, you don't want to do this, Sophia. And like, I, I don't have a choice. And then Jefferson comes out and says, no, no, you have a choice. And then that's where you see the double, double cross where Caliber's like, no, no, no. Neither do I has a gun to the back of his not head. Not only am I not a, fu- a future time traveler guy, and not only am I'm I not, not a Markovian gunrunner, but I'm a, oh, I'm a freaking ass- like assassin for Ray Shao Gold. Yeah. It's his world now, and I work for him. Like, yeah. Caliber, what are you doing, he's, guy? He's just a like, bad dude. Who no, I'm are telling you? you? Caliber, uh, why would they ever trust this guy? He just lies every step of the way. And, and he ends up saying, I wasn't brainwashed. I just, this, this bullshit that Batman's selling – it ain't going to get me nowhere. I think Raisha's going to win. I'm a guy who goes with the winner, and he's going to go with that. Uh, as this is going on, though, you, you end up having Duke is on the move in this you know, truck, in Being this box truck. Being transported in the back of a truck. Yeah, yeah, and you end up having Ishmael there giving him the deal. And I, I actually did like this dialogue. Again, I like this issue because we're actually getting stuff that I – thought myself i mean just the idea that we have complained like why would batman put duke in a yellow costume this is ridiculous he's a target and that's what's light. playing he's here the and then he's even saying like you you befriended the light and that's nonsense and he says you're, you're yellow for a coward i don't care you know you shouldn't be with this batman we're not Look, gonna let you we're gonna kicks. give you another purpose he puts him in yellow and bright costumes because now they're a target yeah that's and he says I, I we're gonna change you he does change him and again we don't know what this means changing him from the light to the dark but he doesn't know he's dark in different ways and he's like it's real dark uh and then you end up having but that also allows him to kind of function better at night too or you know whatever that might be that's the whole thing the whole idea of like you know don't worry you like duke you're not gonna be a robin you're gonna be something different you're gonna be the signal during the daytime when we don't operate i'm like all right that's not really working that's what i'm saying that's all it seems to me it's like maybe this will stick with the idea because even the whole thing is seeing white different for some reason 
for some reason, it really makes more sense for that. He'd be able to see things better at night for the way the light works instead of the yeah. day. I don't, I'm telling you, I don't know Duke's power, but the idea, like, all right, Duke, we have Batgirl, we have, you know, Nightwing, we have all the Robins, we have Batman, all the stuff going on. We're taking care of the nighttime. You cover the day. <laughs> We're going to be yeah. sleeping during that time. Oh, why don't I and, get back up? Yeah, really. And now you have this deal where you have Cassandra. She's on the move. Cass is going to find this van. Batman, he's a weird flip-flopper. He's like one of those, like, I'm going to tell you the exact coordinates of where they are, but I don't want you to go and engage them. Wink, wink. Like He tells her, like, exactly. And then when she actually gets near and says, I'm there, oh, wait a minute, don't engage him. <laughs> yeah, stop. Well, that's the and thing. she's it's, like, no, I'm it's going. It's almost like what we had in Brian Michael Bendis' super uh, action comics, I believe it was, when Naomi showed up, the idea where he's telling her, like, oh, you can't go and do this. And then when she actually goes and does it, he kind of smirks. But I like that's this one I'm better saying. because the point is she is tracking Duke's signal. They realize where it is. Batman tells her, look, I want you to hang back until I get there. We can take care of it together. Yeah. But Cassandra is tied to Duke at this point. Yeah. Pretty much her best friend will we yeah, have so when she's going and batman's like look i know your comms are on i know you can hear me look i'm gonna do this myself and then he kind of says he knows yeah. at this point he oh, yeah. can't do he anything can't about it her. and uh, i like that luck. when he's like good luck and, and it's weird she's following duke's signal duke's the signal and, but so you end uh-huh. up there where she does Weird go play. and what i like about this is ishmael is a big bad in this book. Yes, his powers evolve, uh, you know, out of the and and end up being yeah. very convenient. Proof he was of the transformed fight. by the but, Lazarus pitch. And, and the thing is, with this, she's gotten her ass kicked too many times in this book, including the Detective Comics deal, like Karma and then Shiva and stuff like that. And Cass is one of the, if not the most dangerous, you know, people she's in the Bat family. She is, and she can. Batman said at one point that to in the Detective Comics to Kate, hey, listen. We need to have a contingency deal because if she wants to, she will kill both of us. Batwoman and Batman are going down. She could beat us both. And uh, so you haven't got that with Brian Hill because she's always been there for, hey, you know, Duke, I like you. Hey, Duke, we all think you're family. And I think that this is the kind of, hey, I I know that I showed her getting her ass kicked a bunch of times, but I do realize that she can kick ass. And I like this. I know that a lot of people, even you, when I told you about it, the idea that she almost seems to say, fuck this orphan nonsense takes off the mask and the mask is the classic deal but she's talking more now she's you know as a character she has a little more to give than just being in a gimp mask saying nothing because you know you have this where you have a character and she's just going around and i don't think that you get the full deal of it that's before i i want something new and i like the idea that maybe she'll even come up with a new name because orphan is freaking ridiculous especially because that was that was her dad's name you know and then her dad was a piece of shit uh so you end up where she's fighting jim yes i what do you look at look at me i'm a third I'm a third. Both of the people before me are pieces of shit. I'm in line be- you behind your name. the worst two people. I'd love to. I can't. Eric, the riches, the riches of the Werner family. Just, I, I wouldn't be able to access them. Uh, so you end up where she's fighting. And I like even the, the, the type of, uh, you know, moves where it does have that, you know, almost like that, you know, ballet type move at the one point, things like that, oh, that yeah. I really like. And she ends up saying, you know, hey, uh, I'm going to fight you. And the Ishmael's trash talk leads her because he even says, daughter of Cain, you know, show me why you're worthy. And she says, OK, you asked. I will. And starts fighting. And he's like, you know, they ruined you. Shiva was right. The only way can, you can stop me is setting me free. And she just stops 
takes off the mask, throws <laughs> it down. I free now. And then they start fighting, and now she's going at it. And I love, I'm telling you, I love the line for Cassandra because this is the thing. You, you usually. You can't get this in a lot of classic deals because she doesn't talk before. She's starting to talk, but it's just a little where he says, you're not going to beat me. I cannot die. And she just kicks the shit out of him. He goes flying off the deal, which all well, I the thing is Ishmael this entire time is talking trash nonstop yeah. during this fight. And then when she pretty much says, hi, Humphrey, hits him three times. He yeah. knows what he's like. Uh, uh, he's I fucked. cannot die. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's screwed now. And, that, and I'm telling you, that's the thing is he said, you know, he's talking so much trash. She was right you know throwing her mom in the deal and saying you know she's right you're not what you should be and whatever and she's like okay this game on. i'm, I'm gonna issue. just kill you and what i love is she kicks him he flies off the truck and goes into one of those you know side highway things that i can only think that in a minute the grease lightning in greece is going to come because that's where they raced eric right there it's it's in real time uh but then even she says when she kicks him he says uh, you can't kill me and then she says uh, that's good because I can't kill. You wouldn't go for know? the T1000 driving that truck down no, here? No, I, I, it goes right. Yeah, Grease Lightning. I'm going to go to Grease Lightning right away. And yeah, she's like, this is good that you can't die because I can't kill. And I was like, that, that's really good. That's a re-. And, and with the action going like that, and again, this really feels like the first time I think in this series that it feels more cinematic. It feels like he's writing this as if he's writing a, a, a cartoon, a live action, a movie, whatever, because it has those quick swipes going and everything has more and more the progression of the action is really good and i think that and i said to him i think that when he writes i think that he should be more in tune with how he can write not how he can't and i think that he's trying to do comic stuff a little too much and it was throwing me off though a lot of people love it uh you end up having cassandra go in and see you know, Duke, something's wrong with him. He's like, I don't know. I can't see the light anymore. But with the whole thing with Jefferson, Katana, uh, Babylon, and Caliber there, he ends and up. And I even like this. I even, love, I even love this where he's like, hey, they're fighting, you know, fists are flying. Things are going down. And he ends up saying, all right, time to land this plane. And <laughs> gets a bomb and just throws it. And then, don't worry. He can bring us back. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty crazy. I mean, he's a wackadoo. Why, uh, why so, yeah, doesn't Jefferson use his lightning powers? I guess that maybe at this? this point he can. I guess he used lightning powers in a plane. You're going to freaking bring it down. Now no, all bets are off. just exploded from a bomb. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Now I think he will. At one point, he's just kind of standing there trying not to, I guess, get people to do. Plus, Caliber does have the gun to the back of his head the and, whole time. And pretty much anything at this point, it seems like everybody just plans on dying. The plan is everybody, including Caliber, is going to die because, like, don't worry, Jefferson. He can bring us back. I'm like, I'm like, uh, like I think this. this is a pinky. Let's bring it back. They throw it in the pinky girl's legs and comes out. What do I do now, boss? Uh, but yeah, you even have uh, what is reminiscent of the beginning of Tom King's Batman run, where uh, the plane is going into the city. That's it's all on I fire. was thinking about. Batman's going to go and jump on the Batman's back of this plane there. going into he's Gotham. Flying. Is this a good death? Oh, Alfred's gone. Yeah, he's like, hey, Alfred, is this a good death? Oh, man, I forgot. And then he's like, it is Batman. That's a reckoning. Ah, oh, you the asshole! Your voicemail is full. <laughs> it's like, you have called the voicemail of Alfred Pennyworth. Unfortunately, he's dead. And then you get that, and he's like, "Oh no, wow. it isn't a good." I'll see you soon, my old friend. 
He's there surfing. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I, I actually had a good time reading this. It's a very quick read. It's very, like I said, cinematic action. I love Cass in it. She actually gets a, a point to shine. And Cass even is the have, best part of this. You have a point where, uh, you know, everybody else is having a lot of problems, but at least you do get, like, unlike, say, the Justice League deal, you do get a little win here. And that's what I kind of needed you going. And she has Duke at least. And the rest of them might be dead. And Who Duke knows? is we'll messed stay. up talking oh, about how his powers up, have yeah. changed. Everything's darkness. I'm like, did you evolve his powers to make him blind now? Yeah, everything's I think that you can just see him in the dark. I would love to is where he's like, I only see the dark now. I can't see the light. My powers have evolved. And Cass is like, uh, but before we go any further, can you explain really what those powers were before? Because I, I need to have a reference point. Okay. Well, before I used to have a grid that went out like the Xbox you know, and it did that like they used for the ghost hunters. And, because that's connect. what it looked like to me before. You know, the connect. That's what it always looked like. Uh, but, yeah, I like the art and all that. I give it a 9 out of 10. I actually am excited now for the series to see how it goes forward, see what's going to go on and see how they're going to get out of that plane, things like that. And, uh, you know, see Batman. where Cass takes Duke, how they're going to work that out, see what they can do with Babylon. I like all these things. The The only problem with it is. Old Caliber, he ain't long for the world, or at least, the, you know, the deal. Nobody is. Now, now he's screwed Batman, I'm saying, though. He, he, he's not going to be on the team anymore. So that's a shame because I actually did like him. He, he correct me up. I thought we'd get a lot of just nonsense where he lies about everything. But, you know, this might be the end of him, especially when he says, I wasn't brainwashed. I just like doing that. I'm like, up, oh, you're done. This is, what, you, you this can't is even all use, me. Like, Don't worry about I, it. I'm saying, why are you doing this? You're taking the one excuse that you could have at the end. And throw and just throw it out. But I give him nine. But this whole thing, even when the truck driver that was driving the box truck that had Ishmael and like you know Duke inside there, what's the plan? Where we had the truck driver and Calber are the same guy in my mind, like the same kind of level of guy for Rachel Gold. Was the plan always just to crash the plane and then crash the truck and kill everybody? I actually think the plane's supposed to crash. I think that truck is when he saw you know the shit went down. He's got to start doing some bad stuff because you know he's going to get in trouble if he just drives to their base. I guess. I don't know because yeah, he ends up seeing. I think that he and sees, Kadeem? you know, Ishmael going on wherever they're going. They're going somewhere here to take Duke to a place wherever they're going. I guess the plan had gone awry. He sees, you know, fighting going on and all that, so he just decides to kind of commit suicide through truck. Uh, but yeah, they end up getting out where Duke and Cass get out, and then the plane's going in. Uh, what did you give it? I'd give this a six point three out of ten. I thought the art was pretty decent. Like I'm a, I'm a Texas soy fan, but I thought this did a good job of depicting everything. It's just that really didn't have anything for anybody to do. It seems like except for Cass to go and save Duke. Like I said, Duke is all shackled up. Katana's taking a nap, and like you know, <laughs> Jefferson is just kind of talking to Caliber about whether he's with Katana or not with Katana. There's not much going on besides that. And I love the stuff with Cass. I'm telling you, it's the, str- the the strongest part of this book. But Ishmael has shown up, and his powers changing every time he wants it to do. I'm like that characters pissing me off but i, I yeah that's the only thing book, i have I, I i actually seeing it, caliber switch and actually seeing sophia is full out you know mind controlled i thought that that was pretty cool i thought that that was pretty big especially you know caliber has been on you know the the racial side the whole time that he reveals i actually thought that was pretty big for the book uh the way it was 
just like Caliber. I know nothing about the guy. Now he's just a heel turn. I'm like, well, well why I think now he's done. Around anyway. No, I, I just think he was supposed to be there so that, you know, it was the setup that when they do end up getting Sophia, that he'd be there to make sure everything would be okay and to get her out of it, I guess. But, uh, you know, Batman was duped. They were all duped. But yeah, I, I really liked it. But we're going to go Batman's off. plan all along. Yeah, he's, he seems to just be sitting there yelling orders from, from someplace beyond. Brightest day and brightest night. No evil escaped my sight. No warfords, evil mites. Beware of my power, greens light. Greens. Greens light. light. It feels weird having what? this with that oath, doesn't it? Because in it, way, it, it does. seems disconnected although it, from although the in deal. another way, that oath might be perfect <laughs> for this it's, particular. Well, <laughs> it's perfect. For everything, isn't it? It's perfect. It's the perfect thing. But yeah, I agree that. And I'm surprised, actually, that by the end of this issue, we didn't at least see the oath and have it be slightly askew, like something a little different. Because this is this is far sector number one that we're talking about. And it is, you know, within the get fresh crew, beep, boop. And, you know, even on Twitter, it is kind of taken, you know, it's on fire. This one, I see a lot of people saying it's their book of the week Uh, a lot of people saying that it's now their green lantern book and that there's a weird deal because this is a young animal book to go back to your your bread and butter sure Uh, but but who knows what that means anymore that's the thing you know what i mean you know just so you you know you know that the doom patrol did cross over with the justice league and there was like a kind of implication that the two universes were you know symbiotic if not like yeah yeah connected in some way so uh, I mean, my my instinct here is to say, no, this isn't going to be a, an incontinuity book and certainly not for Green Lantern, but that's I can guarantee that. We'll have yeah, to see and, what and, happens as we go and along. And that's the thing is, and we were just talking about it, and there was actually a news item on Bleeding Cool that this first issue is selling on eBay for way over selling price, way over the list price. Really? Because yeah, right. they are speculating that this is going to be the Green Lantern once 5G hits. So this is the thing. I don't think that DC would ever come out and say, whoa, 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 no, that's not the case because it's got the hype and it's selling and, and things like that. So, And even just the idea of, of an issue selling for more on eBay, that means people start going, huh, really? What's that? I got to exactly, check that yeah, out. <laughs> and it, it is it is a, you know, not chasing your tail type deal, but I hate it. It's like playing the devil's hand. Come on, because Jim, don't, all ex- of a sudden, don't yeah, expose but, the whole foundation of this uh, no, shaky no, thing here. I, I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> just the idea that people will say that it is popular because it's selling, but yeah. it's selling because of a different way. And then it right. comes down, it's going to come down to the fact that is the book good or not so sometimes this is something like you get an art germ variant on say a Catwoman. Catwoman sells you know uh, they keep saying oh man Catwoman's a hit it's a hit and instead it's just people collecting it at the end the story and everything else has to be good and I think that this has that chance I I know that people love it and they may get mad at us that we're not exactly going to give this a perfect score Uh, it is a first issue Uh Uh, there are some issues that I have with it going forward uh but i am intrigued i love the art i think the art's incredible Absolutely. and and the, the, art, the art is the strongest point and oh yeah it, it kind yeah. of gave me a, like more of a 
oh, I don't know, space opera type oh, feel yeah. to this. I don't know if that's what this is going to be, but I had a feeling this was going to be something a little more monumental than your average, you know, beat him up Green Lantern. From your average the bear. Guy. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I ended up going in and, and it is one of those things where, like you say, the first thing you see and it's almost like i i believe when i first opened it even i you see the art and the art was so good and yeah. and so you know like you said spacey and things like that that i actually ended up i think paging a couple pages without reading it right away just to look at it then going back uh to start reading it and now i've read it a couple times and this is one of those things that if you do listen to the podcast and you hear me yeah, bitching and moaning, you would think, oh, man, Jim's going to read this. It's got a lot of yakety yak. He's not going to like it. But I, I don't mind the narration and the talk if it means something. And if you learn something and you do learn stuff with yeah. this and you do, your narration is one of those things that and, and this is uh, going to be a point that we're going to have throughout this is. You're giving an info dump in this issue. There's a lot of sitting around, a lot of talking. So if that's done because we're going to get this info out, now let's get running with it. Let's have some fun now. Let's have all the – then I'm fine. If we get this every issue – then I'm going to start getting back to my old ways and by issue four, because this is 12 issues. So at, at issue four, I'll be like, I need some action. I, I hope that that's, well, we'll, I hope we'll, we get we'll it, right? We'll see how it goes. Like I say, it looks like it's going to be a space opera. So yeah. uh, this kind of art would really lend itself well to space battles and kind of like, yep. you know, ships cruising yeah. around. So we'll see how it goes. And we get a little bit of space action. So it's not like this is just totally going to be a planetary-based uh, murder mystery, which is essentially what it is, really. Uh, yeah, I think, or, you know, and you way. get the idea that there's going to be more to it about, you know, more murders because you, yeah. you have, you know, uh, Green Lantern Mullen say, uh, you know, this is just the start. They better get used to this because it's Moida. It's time for Moida. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually. I also want to say something that you mentioned earlier before we recorded that this a great way to, to uh, take this uh, visually is as like a Blade Runner. Yeah, even like a fifth element, which I hate, but uh, really Blade Runner, really, really Blade Runner. And (laughs) like, I can even see, like, I'm waiting for one of these scenes where she is running down like a platform and it's raining and she's turning around shooting. Chunky gun. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, I could see that. And that's what I want. That's definitely what I want. Yeah, I'd like to see that kind of uh, action, that kind of noir. Very good. Oh, yeah, and it is kind of that uh, feel as well. But I'm going to give you the solicit since it is a new uh, issue. Plus, we're recording very early on a Sunday, and we're we're both tired. So here you go. It is Far Sector number one. It is written by N.K. Jemison, I guess is the pronunciation, and she is a sci-fi writer uh, that has won numerous awards. So this is a big deal. Uh, Art by Jamal Campbell who, like we said, we love. And he does, he's like one of those, like I, I even said before we started, like a Stepan Sedgwick, who does all of the stuff. And I think that Jamal Campbell, everybody's going to know him recently from Naomi. And you can tell that look right uh-huh. away. But I like this a lot more. It's a lot varied. He's able to just have more fun, it seems, with all the stuff. And it's lettered by Deron Bennett. Uh, and here is the solicit, which I think 
everybody would be served to read because there are a couple things in here that you don't get from that first issue. Uh, N.K. Jemison, the acclaimed award-winning author of Broken Earth and Inheritance Science Fiction Trilogies, makes her comic book debut with best-selling Naomi artist Jamal Campbell as they thrust you into a stunning sci-fi murder mystery on the other side of the universe. For the past six months, newly chosen Green Lantern Sojourner Joe Molian has been protecting the city enduring a massive metropolis of 20 billion people. City has maintained peace for over 500 years by stripping its citizens of their ability to feel. As a result, violent crime is virtually unheard of and murder is non-existent. But that's all about the change in this new maxi series that gives a DC young animal spin to the legacy of the Green Lanterns. And, you know, right away, you're thrown in this and there's a couple things from that solicit. There are no emotions on this planet. Uh, or at least the city state <laughs> planet deal. And uh, that's very, it's very similar to the guardians. Very the guardians so, strip yeah. themselves of emotions so that they can kind of run and things better. And that Jedi. didn't work out. Yeah. And the Jedi, yes. And <laughs> even the idea that she doesn't have that stripped of emotions, but really you can't. And I, I think <laughs> that that's something that doesn't go, it's not played out as much that they should have just said, like, we'd love to strip you of the emotions, but you're kind of dealing with the emotional spectrum there with the ring. So yeah. you can't. And so I, I do like that little bit where they wanted a green lantern there, but then they're all, and it's almost like at points that you think of her as being a curiosity, like, look at that lady with her emotions. That cra-. But it's also the idea that they even say it a bunch of times. She even says it. They think I'm going to wreck this world. I'm going to bring it down to its knees. And that at one point, the one guy from the council's like, oh, you're thinking of taking over the world, are you? Then she goes to the police station and like, hey, the peace officer said that you might actually destroy the platform. I'm like, they're really going I with mean, this idea. Know, but- this, this, I think this is trying to show us that on the ground a lot of people and you know green lantern books deal with this too but usually from the other side of it from more the green lantern side of it that people a lot of them don't trust the green lanterns and they have have reason not to you know i mean like and you know what the weird thing about that is is that without them having emotion what do they think you know and i i think that the other thing is i think that she trust a fellow that got no feelings now yeah that's yeah and and i think that what they what she also wants to do here is you're on you're in the far sector and we'll even say right now it's kind of ridiculous to say i'm in sector well they never said and nobody told me (laughs) that's a little off that's that's just basically we said that's so that you could be you're almost off in your own pocket universe, though you're not. But you well, are. Assume, you're not going to have any interference. I know out this. There. I know this is going to. This is going to. Everyone on the Get Fresh crew and all the listeners going to understand <laughs> that. That would be like, you know, you're from Quaker Town, and then you meet yeah. someone, and you're like, "Hey, where are you from?" And they say, "I'm from Heller Town." And you're yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're from all, oh, you're from way out there. Oh, you're out there. In the far oh, sector. I mean, you're <laughs> in, the in the far sector of our little area. <laughs> well, yeah, so without saying where it is, I think that's so that you can't run into yeah, continuity that's all it is. It's issues to, it's, and it's to remove this You can from play continuity. your own game. Even and, though, and even if it is in it, you have your own way of, of dealing with stuff without any interference. It's fine. It's, I mean, I, mean I, I understand it to be that, but we've talked a little bit before the show about, like, there are already places that are you know uncharted by the guardians and you know are outside of the green lantern purview the vega sect system uh the area by the source wall and like technically if it's a sector someone mapped it 
So yeah. anyway, but and, it doesn't and, matter. And also one with 20 billion people in just this one city. Yeah. I no mean, one, that's, like, that's, that's this too is, far. This is not Tatooine. <laughs> you know what I mean? That This yeah. looks like a very advanced civilization. And, <laughs> and I think it's just the play of you could do whatever you want there. Mm-hmm. We're going to say it's in continuity, but you can do things that don't I understand. matter. I understand and that so is also, what it is. Yeah. Also, I think that if shit goes down, you, you can't expect Guy Gardner to show up because right. they're too far out. Now, I, I do think that, that what's at play, too, is the idea that y- you have and, – and maybe this is you know thinking forward into this and thinking about you know what you want to do with the story. But uh, NK doing this, thinking – you don't want to get stuck with this, hey, you stinking human. Oh, man. And even a racial thing in this. Without the emotions, you're not going to have that. So you don't have to deal with that nonsense that you normally would have yeah. issue after issue. I'd, it's just that they are worried about the Green Lantern part of it. And even just the thing, I like her. Uh, I like her look. I love those glasses those that glasses she has going cool. around, even at points where at that one point where she lets them down and then brings them up. Yeah. I, I just think that they're there for fashion statement. Oh, uh, yeah, and absolutely. I think that they're cool. But they're, they're cool and as she, well. That's her. That, and they kind of have a mask look shape yeah, to them in yeah. a way, but they're not, you know, they're, they're also yeah. sort of like, almost Harry looks Kelly's. like the old Catwoman uh, mask as that. well. Yeah, the, the deal. It's, it's kind of cool, but yeah, they're not really a mask. You can see through them. Plus they know who she is. Yeah. There's no secret identity here, uh, but I do like that. And then there's weird things like you, you get a little teeny bit of how she got the ring and it's not the normal way. Uh-huh. It's almost like it's gifted to her and, and she can try it out, take it for a trial run, yeah. see what you can do with this. Maybe you'll be something different and we don't get much of that. So it, again, a lot of this stuff's intriguing, but I, I do need more and to see how that's going to go. I, I was, I'm really interested to know what happens with that and how that worked. Anytime I see, uh, a new power ring. I'm always, yeah. I always like to yeah. see the story. So if that's something, I mean, that, that's fine. They didn't give us that right away. Just, you know, make sure we get to it. Yep. But. And, and the one other thing is, and it's funny, I don't know how Green Lantern fans are, uh, but you going to the Constantine deal, usually what I want, uh, not, not being a huge fan, but wanting, I, I like constructs. I like to see what type of constructs they make and uh-huh. things like that. You don't get much of this. She makes a chair. Or two chairs. Right. So you have a Green Lantern book. Not many constructs in here either. But also not really a lot a, of reason to. That's the thing. Like there's no, there's yeah. really no action to speak of in this no, issue. There really is. Just even at the, the, you know what the funniest thing is? Even when you get the point where she could kind of use something, she uses a spaceship to fly, and uh-huh. then it's spelled out. I thought you Green Lanterns can fly. Eh, I don't really like it. And and again, you're getting some flavor. Uh, uh, for Joe here, and I do like it. I even like, like, actually, we're saying this. She does have a construct, what appears to be the construct uh, uh, hoodie type deal, yeah. or a, a parka. That that's what reminds me of Blade Runner a lot as well. But it, just the idea of like she's more fashion statements on this, so it, it's just a little odd. Uh, but the whole deal, and we're not going to go page for page, but the whole deal is there's been a murder in a in a city that the, she even says, you know, hey, and also the other point is. Being the whole who is this Joe, 
she must be from Earth, even though you could say, well, of course, she's human, but you could have played. But she does mention Manhattan. And she says does. That okay, the city yeah, is like so. Manhattan. Yeah, she, she, yeah, says, so she says you, right out that she's from Earth. So. Yeah, that she's definitely from Earth, so she's definitely human. Because, she's of course, got this as green- we know, all Earthlings are Green Lanterns. Yeah, and they're I was going to say, and there's, and there's always a shortage, right? There's oh, yeah. never they're, a they're Earth Green Lantern. They're always off-world doing something, so they need to get another. Like, yeah, for example, even, they're in the far sector uh, solving Yeah, the in the far mystery. sector, or Jessica Cruz in the ghost sector. Right, and, geez. you know, uh, Guy Gardner in no sector. I don't even know what he's doing. And Kyle Rayner. And, and when you do see when she was given the ring, it's like, it doesn't even look like the hands of possibly guardians. No, and, and it's given almost like a wedding ring. And like, the ring then look, starts looking weird, too. You know, yeah. it's, there's really no way to really explain it Gage, except, to, yeah. except to say that you have to see it. Yeah, but you do. there's something funny. I, I get the impression this is not a power ring at all. This that is it's not necessarily a real Green Lantern ring. Nothing, and, and nothing happened. I, to do I with might Green be Lantern. with you, yeah. and I think that the idea, if she is, if Joe's going to be the five G Lantern, I think that this will be one of those things that she impresses the Guardians, or if some people saying everybody's going to disappear, all the heroes they are going to disappear. They might abolish that whole and thing. And she's yeah. going to have to just pick it up. And it, it reminds me of, if, and this is all conjecture down the line, but when you ended up having the Lost Army stuff at the DCYOU, when all the Green Lantern Corps disappeared because of their rings, you had Hal Jordan not disappear because he was a renegade at that point without yeah. one, so he didn't. So maybe this will be one of those where the Green Lantern Corps blinks, blinks out and you're only left with this girl who has a pseudo Green Lantern ring that isn't connected to the power battery Whoa. or all that. Oh, that's why she doesn't uh, and that might be the deal. Down, yeah. yeah, and that's why she doesn't get yanked out, and then she just assumes the deal. But I, I like her. I just want to know more about I, her. And, I, I, and you I'm, find I'm very intrigued by her. No, I really yeah. do want to know much more about her character. Yeah. Uh, I also like the situation on this planet, whose name I've totally forgotten, is that there are three different races It's like the plateau. People. They they end up saying all, you know, the whole deal with this. It's the city enduring yes. is what it is. And they have different platforms that are different, you know, you know, burrows. It, it kind of explains it. I, I just look at it as a, a, a whole planet pretty much as New York City. Basically, that's what it kind of basic. seems to say. You know, City, it's a New York Tokyo, City planet. LA kind of yeah, smushed every, together, there's yeah. all these different neighborhoods, different boroughs. The people, you know, have this, and you have these, like you said, three races smushed together that kind of came together when this empire came in, started trash talking each of them, like whispering in each other's ear, like, they're the bad guys. No, they're the bad guys. And then they realized, no, no, the empire, as we know from Star Wars, is always the bad guys. And and you do end up seeing these races through a, again, there's not a lot of like, it is an info dump, but at least it's with this procedure where she ends up having to go and meeting up with the peace officer because there's no crime really, because there's no emotion. And uh, still, though, I still think people like to get money and things. So there would be some crime, but, you know, no murder. And they end up at this council and you meet the the nay, uh-huh. the at-at, and the K Topley. Now, I will tell you, oh, Eric oh, did read nah. this. Yeah, the nah, nah. That's what they like. Hey, you want to go to work today? Nah. That's what it happens. But the ad ad is going to be the one that people are going to roll their eyes at. It's the symbol at with AT after it. And they are pretty much the Twitter verse, the online deal where they're the information brokers. Again, it's very, 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 uh, 
vain and you know yeah oh yeah looking, looking at, at themselves the time, and trying yeah. to get selfies so, you know so stuff like, like that eric Shea, sort of in a way yeah. yeah and eric did read this and and didn't like it so that's why he was <laughs> going to talk with us it was going to be a surprise oh. he read it and, and pretty much seems to hate it so well. and he's like i don't need some at ats you know he's all pissed but yeah and the, the races are different the one being the k topley uh they are like plant people, and that's the thing that ends up being the big reveal is the murderer in this murder is a K. Topley. Uh-huh. They have an ancient deal where they end up going and hibernating in, you know, organisms and then busting out and stuff like that. So it's all thrown at you. But she even says the idea isn't who did the murder because they already have them captured. It's why they did it. And really, though, this whole thing is just to set up the planet, set up the race. Yeah, you don't really uh, get, get it. You going. Don't, it was, what's interesting is you learn a lot about uh, her background by the yeah. piecemeal. It's kind of a lot about yeah, this yeah. planet. But you don't really learn a lot more about this mystery. Like, you know, we don't really add yeah, a whole no. lot more to it except, no, there's not we, have more body, except we, have, we have a perpetrator. Now we're looking for a motive and that's we still are. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. But, you know, and it, the motive is why would you have murder in a place that has no emotion? And also this guy, the K Topoli uh, guy on this council even says that, you know, we haven't done this in a long, long, right, long does, time. Like so I, I wonder what is going on here. Yeah. So it's been even since like and really I, the thing is, it's weird is I know it is murder, but it kind of goes with what they do. You know what I mean? Is is a tapeworm? You know, stealing from me, really, Reggie? It's it's maybe a tapeworm. A tapeworm to me is just a great idea. I would for have a to diet, look up my right? in my book of tapeworm law, but yes, I would think there's definitely it is, might have been a case. Just, yeah. So I wonder what what's going to be spelled up because it seems like this is the old way of them kind of reproducing or at least growing. So how are they doing it now without this? That's what I want to know yeah. because this seems to be a natural thing for them. Yeah, at the end, I mean, really, it's a lot of talking about the planet, a lot of talking about the races. You see that without the emotion, she spells it out a lot, that their arguing is more logic-based. I mean, it's like Spock arguing a lot, even though the the peace officer, she does get a little more emotional than than the others because (laughs) you have the ad-ad almost call her a meat salad. And then she gets pissed, and I'm like, "Well, is that the emotion that's allowed, or is that something?" Because I, I mean, you know, start yelling. You know, you know, Jim. You obviously, you know, this is the problem. Whenever you have any character or characters without emotion, is that doesn't exist. You can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, just tough. just by expressing any opinion, yeah. any thought, you, you start getting you have that some in. emotion. Even even you know, Spock, who was half human, we know that. But even yes, his he was. family, I you know, they, know they were. Emo- I'm no nerd. Why, why would they? <laughs> I do. Why would they? You know, yeah. fuck and have a kid if they didn't have any emotions. Yeah. You know, why would that? That anyway, is well, to keep the race going, Reggie. Well, I, I, I need this here. It's like, hey, uh, uh, you meet. What were you going to say? Were you going to call me a meat salad? <laughs> that is illogical. illogical. That's all I need. I am not a I salad not- made of meat. Nanu, nanu. I I only like meat salad because I hate <laughs> greens. That's me. When go. when they say meat salad, I started getting hungry. Like, hmm, like a <laughs> and cob they, salad? and yeah. I actually think of it. What does that mean? Yeah, like, um, you're you're a meat salad. Well, yeah, you know, that's very it, odd. Originally, initially, I'm thinking of you know uh, some meat it placed on lettuce with like you know actually peppers. But actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, what, yeah. what if it's like meat? 
placed on like a filleted steak wrapped in bacon, like every aspect of this. Yeah. I just, yeah, everything. Paleo out, like, baby. You end up where the lettuce is actually like cheesesteak meat. That's what right? I'm saying. Like okay. Thin steak. Yes, I'm <laughs> with you, Reggie. Keep going. <laughs> and then you can uh, you a little bits. Sprinkle it with uh, yeah, bacon oh and uh, pork belly. Stuff, yeah. How about that? I'm going to have, I'd like that. I'd like a little round piece of almost like a rare steak. That's my there tomatoes. You Your filet mignon. And everything is like something. I'm like, look, there's tomatoes. It's just all steak. Uh, actually, <laughs> what I'm thinking of, and they don't really say it i guess uh, maybe the peace officer is actually part of this plant uh you know race and another one of them maybe she is like a a double up deal where they have crossbred between the races and she is a meat salad then i i don't understand what a meat much, salad be would be we'll that it's almost like you know one of this race with the other and she's about to say you know you guys are you know, too, because it's like the nay or the na are the ones who applied the exploit to m- biologicals. And she's about to say meat salad. So, again, that also shows that the adats aren't completely biological, that she is more of a probably yeah. a living bits and pieces of computer stuff and things like that. And, and they start, like I said, they start to you start to see the cracks in the, you know, the races of who trusts who and who does what as you go through this. But like she says, Joe says the idea of a, you know, a murder, it's not it's it's why it would happen more than who because they have it and then they end up going and they're like hey did anybody get this murder you ever you question them because she's trying to show this planet how to run things um with a murder investigation when they've never had a murder in 500 years and what i thought was kind of funny and i thought was going to play up a little more is the idea that joe here isn't a police officer as far as we know like it it isn't somebody when they gave her the ring we don't know what she did on earth that's another thing was she a police officer and i'm I'm guessing she knows all these procedures from watching csi or something and she's just trying to go with the flow uh but yeah what was she on earth what was she before the green lantern i think that that's something to be honest so if she's from earth if she's from current day earth she knows where green lanterns are and she knows what role they would play but, you know, this is the question we had in the beginning. If this is such a far sector, what do they care about a green land? Yeah, what do they know yeah. about it? Except that obviously they, that the, they destroy planets. They actually planets. got one there. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, like, really, it's like, so why are they, why are they even like allowing too. her to, to do? That's like letting and her walk on that, the crime scene. Like, why are they allowing yeah, this? They, they don't know. They're so far away. There's no sector name. You would almost think that they have these like weird, like almost like myths about what a Greenland would be. Or we heard you do this. We heard you do that. But I'm saying on Earth, was she a police officer? Was she a teacher? Yeah. Was she just a college student? I mean, this would have something to do. She says this is her first murder investigation. But that doesn't say that she's saying like, hey, I'm just a girl from Earth. You know, right, here right. I am. I maybe was, she, I was maybe Joe she, from the block. Maybe she and investigated Vandalism. Yeah. or something you know yeah maybe she and- was a police officer before some reason and i think when you're seeing the ring go i think that maybe we'll get more of that when she was given the ring maybe we'll see more of these flashbacks of you know when she got it and why sure. but and we'll see we'll see and then it'll wrap around and we'll find out that this is already 5g Whoa. and it'll blow our minds that this is in the future Boy, yeah you know, so I- you have this and at the end she ends up going 
to, uh, you know, go get the murder suspect and, you know, to do an interrogation. And it looks like and here's where I got a little bit confused because the idea that there was the murder, you have a, uh, you know, a, a race that ends up going inside of something and then coming out. Yeah. And then you see that it looks like it that. either. And that's what, but at this point, it seems like what they're playing with in my mind is that there's the secondary deal because the thing that got killed here in the cell looks like that would have been who they thought was the murderer because it does look like one of those races. And there was something inside it as well that maybe it's like this new race that's, but you see this thing jump out. It looks like it's got shoes on. It's got a tail. It looks like that one other race as well uh, with the, you know, the wings and the tail. Even that guy who comes up, the nah, who uh-huh. comes up and says, I want to speak to you later. Well, if you look at the end, it looks like that's a nah that is zipping around that came out of this plant-based thing. So it, it looks, looks like, like there's going to be more. Too and everything. I don't know yeah, yeah. It looks like a coat, but also that tail and, and a little bit of the wings. Yeah, and I think I that, that the big thing was spelled out when she talks to that main Nah and says, hey, you know, they tell me his wings are poisonous. It wouldn't kill me, but it put me to sleep. I'm like, why would you tell us that out of nowhere? Like, it's an odd thing to say. And I think that's because she's going to get hit by it uh, as it's zipping around the room. And it's going to be like, oh, well, this murder did this murder, but it was actually this inside of that murder. It's it's crazy by the end. But I'm, I'm interested. So and I love the art. So like I said, I, I'm in. Uh, I would hope that me and you will both talk about this okay. until we don't like it. And hopefully we'll like it all. Hopefully we'll, we'll keep enjoying it because I'm actually at an eight out of 10. I love the art. I like the intrigue of the story. I want to know more. And I think that reading this, I do think that she is going to give us more. I think that she is shown like this is a first time comic writer. And I think yeah. that it shows a little, but also it's more impressive than a lot of t- things were from longtime comic writers right now. There's a lot of crap out there. It does read like more of a novel that's been turned into a comic in my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you told me that this was a, a book that she wrote five years ago and she's turning into a comic, I, I could see that, but it's not. And I also think that it's one of those where yeah, it might be. And so I think that it also seems like this could end up being, uh, you know, something that will be picked up and become a movie or something, though. It's not if this was independent deal, if this was an independent comic and not the Green Lantern, not DC, I could see some company, you know, buying the rights and doing that. You kind of end up screwing yourself by making it a Green Lantern deal because then it's all in DC's thing. You can't just go out and shop it around uh with the green lantern thing involved and all that but i i do like it I, I i like it not as much as some but i do like it uh and i'm you know enthused by it uh what about you your score is higher than mine uh yeah i, I liked it myself too i thought visually it was tremendous the whole way through and that that really kept me very uh engrossed the story was a little bit long-winded though and it was a lot of chatter between people really nothing yep. what we would call action happened at the very end you see kind of a pseudo bloody scene of a plant busted open but you know it's not actual blood nor is that action that's just sort of gore uh yeah and and to be honest this whole like we must curb our emotions gimmick yeah we've this is just becoming a thing we're seeing all the time not just in green lanterns but in science fiction in general and uh it's like can we can we turn the page on that at the same time though it's not like 
once I have it, uh, you know, admitted to that conceit in the book, I'm going to be, I'll be all right with it. So uh, I gave this a seven out of 10, but I'd say it's a strong seven. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, well, that's the thing. We always have to argue and things like that about like our seven is somebody's nine, yeah. you know, stupid stuff like that. But yeah, seven and an eight, that, that is pretty positive, oh, especially yeah. in a podcast. Uh, this one, I think we have two uh, threes. Oh, man. So, you know, <laughs> a, se- a seven and an eight is real good. So, yeah, me and you. We'll continue talking about it, I hope. And uh, yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. But I, like you said, it is a little long-winded to get the info out there. So I hope that that's kind of, all right, we got the info out. Let's go on uh, because I can't take a lot of just sitting around talking. I, I do want some things going on, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Reggie. Thanks Thank for you. joining me. Yep. And now we're going to go off to uh, something else because I have no idea right now. Everything's up in the air, but we're off to something else. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. How dare you? Jim rings the bell. Eric's the bomb. And if Shay's recaps are read without a single misstep, ring the bell. Ah, yes, that deserves some applause, Eric, that remixing ability that I have. Uh, you enjoy yeah, that? You like yeah. the remix there? Here yeah, we are, easy, we have, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I just have to be touching things, if you know what I mean. No, oh, I know. That's why we don't hang out very often. Yeah, really. Or <laughs> you will never be in, in public with me, but that's fine. Uh, so we're here to talk three last books. If you're, if you're keeping track at home, you'll kind of get an idea of which ones they are, or you can look at the show notes, Eric. That, that's yeah. what you usually do, right? Hey, uh, but there are three books and, and kind of a statement at the end. Uh, we do like I, I have to point this out. Statements like I, this. Well, I have to point this out because I just want everybody to realize that a certain book being at the end of the podcast sometimes does mean a little more than it does other times. And sometimes uh, doesn't. And sometimes it doesn't. This one, though, it does. I'll tell you. I'm going to oh. spoiler alert it, it. You end up where it does mean something. It probably something good, though, because really, we're just happy times, right? Isn't that our new uh, show, Happy Times with Jim and Eric? No. Dun, dun, no, it's dun. not. It's a happy times. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, happy times. That, that's my new theme. Would you like that? <sighs> Believe it or not, it's the happy times. Uh, these are all right off the top of my head, Eric. I, I realize. Yeah, really. really. My uh, happy times. Did, 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 did. I almost even said Adidas. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, but we're here to talk a couple <laughs> books. They really don't have a theme except Tell me more that they're about left those, over. Uh, happy times. You want <laughs> my uh, happy times going up and down the block. Man, these books, they kind of. Suck. Yeah, no. I was going to say did something else. I I did not want to offend people, right? My uh, happy times. Eric says, I'm a runt. Well, I don't really care because the guy's a jerk. Right, Eric? You got that there? 
We're talking about Hawkman first, right? Get me the blue. Yeah, yeah. Get me out of this, Eric. Please, get me Please. out of this. Yeah. Hawkman number 18, written by Robert Van Diddy, with art by Pat Olaf, Tom Palmer, Jeremiah Skipper, and Starkings in Comicraft. Carter Hall has been infected by the Batman Who Laughs. How? Who knows? But what we do know is that the infection has turned Hawkman into an Earth-3 version of himself from a past life. Why? Who knows? But what we do know is that Carter Hall is now trying to break free of Sky Tyrant, and he might get help in the form of Shira Hall, Hawkwoman, when? Right now. Yes. And, and by the way, it's Jeremiah, the little buddy's skipper. We, we have to yeah, keep this going. Oh, you're not, you're not playing my game? Sorry, you're not playing that game of life? I think you realized from the first section. Nah, I, I wasn't really paying attention then. I got my focus now. I got a laser focus. Uh, yeah, this was weird. And um, we ended up not talking about, I think, was it the last issue of Hawkman? We didn't talk about the one before, uh, but we did have one that we didn't talk about. We didn't about. talk about and, uh, Yeah, there was one because remember I said I didn't even read it. I had to catch up and I caught up before. And so when we ended up going and doing this, I ended up I like, recall. okay, you told me, yeah, we, we skipped one. And you said, I think it might have even been like when I left uh, town and that was that week or something. But we did skip one at one point. So the the whole idea of this, when I go into this issue, because at, in the last couple, at least one of them, I think it was like two ago, we skipped. But in my mind, knowing that I had skipped one, but I, I, I read this, I'm like, maybe I skipped three. Because this does not seem to jive with, with what I remember us talking about. Because well, you yeah, I think what we did talk about last the last issue, one. don't you? Where he yeah, comes yeah, back the from Sky the Shadowlands. Yeah, yeah. No, no, the whole thing. He comes back from the Shadowlands because he's about to kill Shadow yeah. Thief. And uh, the Shade's not about to. Sends him away. And all of a sudden, he just becomes Sky Tyrant at the yeah. end. When I'm like... Where, where's the connection here where, like, at least when we had, you know, the King Shazam, we saw the one panel where, like, we get to see Shazam where the Batman who laughs sneaks up behind him and stabs him with one of them stupid batarangs. Yeah, I, this one, he's just been having some bad dreams lately Christ about sakes, killing people, getting angry, that, and now yeah. he's the Earth 3 version of himself from a past life. I'm telling you. And the, the whole thing, thing is that where we have the setup at the, the beginning. What are the rules? Because every I, goddamn I, time I, we deal with the infection, I want to know deal. how we're dealing with it. They're playing with the whole idea. It's Freddy Krueger rules here. I guess in his mind. He always comes back? No, that somehow Uh, in the mindscape he got infected. I don't know when he was infected and why it would make sense or work. Even this whole thing, because everybody was like claiming how Robert Van Diddy was doing the definitive origin, this great 12-issue run like at the beginning to give the definitive origin to Hawkman. And then after that, though, the idea was, you know, all right, Carter Hall, now you have all your memories back again. For some reason, you didn't have, but now you have them back but, again. And but then he, he couldn't he remember never shit. Does. And I know, he, I know every so, issue. <laughs> And every issue, the most Earth important three. thing he doesn't remember. I don't understand. This Earth three backstory, uh, this life of the Sky Tyrant, he has no idea about it, but it was coming through subconsciously through his dreams. The Sky yeah, Tyrant was coming through. And I'm like, and this whole thing where we have the, like, you know, in Earth three, the heroes are villains, the villains are good guys. We actually have things that actually get me upset a bit because we have, what is it, the Justice Society all-star squad where we have the, the Pinkerton ghost, the shadow sheriff, the mm. matter mage, and the lion miss. This actually upset me because I'm like, we have all of these great Hawkman characters that people may not know about, like Lion Maid, Matter, Matter, uh, Master. Yeah. You know, and I don't like, think you know, half Gentleman the people Ghost, know what these favorite. are playing off of, except Gentleman And Ghost. we could have fun times with these villains and Hawkman just doing normal superhero things. But we have this Earth-3 villainous Hawkman, the Sky Tyrant, being killed 
by these these heroes of this world. And pretty much he becomes Vigo the Carpathia from Ghostbusters 2 at this point. I'll be back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what? And that's yeah, how is this the my dreams. I, I, that's the thing is that, that you're playing with this. And yeah, maybe this book was going to be something different. It did get kind of t- caught up in this infection where a lot of these other books get caught up. Rogozar, then they get a year of the villain, all these things. But ma- make it work. Uh, and this is the thing that I'm talking about when we end up uh, today, you ended up having solicits come out and Robert Venditti is going to be taking over Justice League. And I, people know that me and you love freedom fighters. Uh, and so they're like, oh man, Jim, you're going to be excited about that. I'm like, I'm not because this is the type of thing that we get. We ended up having this book. We are on, you know, issue 18. You end up having the definitive version of the origin of Hawkman. This is what we're what told. This is the yeah. catchphrase for 12 issues. And I, I think that this book has become an idea in people's head reviewing this that you cannot not like an issue, that it doesn't matter what happens. You're going to give it these huge marks. The thing is, if you had the definitive origin and all these things, why does he keep remembering things that he didn't before? The whole thing was that everything was opened up. He was remembering these things. And now this is twice now that a major thing has happened. He's like, man, I don't know why I don't remember that. That's weird. Oh, man, I, I had that in the back of my head. I was having some dreams about that no you're fudging it and then fudging it away that doesn't make sense for the infection and for some reason the idea of having an earth three hawkman which is fine because you're going to have these things but actually being the carter hall from like just from another resurrection the idea that he knows he's on this mission of resurrection and stuff like that he's got to redeem himself having an earth three hawkman who's still a villain and wants to kill people and stuff like that and, and knows it's about like the past, opposite it's it opposite world weird. again though too i know it does well it's always and, and opposite so then, world over an earth three for yeah, what but i'm saying like, you know, like opposite world to the point where he has a mission that involves him not redeeming that he has to kill everybody and it just to me again that seems like something that's new now for him realizing and then it's just goes okay well that was always his sky tyrant deal where he has to kill everybody because that's always been his deal and that's how he can resurrect better and think i don't know it just felt off and the whole idea now that we have the backstory where he died being uh, you know the sky tyrant being the sky tyrant now and just like how did your costume change because you are the are the sky tyrant now and are infected like we don't see you become infected and now you're just the sky tyrant with a whole new costume your giant angry mace and now this this issue actually became the original superior spider-man when doc ock killed peter parker and took over his body we had the ghost of peter parker pretty much talking to doc ock the entire time where we have carter hall trying to break three of the mind here to gain control of his body again. It's just not working because sky tyrants in control because of the infection. Yeah. Like, do some backup. And, and like back up a little bit the, and explain the, this to me. Yeah. Well, the funny thing about it is, is he, he ends up, you know, of the mind. He's like, almost like, and even sky tyrants like, Oh, you know, what's going to go on now. Now you're going to be the stupid angel on the shoulder where I was kind of your, you know, devil or whatever. But you end up with the idea that because of how it's played out with the art and the story, it really does look like he's just a ghost that is ending up physically oh, yeah. fighting him when it's also it's mainly supposed to be him of trying to take control of the body. It doesn't play out very well that way because of how it's going. You have, you know, getting hit by this and that going to take down a plane and wrestling him away. And, uh, you know, I would have liked it to be a little more of the mind than what looks in my mind because of the art and I don't mind the art as much but to my mind I'm like I, well, actually, I, I, I was giving Pat Olaf the like benefit of the doubt yeah. since he jumped on this book and it's this issue that actually made me I don't, realize I don't like, mind it I don't like what he's doing here I at think all. it still looks a little
little like he's trying to get like that Brian Hitch type look, but he doesn't have that stuff. But even so, I'm like, this just looks like a sky tyrant being fought by John Constantine the whole time. I'm like, that's weird. Uh, but so it's like you, you can't get a grip of what this is. And then by the time you might, eh, nothing happening. It is no, basically I'm just, you, essentially, you know, if you're going to give us the- an issue... Yeah, tell From us the how block it happened. We started the story on, like in the alleyway. We pretty much go a couple blocks away because this, you know, Sky Tower flies until he crashes into the ground. We had no progression, even physical progression, in this book because it's just Earth Three Hawkman, yeah. and it doesn't make yeah. any goddamn sense. And and then you have, and and even if if you want to go and you you haven't read, you know, Superior Spider Man or something like that, it even reminds me a little. Of the uh, Red Death, the Batman Who Laughs deal, where you had Barry of the Mind, even like, oh, let's not do oh, this, right. and yeah, that didn't yeah. really go. That didn't really go very far metal, with yeah. it. But, but I think that this is going to be maybe one of the outs. Well, it's almost one like of a firestorm situation too, of of two minds yeah. kind of deal with you know, well, like, I think whoever's that this with is, firestorm. You get a couple things here. You get the idea. Okay, Sky Tyrant Earth Three. It's going to be a struggling of the mind to see who will do yeah. good, who will do bad, which I don't mind you know, having that. As but, we saw in the but, infection, but this happens, that, right? No. Yeah. No, that's the problem. Is That's what I was just going to say with the infection that we didn't see. This doesn't jive with that. And so I don't know if we're going to see him then get infected more. Like this will be we, we, lead are, to are we gonna, We're going like, to see how he's going to be a part of the know. Batman and Left's plan. I, I'm telling you, I don't know if this is one of those where he's just a bad butt here, Eric, and now he's going to get infected because he's not really infected. He's infected with his own nonsense. Uh, but even then, while you're going with this, you also get that the little bit, I guess, that will serve well of the idea that he is more than just, oh, you know, I'm kind of bad. No, this is a guy who will bring down a plane. Just oh, yeah. He kicks, wants to kill everybody. Like he so wants to that rule what, this yeah. world through fear and murder. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that you do have here where you have Venditti wanting to show this guy isn't just a bad version of, you know, Shazam who's going around like, I don't want to do the dishes. This is a guy who will burn the whole world down and maybe even a little too bad for the infection deal and the Batman OS. We'll see how it plays out. But after this issue There's and then at the he end. can't fight though. His own mind. Because I'm telling you this his, whole thing. That, with and his heart. Pseudo, Eric, heart. The pseudo Carter Hall ghost that we have, which is just supposed to be of the I'm mind. Just where shaking he is shaking my head now. It, it's just, it's, so, it's weird. just so funny though, because you have Carter Hall presented almost like a ghost here because you need a physical representation. But ultimately it is just Hawk, like Sky Tyrant fighting with himself and then nosediving because <laughs> in the mind, Carter <laughs> Hall has taken control and pushing him down oh, yeah. as he's flying. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, I love I love when they do that. You would end up where I really need the deal where the people look outside the plane and you get Fight Club. You see, you know, Sky Tyrant beating himself up because that's what's going on here. And you have to show that at least once or twice. You but know, just, just the so we idea get, get by the it. end, when we have Sky Tyrant kicking his own ass, all it takes is like, you know, Carter's like, <laughs> like uh, I, I feel like I'm being pushed back to the mind. Like, oh my, am I a killer? Just tell me why. I'm like, Carter, yeah, oh what are God, you doing? Really? Did you get infected with like, stupid? It, that's what it is. It's the infection, the stupid freaking juice. And then, it, so you have all this You'll going on. You'll figure it out. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm back in the mine. I'm going to the back shelf, Eric. You, you end up here where you, you end this issue then where I, I don't get the idea of Hawkwoman showing up. And not just Hawkwoman, but the idea where- Straight from Fanagar like Prime, Shire Hall. And, 
it looks like that's the out already. We haven't even gotten the infection in my mind yet. And now you're going to do this? Like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be one of these dupes where you do end up, even though Sky Tyrant was announced as an infected, is it going to be that Shaira ends up saving the day well, only the then is, for Carter to be hit by the Batarang and now he's who infected? Kn- I'm telling you, the thing is, who knows what's going to happen? Because as we saw in the King Shazam friggin' one shot, he looked like he infected Mary Marvel with a punch that just, you know, yeah, happened to like, you know, pierce her. So if, yeah. like, we might have the Earth 3 Hawk woman show up here if she gets That's pierced by saying. the mace. Or, of, yeah, like, we this may end up having Who knows? her. Yeah, I don't know because it almost seems like, hey, I she have would to remember get her past this. life on Earth 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and the idea of this is always – Sky really Tyrant seems Tress. to play out here. It, it, yeah. It, it plays out to me with the <laughs> idea that, that they get – Tyrant Chess? You no. Know. Uh, so <laughs> – the, the idea of like, hey, I got to get involved in the infected, but fuck that. I'm just going to tell my story. By the end, we'll just get back to my deal. Like he's setting up things for, for later or maybe sooner than and later. I would have loved her to showing see up a well I, thought out Hawkman of Earth 3. If that's what we really wanted to go with that, like why he would actually knowing his past lives and stuff like that, being on Earth 3, like, or like resurrected there. Why he would become evil? That was that's a compelling story that could have been told. But yeah. just saying, yeah, that Earth three, uh, he hit, that mind came forward when he got infected. Yeah, and and and, and here's where you the, the just the to end the deal because there's not much else to talk about. That's but it. When Hulk you end up on up. Earth three, when you end up on Earth three, you end up with like oh lion miss, and there's going to be people like I don't know who that is. I like they're well, going to be. Confused, you, I don't right know there. the last time anybody saw Lion Maine come out and fight Hawkman and stuff saying. like that. So the actual villain. You're going to be complaints. Where's the matter, uh, man? Confused. So uh, there's Matter Mage. So you end up then with what going from there. It, you go from there to the idea of the mind, but it looks like a ghost. I think that people are going to be so confused with this issue. Just like, so what are you and, talking and really, about? People it doesn't matter. are viewing this through the roof. They love this issue. And it doesn't matter by the end because nothing happens. But this is the thing. This has become well, – why is it since we started – not even since we started. It's been more since Rebirth uh, where people – Get in this groove where if they like a book, they will never, ever go against that. You can have the worst issue show up and they'll just be like, well, you know, I still am loving this. It not, not, but you see these, we read these reviews and they, they bitch and moan the whole review about how something is awful and then give it a perfect score. One of the, we have an event Leviathan thing from comicbook.com and they're like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is terrible. Five out of t- five out of five. It ends up a, so I just, but these people end up with these catchphrases. Batman is the humanized Batman, so it's always going to be big score for me. Hawkman, definitive version of Hawkman. We we passed that, and, and we're all we're seeing the repercussions of he didn't really get a definitive version because he can't half remember a year shit. later from this. Doesn't know nothing about yeah. nothing. It, it really is the idea of this stuff popping up is kind of like we said earlier, like a Ishmael or any character that powers kind of change or you don't know or they this is what he's become where now it's convenient for him to remember things at the last second or just keep forgetting so that you can keep going with nonsense and, and that's not what you were setting Give me up a proper hawk, at this point and i know he's put in that i don't think that this was his idea to say hey this infection story i gotta get in I need to get in on this because by now we should have seen him going through and trying to redeem himself. We should have seen the ticker start going down here. And well, even he if you just- have him being forced into an infection story that Robert Venditti may not want to do, you being a writer, you could actually think this through and make a proper thing that well, you can use later on that, where I'm you have Carter Hall thing. all messed up because his entire life and all these life is about re- redemption for what he did. And then he kills some people because of this infection. Was all, you could have great things, but then tying it 
it's yeah. to the past life thing because that's all you have playing with anything. That's in the all season. you have. What are you doing? Yeah. That's the MacGuffin that keeps being the MacGuffin. It just keeps ending up as this thing that's thrown out there to explain everything so that you can go from not setting anything up to a story and then have nothing make sense. But it doesn't matter because he doesn't remember. And Are we supposed so to get a like, sky oh, tower well. one shot? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think that we are. I'd have to see, but I really don't think so. And just the idea of like, this should be where I, I know you want to have Hawkwoman show up. This is something that this book needs to have a reference to at least, but not here to me. Didn't expect end with, Hall either. I'm telling you, you end this, this issue with the Batman who laughs coming to say, I like the cut of your jib. Now I'm actually going to infect you. And then having the twist of, holy shit, he wasn't even infected. He was just bad. Now he's infected. Holy crap, this is like World War Ten now, and I'd be that I'd be fine with that. And yet you end with like what seems to be the thing that's gonna I, I just it's everything thrown on top and just to say, oh, ten out of ten, oh am I it continues the definitive version. This is the best book ever. It, it, please say, you know, go go with the flow of reading each issue and, and judging it, though I, I say this, and people have their right to like things sure. and to say it, but uh, you know, it just kind of infuriates me that I, I do think that they get in these reviewing ruts that if they see that they end up liking six issues and they're getting praise online and people are following them and stuff i really do think that it skews you to keep doing that and that drives me nuts it really does and it's the opposite way people can say well that's what you do with batman but that's the thing i ain't got shit that i liked in a long time so you know it, it goes back and forth i can get the shade thrown out at me uh but what did you give this I ended up giving this a 4.5 out of 10. I did not like Pat Olaf's art this issue. I'm, thing is, it's been, str- I've been struggling to really enjoy it. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt when he came on because he's a different style artist than Brian Hitch. He's trying to ape it, it seems like at times, but it yeah, just I does think not that look that's good what he's here. trying to do. And, that, and that'll it, never look good. I, if he is doing that, you know, do your own deal, but. Okay, and uh, uh, and the yeah. thing is with the whole Earth-3 infection thing was just a, out of nowhere, makes no sense to anything we're dealing with the infection at this point, and like, it was just a very disappointing issue that I was looking forward to. Yeah, I'm going 4 out of 10. I'm a little lower than you. Just the, the idea that I'm waiting because... You know, even when we had the quote unquote definitive version of his, you know, deal, I, I didn't I didn't care that much about that. Though I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy some of the issues, but I'm not a Hawkman fan, so I just want a story and there's not much story going on. And this is the thing. This is what I worry about Venditti on Just League, because there's a lot of books that I've read. That this is what you get. Yeah, we like freedom fighters, but I don't like, I didn't like much of the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps because of the fact that we didn't really tell many stories. And this seems like he wanted to tell that 12 issues. Now I'm convinced that it should have been the 12 issue. You would have had that tr- oh, yeah. two trades, the definitive, you know, version of his deal, and then go forward. And then I later never, maybe we have some things. I still never found out what that void god was. It just was in yeah. the background. So I still don't know what's you, up with the, that. It's like after Brian Hitch left after the 12th issue, this book has just become come whatever just they'll throw some events at it they'll throw some tie-ins and you'll go with it and there's just no real reason or real thing that gets me excited about it at all so hopefully when this you know infection thing you know ends which i think it ends in january if i'm right from looking at the february solicits that we can get maybe you know at least six issues of something cool 
Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm a four out of 10 and uh, we'll move on to the next book. All right. And the next book is Catwoman number 17, written by Joel Jones, art by Joel Jones, Laura Allred and Seda Temafonte. And I'd like to say, Laura, that the room is all red. Yeah, you like that. We get the year of the villain hitting Villa Hermosa. No. I, I forgot the, the nickname. Sorry, I forgot yeah. we were going to do that. And it is odd to bring this book into that whole shebang. But Joel Jones does have a twist here. Uh, and it is that Lex offers to make Selena a hero, Eric, not no. the villain. This doesn't seem much like doom to me, but maybe he's already gotten the card stacked. The, the, you know, the whole hand is stacked for him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to give Selena a little solid here. But I like the interaction with Lex and Selena at the beginning of the issue. But the rest of it is paper thin uh, with recap of recent issues and other fan service recap that seems to be there just to get people you know, excited and back on board. And it's one of those things where it it really felt like she is trying to remind people of, hey, this kind of came out of that Tom King book that you like. And look at this and all the things that I have. And and really what Tom King's Batman is very Selena heavy, as we know. But anytime you'd have an issue where you would get like, oh, man, that's a classic look of Selena. Oh, Oh, man, that goes back to, you know, the boat or the alley. All these things, people go gaga for it. And here's Joel Jones, in my mind, trying to grab that magic. And it, it just doesn't work, especially in a book that is is just not doing anything. And, and we not are now 17 issues. Moving at a snail's pace. I, I actually yeah. was – this was one of the quickest reads I've ever seen. I went back ever. and I was looking because when we had this whole thing, even the way she tells a story is off because we had yeah. the last issue with her coming out of the Lazarus Pit in that different costume. And now we see – before the pit with the offer and that she's going to go to the pit and on her way to the pit, she's going to think for three splash pages in a row, three double pages in a row. Well, here's a, here's a few panels of Catwoman, and then here's a few p- uh, panels of Tom King's Batman. Yeah. And now here we are. I'm like, yeah. And did, it's, did you, it's, did you really just spend all this time not telling us a goddamn new had, thing about she Catwoman? She has had months off where Ram V came and things like that. And I know that she does the art and the writing. So that is tough. But boy, uh, there, there's trouble with this book. She, does she just doesn't art. do anything. Now, this is the thing about it is, is that she loves, she's really enthralled with this idea of telling out of time stories. And, and this continues here. The, the problem you're going to get in my mind is the idea of going into this issue. You do run into the problem where we've seen most of the stuff and she even knows I it. Know. So at one point you end up having have a fast a forward deal of fast forwarding oh to the stuff God. we've already seen. You've actually took panels on a page to let us know that you were skipping over the parts that you already told, but you're telling yeah. us in a, a and, different and, way. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And and there's here's where I we've said it before in this book, and it's mainly this book. It's, it's trying to pulp fiction every time, uh, you know, going out of order. But th- that has to be clever. Now in this, not so clever. And and really, you've already seen Selena at the at the Lazarus Pit. She's already fought people. She's already gone in the Lazarus Pit to then pull it back so that you can see the offer, which is a map to get to the Lazarus Pit that we were already (laughs) at, even though it's out of time. So it makes sense that you don't need that. I mean, you've already, you've stepped on your own toes. You've, you told everybody the punchline. You end up going back, which I do like this interaction. As I said, I really like the idea that he shows up and the, it's a, it's kind of a gray area, but this is the funny thing about it is this isn't something like you'll have a story where there's said things. Actually, what, what did it kind of in a clever way was Deathstroke. 
where you end up having Lex show up to give an offer to Deathstroke, but Deathstroke's dead. So he's like, ah, well, Jericho, you're here. I'll give it to you. So these aren't set things. So you end up having Lex show up to give the offer to Selena. And I like, you know, kind of the twist of the idea of she is kind of a anti-villain, a villain, sometimes a hero now. And so, but they don't play that. It's just him there. And basically he is there. Somebody tell Joel Jones that what Lex wants Well, X gets, but what Lex really wants is nonstop chaos and doom to make things shift. He he spells out Raina Creel is going to take over Villa Hermosa if you don't stop her. And man, she is bad. That's what you want, Lex. That's what your whole thing is about. For you to go, yeah, you can play off the idea that he has an affinity for Catwoman. He likes her as a person, whatever. But he's now saying, like you know. Raina Creel doing all this might not be the best thing for Lex for a Villa Hermosa area. Now, if Catwoman goes and t- like like you said, you can take care of your sister. This town needs a leader. Who says she's going to be a good leader? Yeah, yeah, that, and and that's the thing. It's just even the idea of Lex, who when he gives these offers, though, you can say like, "Oh man, Lex," but there is nothing bad or good for Lex. He just wants straight doom because at this point. He ain't got no ties to anything. He's in the edge of the world. He's a universe. So he wants just straight up doom. If 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 Villa Hermosa's on fire, um Jesus Christ, he's he's really in then. And just that but you have to you have to have something. And and the problem is it really shows you that you know you have Catwoman, hey, Lex, she has evolved. Can you make my sister not catatonic? Yeah, really. That that would be nice. You're giving me a scroll Something. that has an arrow and an X on it. I, I'm assuming just, the just whole to thing go get too. her. Ha- the, the map to Arena Creel with the hidden Lazarus pits around Villa yeah. Hermosa. I'm like, yeah. I remember when this whole thing Lazarus pits were a cool deal, and they yeah. even got to the point where they were saying there's we barely any Lazarus tonight. pits left in the world. Yeah. Now they're just over they're everywhere. everywhere now. They're everywhere. And so the even the idea of Villa Hermosa having just to just sit there and think about this, Raina Creel in this point, she not only yeah, she's trying to be a bad butt, but she's also somebody who is kind of big in the, you know, in Villa Hermosa. She, you know, her husband was a big to do and stuff like that, but yet she doesn't know where they are and they're trying to find and, and really when she gets there, put put your face in there and get a nose. But you know, even besides Please. that, just just this concept of I, I can you can kind of see Joel Jones trying to figure out what she can do because she's only set up one villain in this whole run. And it's one story one villain and so the whole thing going forward with this i even saw the february solicits and that pretty much spells out like that reina creel's a bad person oh, man. selena is better watch out ma- is, is magic still in trouble i think that it's this that's the thing you have war of magic and the reina creel versus catwoman and i don't know anybody who likes reina creel this is a villain that just keeps sitting around but yet why not just give her the offer and I guess because you don't want her to be that powerful because Selena has to beat her. Because Lex doesn't want to go there and have to look at her. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, really. But she can put her nose in the Lazarus pit. She looks like Michael Jackson here. But I do like this idea where he goes and says, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you the Lazarus. Right now, Raina Creel, she's heading to that Lazarus pit. I know you want to find it. And really, the way the story's been out of time and things like that, I'm out of touch with it. I'm telling you, by the time you try to remember what happened in the last issue, it's not much happened. 
but it's so out of time. And then you jump well, back hell, here I and there. I didn't even read the last other. issue. I yeah. jumped in. This whole thing was a recap. So I'm like, I, yeah. I don't feel like so I missed when, anything because you told me about it. Yeah. I read this. I'm like, I'm so, all yeah, caught up. You Good go and me. do this. And it's just like, oh, man, you better hurry up. My offer is so that I can tell you where the Lazarus pit is and you go stop Raina Creel. I mean, that's the worst offer that uh, that I think we've gotten. And, and so she goes off. Again, we've already seen what happens there. So there's no tension. I'm going to get on my motorcycle that. and put on my motorcycle helmet with the cat ears on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now yeah, let me really. think about my life up till now. And that's because Lex for even three says spread there, pages. there is nothing left for you in Gotham. And I like the idea, even the kind of talk where he's like, hey, Gotham's a colorful place, but with you, it's Technicolor. I, I like that line. And I like when she's like, no, 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 this isn't my home. I'm going back. And not once does she say, Lex has to remind her and think because Maggie is there. But she, like, it, you got away from that. That's what arc. everybody wants. That's all I want. Nobody wanted. wants Raina Creel. She should have been done in issue six when her husband committed. She should have her ass in jail. And now we should be three more villains in. You had the penguins show up. That was terrible. And, and nothing is going on. So you end up having in the book that nothing's going on a walk down memory lane of, of this, uh, this fan service deal of, hey, remember the cat woman you love? This is still her. You know, she might be in Villa Hermosa, but her heart's in Gotham. Look at this. There's the wedding. There's her, her on the rooftops. There's this. Hey, you like different costumes? I'll give them all. Here they go. There's this, that, the other thing. Oh, there she is in the classic. She's on top of the rooftop on the bat signal. Uh, blah, 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 blah. For nothing. This does nothing for the book. Nothing at all. And then then you get the Joker. He can't be happy and be Batman. I'm like, what does this serve? And you get Howie Robinson. What does this serve at all in this story that is now 17 issues in? We know how she got here. We know what yeah, Lex Hulk just man. said. I mean, Catwoman. Yeah. And so you go and then you finally get to where you're going and she's she's peeping from the top. She's looking in. So then what happens is you have Raina Creel there and she goes and they they find the Lazarus pit. Seems like Selena's just right beyond, you know, they get there two minutes later. Selena sneaks in and like, hey, what's this? And I like the line where Raina Creel's like, I thought that this would be a lot more fancy. Like It's called a pit. It's a pit. It's not called the Lazarus hot tub. So let's go. And she's like, okay. And then you have the worst. When you're when you're around a crazy person and you end up having something that's supposed to bring you back, things like that, don't start talking about does it work? Because there's going to be somebody who's going to be the guinea pig and uh-huh. now you became it. And she ends up – and I, I do like – some of the things I do like when he's like, you know, I wonder if this works. And she ends up shooting Ilmaz and the doctor in the head. And then just, hey, Adam, who's going around. Well, the- he, he actually rips the throat out of Ilmaz. I, and I then don't they- know what's going on with this Lazarus <sighs> pet idea because I don't know if Joelle Jones is doing something new or if she doesn't know what's going on yeah, because with this whole it's thing. A, it's a, it's this- the Phantom Zone now and it's the Phantom Zone in the same issue. Because it doesn't have rules, but right? We have this. We have this water here that's blue. Usually, when you think of a Lazarus pit, you have that good green glow. Yeah, you have the and green. when we kill Yilmaz and Hill, we push them in there, and they come up as these bloodthirsty. And they they actually look like Adam, her son, coming yeah. back from the yeah. dead, the way he yeah. was with that blue dust. With this being and a this blue, blue freaking hue to this color, yeah. I don't know if this has something connection to this and whole thing that we had before. The weird thing, though, is that Lex spells it out as a Lazarus pit. He doesn't say, "Well, it's a little tainted," but you know what I mean. Or or as they go, "Hey, by the way, P.S." 
And yeah, don't put your ass in that thing. That's a little tainted, you know, shit when it gets but away then, from the source. Uh, yeah. It when just, Selena is thrown in, she comes up with a new costume. Yeah. Fine. I, I, I'm telling you. What? At one point, you're a zombie. Another part, you're in the middle of a Lady Gaga concert with costume changes. I, I don't understand. It's almost as if it's like whatever you need or you want, it's your desire. It's the person's desire, however. I don't know. I mean, she wasn't dead when she went in. She was kind of struggling, but you go in and you get a costume change and, and a new outlook on life, I guess. I don't know. But Ilmaz and the doctor, they're, they're, they're zombies. They're, they're what Adam is. And, you know, and I don't even mind the idea that Adam is going Disfigured, around. Selena is, zombies. yeah, Selena is, you know, a little, you know, distracted with all this. Even just the idea that she's like, I get it now. It doesn't even say that. It's just a, a blank statement. She's got an army now. An army? She's got two, three zombies in herself. I mean, really, there, there's four people, three noses. That, that ain't no army. And just the whole idea of that, oh, that's her plan. It's not a great plan. I actually thought that why isn't this the idea? She was so obsessed with, you know, her looks and bringing it back. It would have made sense. Adam gets thrown in, so he comes back a little better. And then she goes in. She comes out beautiful. And now Selena can fight a sexy lady now. And like, what have is this that, Lazarus pit? Like, I would think in my know. mind it would be bring back Adam, like, right. Yeah, so he's in this goddamn drooling monster. But this no, is what I thought we this threw them all in, was. and we get two other ju- drooling monsters. I'm Again, like, you, you really... it's the end of very bad things where freaking Cameron Diaz is screaming because everybody's a goddamn quadriplegic yeah. now that she has to take care of. Yeah, I'm, I, I actually thought, okay. You have a Lazarus pit. You have Joel Jones that does work and and seems to be friends with Tom King. She's getting confused. She thinks it's the nine pit where a life for a life. So I'm like, okay, two or four people go in. She kills the two, throws them in. And that's when her and Adam go in and come out fine. You know, they come out still evil, but looking great going. But no, it's it's zombies now, but it wasn't before. And you do this and we did the, just the Lazarus pit bringing back zombies, he, even if they're like pull them out early. So I don't know what you can do to make it make sense. But none of this makes sense. Then you get the idea because that's where before we had the fight. And now you're going to go to a point where now we have a VHS fucking thing going on the panels of a fast forward, which seems clever. It's nonsense. This is no, nonsense. It's filler. It's, it is. And it's nonsense filler. The idea that you're going to do this to go, oh, you know how that goes. I got my ass and kicked, so I don't want to see I'm looking this. at it now because I, I thought it was only one page. It pretty much is two pages yeah, of this whole fast forward nonsense on top of three splash pages. Good, it's splash not even pages. good like, recap. There, there is so much filler in this book. And because I'm like, I actually thought see, it was yeah. only 14 pages. Um, in this, where you have this this fast forward, you get to see the fight, but you don't. You get to, oh, there's the villain's monologue. I mean, if, if that villain's monologue is important, why why aren't we at least getting that again? Like, oh, man, I know you, you guys are sick in here in that rain, but listen to this and say it if it's important. But it just goes fast forward. Then you have her coming out with that custom. Then you get a whole issue of recap in one panel where she went to that kid's birthday party. I mean, that was real important where you get one panel of that. And then she heads off to the magic club. There's somebody doing magic and you end up Zatanna's there. Hey, ladies. Hey, guys. I Get me a drink and get one for my friend. Zatanna. And I'm like, you're not going to get me with that. I'm not going to be impressed when you can't tell a story. This this book is doing nothing. And Zatana. the thing is, my score is all for, and I do like her art. I know that you you are not a big fan. 
uh, with her I art. I like the way and this one, you think looks, it's a especially off. at the end. It might be a stylistic change when they yeah. come back, but uh, once we get anybody in the Lazarus pit and the idea that a lot of it's just scribbled lines of fast forward type of bullshit, and was like, I don't care about the art, and yeah. the only thing that I don't I don't mind is Selena. Yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. It's just, this book is one of those where we even we even stopped doing it for a little teeny bit because nothing was happening. And then you start ending up, you know, doing this year of the villain stuff. I'm like, Oh, you know, we should do this. We'll we'll go and do it. But I don't know. I voted off again. You're off the Island. That's what I'm saying. You just got fired. You're fired. I'm saying, cause it's just, you're boring. It's nothing's going on. And it's taken way too long for nothing to go on. And I really came over to this book out of the Batman deal saying that, please, everybody give this book a fair shake. If you are upset about the wedding, don't take it out on this book. Well, now the book has, you know, its own problems that have come to ruin. It really is uh, because of that. I'm giving it an F you five. What are you giving it? I'm going to fuck you five right there with you. I've stolen my dreams. I, I don't have the sound effect to say other things. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next book. Next up, we got Superman number 17 written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by Kevin McGuire, Paul Mounts, and Dave Sharp. Superman's got a big decision to make, Jim. Now that event Leviathan is over and for some reason that means he wants to get rid of his secret identity, maybe – because he never yeah. actually comes out and says it in this issue. No. With his pondering about, with yes. his pondering that our man of steel is doing, he's also settling space trade disputes, wondering what's in Lois's box that Luther gave her, shutting down Ooh. Star Labs by hovering and having a chat with Supergirl on New Krypton. Even with all these things, somehow nothing happens in this issue and I don't know how. Yes. That's all I'm going to do that. And also that's Dave extra sharp. Eric, I, I want to, uh, yeah, no. here's the thing. Uh, how many times oh, are we going to wife? Oh my, that's not nice. That makes me sad. <laughs> uh, the thing with this, I do like the art and it's Kevin McGuire on art who was at points on the Supergirl book. So I do like the art. Uh, but other than that, how many times are they going to let this guy have a thing? And I know you can tell me all the things about, well, the cover, Jim, that doesn't necessarily always tell you what's in the book. But there are times where the cover is there to dupe people. You you have the idea where some people have heard, this is transmorphers. You, you end up where people have heard, man, I heard Brian Michael Bendis is going to have Superman tell the truth and tell his identity. You have on the cover time for the truth it should say dot 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 next month because this is just the same as you know young justice here comes the great naomi time for the truth but then you buy the issue like oh man then you open up and you see in the credits page the truth prologue yeah yeah this is what i'm saying why are you even starting to have this nonsense about time not only that where you end up where if I tell you, and hey, just say we're doing a movie, Eric, we're making a movie, we're oh, yeah. doing something. What kind where, of movie? You're pushing this uh, horror movie. I know what kind of you're, movie. You're pushing oh, okay, the good. idea. No, than I it'd be, no, it'd be a porn. But still, no, it, it. say it is a porn. And the porn is, oh my no, God, by the end of this, you're going to see the craziest thing you've ever seen in a porno ever. And oh, then God. not only do we not give you that, not only do we end it with saying, holy moly, like off camera, that's the craziest thing I ever saw. And then next porno, I don't know how you do a next porno, but that's for the sequel. But not only you have that, but you end up having too much time of, hey, you want to hear my secret? 
Huh, what is it? Well, it's the truth. It's the truth. Well, this, the even truth. The idea yes. that they don't even come out and talk about it. it being the reveal of the identity here. You just have Superman yeah. talking about That's what revealing I'm something, you don't even thinking get a about real like, doing a, having a secret uh. that he wants to get out there, but you have no idea because he's talking about this throughout the whole thing and even just thinking about things that are just beating around the bush the entire time as he does all these great many things that don't matter at all because they never go anywhere. Yeah, and and so he ended up on Newsarama yeah, in an interview and this is something we were talking about today. I kind of tweeted something. Did he say you know, I the, quit? The humorous, uh, where he ends up saying that one of the reasons why he wanted to have Superman reveal the identity. Now, the big thing is Leviathan, no secrets, things like that. I don't know why Superman's the guy who seems to think that this all has to deal with him, especially because he's the most loved person in the universe, we were already told, but yet yeah. he's got to reveal yeah, this. the whole but fucking still, Unity Day based off it. Of- yeah, yeah. So still with this idea going that he says that he's talked to the children's and the children's th- they're kids, scared Brian. because they don't get on the social media. And, and this is I'm legit. Sure he's do. like, they do not get on social media anymore because people have secret identities, you know, strangers who then try to get them. Yeah. It, it's scared. the kids who have this animated anonymity and are talking so much shit. Yeah. They're just talking shit. I, this happens in my house. And, and so he is so I know. stop it, Jim. And, this is supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be doing this with this idea that super, like, where does this tie into Superman and his identity? You even said when I told you what he's saying is the idea, like, what is he thinks that Superman's stranger danger? I, this doesn't Seriously. make sense. And here's the, the exact thing I'm saying. He says, yeah, he says, well, you talk to kids today. Most won't even no, go I on don't. social media because Bullshit. all it is is a people with secret identities who are going to quote get them it's an unsafe place no, no. this is that's his what their quote. parents tell them no no that's that's grandparents now parents are a little more hip than this and this is somebody like no, that's, that's the guy parenting. that's old guy shaking his head and yelling at clouds <laughs> now from the, the man mad at clouds he, he's saying this as if this is something where kids you're gonna talk to kids hey what's what are you doing we're gonna turn the, the chair backwards and the hat let's get the real talk going what are you not doing? And what are you scared of? I'm scared of social media because there's some people there. They're the predators. The, the thing is that Brian Michael Bendis is on Twitter and Facebook. Kids don't do that. And they're still doing versions of social media. He's never heard of TikTok clapping the things. I don't know what they're called. Flippity I don't even flop. know. Flippity flop. I mean, they're doing it all. You know, sugar bowl. Uh, you ever they been got on that sugar bowl? Ghoul, yep. Uh, swing goalie app you got the you got the magic eight ball they're doing it all and so you, you end up with this the idea that crank. He, he is trying to, I, I just like we I, when you get the Ouija crank I, I'm I'm mad uh so he's trying to justify these things but he can't justify the idea that he keeps duping us and leading us on with no story because in this issue you have you know it's not necessarily a promise of the reveal it, it, I don't expect that this issue, because I already know that that's coming in December, uh, and we're not going to get the press conference here. At least say it. At least when you're there with Kara at the end, where you're like, "I got a secret I want to tell you. I'm gonna. It's gonna. It, it, what is it? Well, I think I'm gonna reveal my secret identity. Oh my! And the you whole have thing at least is, that. even when we have this thing at the end where I think it's gonna affect you the most, Kara. I'm like, why? Well, I have make no sense. connection to you. That Nobody makes knows no me as Clark Kent's cousin. Here. I am Kara Danvers. I live with yeah. these people what, in the Nash. This is the thing. He's getting it mixed up in my mind that he thinks that this is now, going Connor to be Kent, one now of those. Now you brought like, him back. That could be a problem. That, that could, the, the problem with Kara is 
They are, you know, they go around their, 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 you know, the deal going, their cousins. So even if that's out and about, this reveal of, hey, I'm Clark Kent, that, that does nothing to Kara. Kara's still just Supergirl to people. He yeah. thinks that it's the opposite way of a Clark Kent suddenly saying, you know, or, hey, you know what? I'm from, nobody knew he was from Krypton. You know, that, hey, I'm Kryptonian, I'm alien. That would screw Kara. Maybe, you got, well, that's cousin. She's a dirty alien too, you know, but this doesn't, how is it that it would affect her the most? It, it doesn't. It would be, I'm telling you, I even said Joey Costco, he was talking to me and he's like, what do you think about this idea of, you know, Kara being affected the most? I said, I'll tell you who's going to be affected the most. Everybody. The Justice League, they will have sites. I know Brian Michael Bendis thinks that people don't get on the social media or something. There would immediately be sites which would be who who are the heroes and they would go through and sift through pictures and whoever superman okay he was with this guy why was he with billionaire bruce wayne three times oh wait let's look at his height that's exactly batman's there's batman uh, you could end up using this a lot kara is the least of the problems but he's there to get this idea that oh it's a but still not say it i mean what what, is, what does she think that you end up going and it's so the worst how it's long do you think it's going to be till lois gets murdered soon <laughs> Every two issues. I don't know, no, I I actually think that the spell out is is that this offer from Lex, whatever she thinks, she said she's going to write something about it. Is this, uh, did he give her the I, Somnus satellite to turn this all I'm back so you, nobody remembers? I'm, I'm thinking that it's something that, or it's something that will protect her if she's a. I, but it, she says it's something that I can use to write. And, and just and this, the idea this, this that she won't thing. tell him and it's back and forth and back and forth. It, 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 it goes is just on for pages. Nonsense. We have finally gotten back to the whole thing where when Lex came to her with this offer of this box. And it wasn't an offer. It was a gift, as we see here. Yeah, the, that's why. The I, fact yeah. that we actually have to spend pages talking about this again, but still not learning anything. I'm like, why are you fucking around with this whole thing? Why can't you just tell us what's in the goddamn yeah. box? Tell us what's in the box, or at least tell at the end, say, Kara, I need to talk to you. I'm going to reveal my identity. And then Kara says- Kara, I need to talk to you. I don't trust my wife. She's keeping shit away from me. That. Uh, But Kara, uh, I'm going to do this. And she's like, have you thought it through? Yes. Well, you always do what's right. Okay. There there you go. End. End. And then or her saying, I hope you don't think that that means I'm going to because I'm not. And let's move on from that. And and so you you get nothing because he needs to have- Next issue, it's such a dupe where he keeps doing this shit like this, where he's, oh, here's a prelude to a thing. This this is like me saying the next issue of Batman, he's going to get a new Batmobile. And in this one, you see Bruce Wayne going through online to pick out the tires. Like, that's the prelude. Why do you have a prelude? Uh, so he ends up with this, though. You end up, it starts with the trade embargo now we're at the freaking phantom menace where you have these aliens and it's a weird deal because you've been pushing so much of superman being the be all end all everybody loves him because he is the universal hope and for this to say ah, eh, he's just an earther i don't need that crap i don't i barely even know him and I'm like okay I, I don't understand why you're going that route and why we're even starting with this but he goes back to lois and there's the box now if you are reading a lot of things immediately a lot of people are going to assume this is the green arrow box that we had before it is not it seems but i I get that like oh man maybe she's the one in charge of it now and it's because of the idea that maybe lex thinks people are going to go wonky or whatever but it's not because we never find out we don't even know what's in the box and she's like oh hey were you in space i guess clark kent's going to get that story but i'm going to keep this one the box 
All right. And they go over and over. And they, the, what I like on, to call Lois, the ladder I'm gonna dialogue. In, I'm going to ask you what's in the box. You're going to continue to tell me no. And before I leave, I'm going to go and use my, you know, Superman vision, whatever, which one it may be, where we get a bunch of circles where everything he's looking to make sure everything's fine. I'm like, well, Alfred's still alive here. It yeah, looks like he's what, looking that's in just the, the book future. I said earlier, where we Beyond. did not get Shazam's not infected. Martian Manhunter's not dead. Yeah, we didn't get the note because it's there, so they messed I'm up there. You, Alfred's and, the least of the fucking thing because Martian Manhunter's dead too. He's looking at he's looking at the future of yeah. Batman Beyond at that and, one point. And, it looks like, and even with the idea that he's looking at Martian Manhunter, that is actually a teammate of his. And this is where I said with the timing of it, you can't always go with the idea, but the timing of this of Lex gave you that box. I think I'm going to go have a word with him. Well, at this point, either he is dead. Or Lois saying he came back looking different. So you go on back. But now he's the offer Lex, but that's the one you're fighting in Justice League where the end of the world's happening. And you're not doing this right. You're ending up one thing messing I up say, and not doing it. doesn't look like we have the freaking doom symbol in the sky when this is going yeah, on at least. Well, yeah. But you even have where uh, just this dialogue here. Here's just the classic. And everybody knows. So I'll just do this one. She's yelling at him about the box. And she's like, you know, I'm really creeped out with the idea idea that Lex is giving offers to all these villains, which he seems to think is me. Now, again, if you are playing the deal, the idea of it is more of a gift than a offer. But she's yeah, like, you know what? I might have to use this box to have the deal and I'm going to go and I will use this for a story. And then you end up where Clark says or Superman says, this is deeply disturbing. And then Lois goes, no, 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 I got this. You got what? This. Okay. Like this dialogue is just, these are people who in, in the opposite of what you usually get in something where, uh, you know, a couple finishes their sentences. These two, they've never talked before. They don't have any clue of what the other one's saying. You know, you end up having Superman who then says, I'm patrolling where he's looking into the future. He's looking at people who are dead, two of them at least. And, and then also, and, don't know is 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 aquaman having problems hearing he's there clearing his ears because he just came up with the water nonsense uh and you're seeing things in deep space and it's all there almost as if this is just his of the mind even the way it's going and then he's doing this then he comes back and they get right back to it and i got isn't that a cue to stop this nonsense sweetie i got this this one's mine you have this i'll do that this is an ego this is you this is there and then he just goes off where hey you want to hug yeah let's smooch all right let's go and then you go off to the second version now of the silent mafia he really loved the idea that you couldn't say now it's everybody's in a bunker they're doing this it's star labs where we did have that part in the thing with naomi like hey star labs is going to watch naomi batman and superman like i don't really trust him well we see you shouldn't but i know these guys in this well this is the thing is this one going back here i'm pretty sure that this is the star labs complex that we actually saw in young justice to explain what happened to cover ken superboy where he went off and then they were he ended up getting sucked into gem world with this other monster where we have dr glory we saw her over at freaking uh port oswego with naomi here but the whole idea is like we're gonna do some illegal things boys but you know what we're gonna be making a lot of money doing it don't worry we can talk freely this is a soundproof freaking bunker and all this other stuff this Superman hovering outside, everybody loses their goddamn minds. These runs are people who are doing in. these. Yeah, these these guys are doing this stuff. 
they've been doing it for a while. She ends up saying, Dr. Glory says, listen, we, we did some of the little algorithms here. And when Superman's not on the planet, we make a lot of money. Yeah, because you're bad and he's not there to stop you. It makes sense. And she's like, listen, and then, like, we found out that the multiverse has a multiverse. We can, uh, you know, get this. We don't want the Justice League to do this. Hey, hey, uh, uh, doctor, the Superman, he's hovering outside. One guy shits his pants. What do they think is happening here? These guys are ripping shit out of the world. That's unrelated. You know, he says, now I'm that guy. Yes, you are. You are that guy. You're the shitty pants guy. One guy's just ripping freaking shit out of the wall. They are all screaming at the top of their lungs. I want Dr. Gloria to say, who the fuck hired these people? I mean, we've been doing bad things all this time and now just because he's shown up here and he's hovering outside they just go out and just say i just want to know who this dr Dr. glory Glory is though because she might be in charge of an installation here or there but like you have like you would have the higher corporate higher-ups of star labs like this idea of this one doctor running all of star labs and all of star labs is now evil in everybody's mind because you have them in every major city it's just a weird idea because she then escapes but the whole thing that really upsets me and a lot of things upset me but the thing that brian michael bennis has been doing like Mostly in action comics, but we get it here yeah. again where the, the story of what's happening here that you're looking at is told through a Clark Kent story about yeah, it on the freaking story. Daily Planet. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? Why don't you just tell me what's going on naturally? Even, and they even say Superman discovered this facility from Young Justice coming to them. And, you know, that's kind of getting wonky. Yeah, and Justice having, ain't even back yet doing that's stuff. That's what I'm saying. You know, just wait. Maybe, maybe that shows that that whole story shouldn't have been treading so much water. Maybe they should have been back by now. Well, you uh, say that. So, you look at the solicit for the Superman issue. It talks about the Fortress of Solitude's gone missing. I'm like, what has happened yeah. to this goddamn story yeah. if that's the solicit? Yeah. So you that end up where – and then you end up having like – you end up with these things in this book and in, in Brian Michael Bennis in general where he's fighting with himself while he writes it. He's throwing shade at some people. He's giving some people props. I want a story because then you go off to Kara and Superman because uh, Dr. Lloyd, she goes, you know, whoop, 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 through a portal, gets the hell out of there. And so you end up with, hey, Kara, meet me at the fortress. They go, hey, why is it the Bermuda Triangle? I hate this. Oh, it's because it's my you fortress both, of Kara. solitude. Uh, but not destination wedding obnoxious. Hey, I like destination wedding. Yeah, so do I. But man, Metamorpho, we'll never see him again. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I, 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 I was very confused for this whole Metamorpho what is going thing. On? I'm like, this is not like, the cle- you, I, This I was clever in '91. Grow up. Start writing a little better. Evolve your writing. This is fucking nonsense. It is infuriating that we have to sit here and read this crap because then now you're going through the sing song with Kara. You want to do that? What? That? Hey, yeah. All right. And they just fly off. Follow me. All right. They go to New Krypton. Again, another thing that's fucked up. And you go and there's Zod. Oh, hey there. Welcome to New Krypton. We're doing this. Ursa, she made these buildings and, and stuff like that. Superman's just a jerk because the idea was they were expecting him the next day. He came a whole day early. I'm like, now they got to go and prepare. You are not well, a good guest, Superman. You know, because he ends up wanting to tell the truth. And that can't wait. So we're going to go show Kara this, even though it doesn't do anything. I'm going to go tell the truth on this whole thing. I want to tell the truth. Better go to General Zod first. He'll want to know the truth. He doesn't care, Clark. Shut up. He doesn't care. And and so even – Get dinner ready. Yeah. But then the best is at the deal where – why? Like why do you think he's going there? Do you think he's there to tell the truth to Zod? Is he there no, to say? No, I think he's just there to freaking like you know keep communications going between them from the the last remaining Kryptonians. It's so, and 
it, it seemed like almost that he just wanted to show Kara, like, hey, you want to see this? This is pretty cool. They go, hey, Zod, it looks great. You know, I'm a little overwhelmed right now, but everything looks awesome. We're going to have dinner. Because when he does go to say, which he's hemming and hauling uh, through a whole page, hey, I got something to tell you. It'll affect you. Okay. Hey, it'll affect everybody, but you the most. Okay. Uh, yeah, tell me. Well, I take that back. I don't know if I want you, but it's about the truth. You shock Kara. Sorry. And then he's about to say it, and there's a little Zod's kid. He listened like, in there. That's the whole yeah, thing. Lord is Zod, Zod and listening so in like about the, the idea deal. that he's going to be revealing the truth about himself. I'm like, how could this really upset General Zod in the long no, run? And, if and anything, you know what's happening. It would, it would you know ostracize what's happen. Superman from the humans. Yeah. That's what he wants. He wants Kal El yeah. back over here yeah. with New Krypton to hang out and you know repopulate and shit. But you're you're under the assumption that I am that this is going to be. Zod's going to flip his lid. You, you, I Why? gave you everything. I laid it on the table and you lied to me. It's got, because coming up in the February solicits, it really does point out that Zod's going to be back being a villain. And why set this up then? The, you know, the idea of where you ended up going and having a new Krypton built is fine. There already was one. You know, six months ago, a year yeah. ago was made in Robert Rebirth. There run. was, yeah, Robert Venditti did this already. So you're already, you know, pretty much doing what ancient civilizations do and building the new city on top of the other's ruins, just like he's doing with the whole thing. This whole story is going to be called The Truth, which was the same name of the story when they did that back at the end of the New 52 DCYOU, where he revealed his identity. I think that he ends up wanting to have everybody forget that there was other things. So he ends up having this new Krypton to end up just having it be, in my mind, by the end of... You know, hey, you lied. You're a stinking this and that and the other thing. Uh, I'm going to populate this new Krypton and you're not allowed there. Where, Like you're saying, like he says, hey, Kara, it's going to affect you the most. The idea of an ostracized Superman, which I don't think he ever will be. Brian, he's just going to tell us nonsense. Uh, this would be the, the best thing ever. That's a birthday present and Christmas for Zod where he says, hey, yeah. come on. Those stinking, you know, humans hey, look, don't deserve you anyway. Your family, Let's come make over here to New Krypton. You, you and I will be the forefathers of the New Krypton. And, and stuff I'm like telling that. you, just bring, now at I'll least sure you yeah. bring that, that bottle city candor. Oh, wait, that's right. You let yeah. it be destroyed and, on your watch. And I hate you. Too. Get out of here. Yeah, but with this also, <laughs> it seems in February that might start coming back as well. So there's a hint that there's so all these things that end up happening all get reverted. And it's just it's so odd. Just the ending of I'm like, like oh, why is Larzad? Why is he listening in as if he is going to find out, you know, the craziest info to go tell He's his mom break and dad? It. He's going to yeah. break the story. Oh, that'd be great. He ends up in, <laughs> and that uh, serves uh, Superman right because he's always doing that to Lois, even though that's the other thing. I love the idea where Lois is there and saying, hey, you know, oh, what happened in space? Nothing. You're going to write about it, aren't you? I hate that Clark Kent always do. No, no, no. It's the opposite where where Superman comes back and says, oh, man, you should have seen this. This Really? And she steals the stories. That, that's the thing. And that's the fun of a Lois. Not that she's mad that Clark gets the stories because he's Superman. It's just everything in this book just always feels off. And also it gets me angry when you know, nothing happens. I don't know why we get angry because nothing ever happens in the Not book. Angry. And we're 17 issues in again. And really – you're just going here and there, you know, hey, what's going on with this? We got just ridiculous. Even the idea of at the beginning, hey, you know, are you okay, Lois? Well, Superman, I think that I should ask you because our son just went in the future. Uh, you know, are we going to unpack that and deal with it? Oh, what about you? Your dad died. No, no, no. I'm going to unpack that later. 
Uh-oh, but what about you? Your father was sent back in the past and yeah, died. I mean, it's oh, like I'm not dealing with that either. Like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack that this up. This is not a competition. Here. Yeah, it's just a weird deal where why bring that up about Sam Lane just to have her say, I'm not ready to unpack that yet. I mean, I guess that's supposed to be, you know, real dialogue. But if you want to sit there and the best thing is they He's don't tell deal Lucy. with they didn't deal with any of it. He and she ends up saying, "Hey, let's deal with our son and your dad and things." And he just kind of looks, and they they go. But then it's about the they never get back to that. It, it's all just smoke and mirrors. It's a sleight never of hand to, to make it seem like something's happening when nothing is. It's Tell nonsense. Me, they talk about that. They talk about the box. All right, let's go fly like we did in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's all. all right. It's nothing. Yeah. No. Whatever. Once you give this. I I don't mind Kevin Maguire's Arthur, even though I, I think like his Superman song. looks like a fat head every time I see him here. Everybody else looks great in my mind. It's just for some reason Superman's face looks awful to me and it bothers me, but there's yeah. no story here. I ended up no. giving this a fuck you five because I'm telling you, it promises fuck this you! whole thing of the truth yeah. and all this. It can't even tell the stories of all the little snippets it wants to do in, nope. like, for, without telling me what's going on. It beats around the bush every chance it can get, and there's nothing that ever goes on in this book. No. There it is in a nutshell, my friend. It's nonsense. And yeah, I I, I want to give it because I, I really want to play that sound effect. Again, Eric, I, I'm going low. I don't even think people think I give it a five, even if it is Fuck you! five. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. It's And I oh love my. the art. I love the art. Crazy. I, I'm just, I'm sick of it. Fuck you! I am so sick of the idea of getting, uh, you know, this guy who is pretty much taken the super books by the, you know, by the hand and grab it by the neck. Taking DC by the and hand. Now that's the thing is now it's just it's seeping. It, it, there's right, the real choke infection. This out. Let me wrap I'm my telling you, arm that's, around that's the rest the of infected. DC right here. Start choking. It, it's it. nonsense. It, it's so. It's just like yeah, really. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I, I just this is getting to the point where we we talk about it, and even if you're joking, like oh man, you know he's kind of ruining dc comics in my mind it's on game on he is fully going and it's not i don't know that he's trying this but the idea of getting issue after issue of nothing happening things not making sense going and it's just it's too much it's too much and it's it's really depressing me more than anything that we've ever dealt with because usually you don't like a book you can kind of say i'll I'll go away from that you know, but this yeah. is the thing. I was even talking uh, on Tom Twitter. King's ruling I was detective. To, I mean, Batman. Yeah. At least I had detective in these other bat books. I, I was talking to Brian a, Michael Zach. Bendis ruling Superman. Yeah. At least I. Oh, I yeah, don't yeah. This comments. is the thing. I was talking to a Zach on on Twitter, Super and he oh. basically said, "You know, I just avoid the Bendis books." And I said, is it? "You can't avoid them anymore. Everything is is one of his things." Well, or at least, at least I get tying Superboy and stuff. Just, oh, yeah. No, we don't get anything, and now you even have. I mean, who knows? Ben, oh. ben Diddy might, and I don't care about that shit. I'm telling you. Five of the books you just mentioned, I fucking wouldn't care about anyway. I just want this whole deal where he, five. <laughs> he's um, t- he's ruined the organizations. And now even that, he's like, boy, how did I let that freaking, you know, Star Labs slip from under my fingers? I'm going to get them out, too. It's all this now. Oh, what? I don't want to ruffle feathers. So I'll wait a year to give the identity reveal, even though I destroyed Candor. I ended up changing how Krypton got destroyed. I ruined Jor-El. I mean, when it's nonsense. Aged so, up yeah, John. Aged up John. Like, this is what. Oh, my God. It, it's just crazy. Oh, Adam, Lois so. and Clark have a different kind of marriage. Yep. Yeah. And, and really, where you have the whole deal, the year of the villain half the time is Red Cloud. I mean, if that's not a joke, uh, nothing is. You know, it's Robinson just ridiculous. Good from Star yeah. City. 
you know, Star City. So yeah, no, let's get out of here, Eric. Let's go home. Let's start drinking. I need, I need a beer or something. Fuck you! Do you have any, do you have any your shots over there? You got no, some. You got, home. you got the rumplements that I can do. Do a couple shots there, right? You no. do that. What am I twelve? You have stolen my dreams. I don't think you're allowed to buy that at twelve. I follow the rules. No, you're allowed I mean, to drink it. I want to get drunk. No, you ain't. I, I want to follow the rules. A twelve year old should not be drinking rumplements. That's a hundred yeah. proof liqueur, Eric. That, that would cause some problems. How dare you? Uh, liqueur but, didn't cause uh, me any problems. That's a liqueur. Uh, we're going to go off now to talk about our book of the week. All right, Eric, and what is your book of the week? My book of the week is The Tales from the Dark Multiverse, Blackest Night, number three, Jim, number oh, three. is it? Three on the tree, and that one's for me, but mine is Batman and the Outsiders, number seven, is my book of the week, uh, almost Taken over by Far Sector, Eric, but I'll make sure that I fudge that score, and so it won't be. That, that's how okay. we play it, right? Isn't that yeah, how you play it when you have you went well, on Batman and the Outsiders? If you haven't recorded stuff, well, you got to like something. I'm telling you, people are bailing, <laughs> Eric. I got to fake the funk somewhere. Uh, but you want to hear what we're going to be talking about next week? Of course, I we got a we got a ton of books that you'll hate next week. Hey, oh, no. you, you piece of crap. <laughs> That's Honest, you are. Honest. We have Aquaman number 54. Well, there there is some things that you end up getting beaten up, and when they stop punching you, you think it's a good day. Is what I'm going with. And I hate huh. that, but I, I see that that's what's happening now. Aquaman number 54. We're, we're heading towards a little bit of a birth, Eric. A rebirth? No. A childbirth. No. Childbirth. A childbirth. It is. We also have Batman number 83. Would you we're be surprised? That, Would you be surprised if I said I read it, Eric? Would you be surprised? No, I'm surprised you didn't tell me all day about it. I didn't read it. Okay, I did not read it yet. But I I, I glanced at it. I saw maybe what it might be about. But we also have Batman Superman number four. We have Batman White Knight Presents Von Freeze number one. Von Freeze. Von Freeze. Isn't that like some sort of custard flavor type dish, I think? Dial H for Hero number nine. You can read that at home and talk to yourself about it. Flash Forward number three. Um, Doesn't it feel like Flash Forward should be at like issue five by now? Because it does for me. It seems like that's been out forever. Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that's what I don't know what I'm saying. We also end up having (laughs) He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse. Number one, me and Brandon are going to be talking about that. Brandon uh, should be reviewing that on the site. Uh, You are going to stay far away from that, I heard. What? I love He-Man. You do, but do you need to know what Prince Kaldor is up to nowadays, Aaron? Kaldor, Jim. Kaldor. Really? I mean, next you're going to tell me that it's not Mr. Spalk. Spalk, Eric. Justice League number 36. I, I should have went with some other character that I could mispronounce yeah. better. I, I, you're going to tell me that it's not uh, McCoy there. Justice League number 36, right, Eric? McCoy. We, we're going to continue that. Yeah, I don't know. Or, or Scooty. Scooty. <laughs> I can't pick any. I don't any know why you're going to Star Trek instead of He Man. No, I'm saying that you, you're you saying the He-Man, but I'm also saying that I know the Star Treks is what I was saying because you like that. I, I And also, As I don't well. know any other. Don't know any. You like the Rammer Man, does you? Is that what Rammer? you like? Yeah. The, the, the Three-Face? I'm looking at is him right now. Is that a guy you like? You, you like the Pretender? Is that the figure you like, the Pretender? 
See, I should have went the, there. The, the I'm actually a lot better at this. I have, I have that in the I'm a lot room. better. And, you know, now, it's like you. When you're in the sack with Jess, you become the faker. Eric, oh, my. Sign language. You have Metal Men number two. Uh, All right. We looking at, that's another one that seems like it's been out like seven years in my mind. It would be as if we have man with guns there as He-Man's best friend. You also Metal have and, and the magician lady. Isn't that the one there? Sorceress going. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting it. You're getting there. Okay. Keep going. It's like the Python men, they're after them. They're causing all that trouble. The Python men. Which ones? Uh, All of them. Nightwing number 66. Will we be closer to getting Dick back? Because I can't wait. Uh, But I'll I'll go with this. It's actually Talon time, Eric. And you know what? It's gray sun time. It's the (laughs) hello, gray gray sun. sun. I'm telling you, we laugh a lot about things that they end up throwing out there. And and, and really, a lot of times it is a Scott Snyder thing for him to go, you know what? Wayne means wagon. I'm like, well, in your world, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I never said, hey, hitch up the Wayne and let's go to town. There, Ellie Mae, we're going to get some grain. I never said that ever. I I don't know anybody named Ellie Mae, so I probably wouldn't say that, but maybe I have. But the idea... That they end up saying that Dick Grayson was supposed to be the gray son tickles my fancy so much. And I just, it makes me happy. It makes me smile. I giggle. Like when you say Titmouse. I mean, all of that, Eric. I love it. Supergirl number 36. That's the infected story. Uh, We're going to see her get infected. Maybe kind of end up as a cosplayer that may or may not be either the insane clown posse or Lobo from the pictures I saw. We'll have to see if the streets run red with Fago, as Eric told me one time Chicago did. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. Was it Detroit? I don't know. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. This is the thing. You see, I pay some attention, not the ending. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen again. If you want to read that, talk to yourself. That's great. Yeah, I'd suggest doing it to a mirror, blow kisses at yourself while you're doing it. I did look through that. That's the way to do it. Because we're trying to end up, you know, putting more of the books on the podcast. So I thought, okay, let me check out these things. Well, we we started talking about JLO again. So that's one. Well, that's good. It's one. Well, that's what I'm saying. But how would we know if Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen's good or not? We haven't been reading. So I thought, okay, well, it's a 12-issue deal. We're at issue five. I'm surprised it's not ending at six. But uh, so I go paging through. I'm like, the hell is going on in this book? And and mainly I was looking because me and you ended up on the uh, Patreon. We did a back issues that Eric Shea was yelling about forever about the whole Tim Drake and Superman. I, I'm sitting there. You have your mic muted. The minute that I say Tim Drake and Superman about to say vampires. That I was taking a drink. Oh, but you love that issue. And when we you went and read it, Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen was great. In that. So I thought, well, this kind of goes with that. And I go on a tangent like you just did. That's what the DJs like to have, say, a free bird so they can do coke and go to the bathroom. That's their tangent. But this this issue, Eric, I'm going through it. There's at least seven stories in it. They're like two pages each. And I'm thinking this is how the whole series is. So if you're reading it, you're probably like, yeah, this is how it always is. 
I'm telling you, one more ridiculous than the other. I'm on the way. Teen Titans number 36. We have uh, going on there in the solicits that just came out this week. Uh, you had the announcement that Robbie Thompson, more of a Marvel guy, is coming over to co-write that book in February. Oh so we'll see how that goes. I would think that he's eventually going to jump on it. But uh, the Infected Scarab number one uh, is a... Infected story that is a blue beetle. I'm wondering why they didn't put. I know that he's called the Scarab. Yeah. You got to put Blue Beetle in that title. You have to. Nobody's going to know what that is. They're not going to know. You have to put the Infected Blue Beetle Dash Scarab or something. I don't know. The question: The deaths of Vic Sage. That is a dark uh, black label book. It's one of sure those is. where I just want to mention because Eric Shea's out, but a lot of people are looking forward to that. That's more for your info that it's coming out. That's we'll awesome. see what's going on. We'll see what's going on on the podcast. Maybe this is something so that somebody will step up to the plate and hit a step up to the plate home run, as Eric called them. That makes no I'm sense. I'm still waiting for the explanation in continuity about Vic Sage being alive. No, that's the thing. Like I said, we ended with the whole deal with Event Leviathan with a lot of questions. You get that? A lot of questions. Yeah, Renee oh, and Vic. Oh, my. No, no, no. I meant, who's this death stroke? Why the hell did this thing get, get called an Renee event? Renee and Vic. Who's watching The Watchmen? I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know anymore, but that's it. That's the books for next week. You also have, if you're uh, playing at home and you want to read some stuff, they have the Titans Burning Rage number four and Wonder Woman Come Back to Me number five. Two books that end up meaning a lot different things with different inflection of the words, Eric. I'll, I'll tell you that. But those are those books that are repurposed from the originally being just the Walmart, you know, exclusive. So if you're into that, you can read that. We haven't been following those, but that's it. Eric, I have to go. I don't know what I have to go do. Sleep, maybe jog, jog it off. I don't know. Jog it off. Coffee, jog it off. That's what I say. Jog it off. I, I need to get rid of this energy that I, I have. I've ever I'm seen you jog energy. is go to the buffet. Huh, really? You know what? I'm going to jog your memory of what a fucking punch in the face is. It's what I'm going to do. And I'll I'm tell you, get a step I'm going to jog that memory about seven times. And I will get a step stool. And then I'll be able to, to get the step stool, push it away as I'm kicking your face when you fall down crying. That's what I'm going to do. And then you're going to remember a lot of things. And then you won't remember anything because you'd be dead is what you're going to be. And then I'm going to tell everybody. I told you what I I know. And what I'm going to tell everybody then is I'm going to then write a suicide note that has the worst things about you that you're saying about yourself. Put it there and leave. And then everybody's going to think all these weird things about you. And I'm going to laugh and laugh until they realize, wait a second. We have cameras here. And and it was Jim who killed him. And And it's on a podcast where you're confessing this. Yeah. Nobody listens. I've seen the stats. Oh, no. <laughs> There's nobody out there. It's just it's all gone us. down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, yes, but that is the end of the podcast. I'm going to go by a step still, and then I'll be meeting you around probably about 11.15. Eric, I'll be over at your house tonight. So just wait for me. I'll knock on the door. Dude, really, you know I'm, just, I'm not going to answer I'm the goddamn getting, door yeah, no matter what time I'm, it is or who he, it is. You wait for me to go outside you. to have a cigarette. You got a better idea no, than that. Well, no, 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 no. I got Zach's fucking axe in there. Well, what the fuck do I care about a door? I'm going to murder you. Uh, it's going to be the whole yeah, idea. Yeah, anything really easy. Anything about that. Yeah, really. Yeah, I saw a spare tire. Maybe I can borrow from you, buddy. I saw that shirt the other day. <laughs> what shirt? <laughs> I don't know. Everyone. Really? Do I have to spell it oh, out? No. I mean, you My look like trope. 
Yeah, really. It's every shirt. It looks like you're, you got one of them fucking donuts around the middle. Ah, uh, yes. There you go. A lot of insults at the end for a loving podcast, I would like to think. But, Eric, since we love each other so much, we, we got to not talk all night like we always do into the wee hours while I twirl the cord of the phone and giggle to myself as we talk about all the boys that we love. Uh, but instead of that, we're going to get out of here. What do we say? Everyone have a great week. Keep it weird. Weird. We'll see you in seven. See you in seven.